Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp MX Show, coming at you! It's Monday, July 10th, 5 p.m. Pacific, Southwick is in the rearview mirror, we are over halfway down with the motocross series, we got ourselves a 250 motocross championship now, man, Hunter Lawrence, bike blew up, and uh, battling some rib injury, and Hayden Deegan has the red plate, and holy shit, lots to get into tonight. Jet Lawrence, again, undefeated on the year. Uh, looking forward to tonight's show. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works for coming on board with us. Got Justin Cooper calling in. Thank you, Justin Cooper, for coming on. He is right back into this thick of things after missing High Point with an injury. Our buddy, our friend of the show, Phil Nicoletti, we'll call him, talk about Southwick and more. Seth Hammaker will also call us, and we will talk to Seth about... His return to the Nationals, he's got some really good starts. Uh, he's run up front, and uh, we'll talk to the, the ham uh, about that and more here on the show tonight. And also, there's a guy I did a podcast with this week. He's from Holland. He's a beach racer. Well, he's a moto guy, too. Don't, don't be mistaken. But he races beach races now for a living. Lars Van Berkel is his name. And this gentleman, <laughs> this gentleman, he raced Southwick on Saturday and then drove eight hours to Canada and raced Gopher Dunes on Sunday. So I told Lars on our privateer podcast that if he did the double, we will get him in, on the show. And so we are having Lars Van Berkel on the show tonight as well to talk to him about that feat. Uh, really, really cool that he did that, man. Uh, super cool. The Gopher Dunes Honda team to uh, help him out, and we'll get to the bottom of that and more. And uh, race tech suspension. We got the race tech rant tonight. Expert on Terras. We got that as well. Renthal. Mission Motorcycle Tires at Cherby's, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, OGO Power Sports, ORW, Renegade Racing Fuels, Pro Filter, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, EVS, Wiseco Piston, MTX Braking, all on board with us tonight. And uh, so go to sponsor deals under pulpamexshow.com for all the codes to save, like Pulp23 if you want to save at Wiseco, and Pulpamex23 if you want to save at Guts, and so on and so forth. Pulpamex if you want to save at Atlas Neck Brace. Pulpamex20 if you want to save at Works Connection. You get the drill. A lot of our partners offer a discounts, and if you want to save some money, go to sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. To, uh, to talk about, uh, uh, to, to use that code and, and save some money. So thank you again for listening and watching on YouTube and all of that. My co-host tonight, first time in studio, uh, one of the top privateers in Supercross this past year. He won the Pulpamex LCQ Challenge in Salt Lake City with a, with a terrific ride, in Denver, sorry, with a terrific ride. And uh, we're happy to have him in. Josh Cartwright, what's up, man? What's up, man? Thanks for having me in. I'm pumped to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. I mean, look, you're not doing nationals. You're not doing nothing. Why not, right? No, why not? Just come to Vegas, have a little fun. You went golfing today, got some golfing, so got some golfing. Uh solo or did you they went pair solo. you up? Yeah, yeah. Went okay. solo. I don't know if they pair you up or how that works. Right yeah, now. I was supposed to be with someone, but uh they end, I ended up just playing by myself. Like okay. I like playing by myself because yeah. sometimes it's good to be with people, but you are never you, know what you're gonna get. Are you cart guy by yourself or just 
I'm a car guy. Okay. I'll right. walk if it's like the morning, if it's nice. Yeah, yeah. But it, dude, it's brutal here. It, yeah, the, the heat is here for sure. It's here. Uh, as Glenn Fry, Fry said, the heat is on. The heat Josh. is on. Um, we'll talk about – I want. so you just got back from England. You did the World Supercross uh, for Club MX, guys. I want to talk to you about that. Great Supercross season. I want to find out if you blew the Pulp MX money on hookers and blow. <laughs> so we'll find out about that. What We're you did with in that, Vegas. Right, right. What we did with that 30K. Uh, so lots to get into when it comes to you. And also um, – a lot of controversy with the LCQ race over the wild cards. So I yeah. want to get your opinion and your thoughts on that. Wild cards have won this thing two years in a row. And so some people are not very happy with that. So we'll get into that and more. Uh, you've been watching the Nationals, so you're up to date on that. You were yep. hoping to do Millville, which we'll get into on why you're not doing that and more. 702-586-PULP. you got a question, a uh, concern, something about Southwick, something about uh, Josh Cartwright's season, whatever it is. Go ahead and, uh, and give us a call. Justin Cooper, Phil Nicoletti, Seth Hamaker, Lars Van Berkel on tonight. You've done Gopher. Can you do? Can you imagine doing Southwick and Gopher back to back? He's he's beast. That is beast <laughs> mode right there because Gopher is the hardest track I've ever ridden. It's absolutely nuts, right? Uh, so please uh, give us a call if you have something on your mind. And uh, again, uh, we'll do the race tech grant, X brand goggles, uh, tearoffs, and motorsport.com. Tweet at Talent segment. Speaking of talent, over there in the corner, holding things down, working the phones. Talon Taylor, what's up, Lone Wolf? What's up, Steve? How's everything going, buddy? Uh, pretty good. Yeah? Showered a baby this weekend, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby shower, yeah. yeah. Big dad, dad of the year over there. Congratulations. Yeah. I haven't even been a dad yet, but dad of the year. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're dad of the year for sure. Yeah. Uh, you're better than the other guy uh, working the video cameras over there, working on the Pulp MX app. Travis Marks, what's up, Marks Dog? Wrong. Wrong what? Wrong on the app. Not working on the app. I got to focus on the show, Steve. Oh, okay. I thought you worked on the app on during the show. I wasn't uh, sure. I, I mostly play mad skills and think about iRacing. But <laughs> okay, uh, all right, fair enough. We'll we'll we'll, we'll consider it later. We'll get there when it's time. Yeah, we'll you know. There. Yeah, we'll get there when it's time. It's fine. Yeah, we race rider D. We'll get uh, there. We race. Josh time. Cartwright brought to you by Decal Works. Their mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com. Promo code PulpMX23. To get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal works number one for many reasons. Red Bull KTM guys, Husqvarna off-road guys using Decal Works. I've, I've used these guys for so many things, including the Popamex Wildcat racing stickers. You see that big Wildcat sponsorship we did? Cartwright, it was, it, we crushed it. Yeah. The Curcio ah! and, and Butron. Yeah. That was gnarly. Uh, it was great. Good to have those guys on board. Uh, Decal Works made those uh, graphics or those stickers for me as well. Decal MX, Popamex 23, Josh Cartwright brought to you by decalmx.com. Uh, thank you to those guys. And uh, yeah, great company. Great guys. Um, all right. So you want to talk 450s or 250s first? What do you want to talk first? Because I got questions about to you about both. Um, let's go 450 just because I feel like 250 is going to be more because 450 is just like, all right, yeah. Jet won everything and then... Okay, so 450s, Jet won everything. But, you know, after Redbud and after High Point, I'm like, hey, they're getting closer. Hey, like maybe some shit's going to happen. Like, hey, they're putting some heat on Jet. No. No. He was two seconds quicker in practice uh, this weekend. And he won both motos by double digit. Uh, he slowed down on the last lap of Moto One. Otherwise, yeah. he would have won by ten seconds. And he sm- cr- uh, It was a clinic this weekend at Southwick. A clinic. Yeah, it's it. Watching it, you just know that he's going to be first, and who's battling for second. And you can even tell riding. He has a little more in him. Yeah. It. You can tell. He just looks like he's on a Sunday cruise. Yeah. But I feel like him, his brother, and even Chase all have similar styles. Right. To where they look like that because they have perf- picture perfect form. Do you agree with me? Uh, something I wrote for Racer X uh, coming up this week. Jet on a 250, and I think because on a 250, you're stuck with certain lines, you're stuck yeah. with certain certain ways you have to ride. 
to clear obstacles, to get momentum, to, to ride the 250. To, and I'm talking outdoors now. He, his, he didn't shine on a 250 riding style-wise, effort-wise, like he's shining on a 450. He was great. Don't get yeah. me wrong. He won two championships. I'm not, <laughs> it's not like, not like he rediscovered his form. But for me, Josh, I'm watching him on a 450, and I'm, I don't remember being that impressed on a 250 that I am on a 450. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Okay. I think he rides, and I think it's a lot with a lot of riders that you have to be a 250 rider to show that type of stuff on a 250 where it's all balls to the wall. It, you can't just finesse the bike because they're not as quick. Yeah. The 450, you have so much more power to where you can play around. If you mess out or get out of a line, mm-hmm. you're right back in that line. The two, yeah. I, Like, I was never a great 250 rider because I'm not a balls to the wall rider. Right. Yeah. A 450 rider can kind of just maneuver and technique wise and that's jet. It's impressive man. Yeah. Like you watch him making little doubles coming down a hill, jumping a little braking bumps coming in. Like I was I was saying on our review pod, like if you uh, did a dart fish with Carmichael in his perfect season year yeah. there would be sand everywhere. The back end's <laughs> kicking out. You know what I mean? Like he's just pinned. He's hanging off. He's short. Like you know he's, he's going the same speed as Jet. Like balls out. And crushing them maybe more than Jim. Yeah. But they could not look any different on the bike. Like, they, they just, they're getting the job done, both both of them. But Jet is so damn smooth. So much momentum. Yep. You it's know? just like, it's like Tomac and him. Like, Tomac's a completely different style, too. Yeah. He's like yeah. a bulldog. Yeah. He just goes through the bumps like they're like, he just bulldogs through them where Jet's just like looking like a kid yeah. on a cruise just jumping around like he's having fun. So, undefeated or not, where are you at? I think he goes up. You do? You I think do. he does? I th- I, who's going to – Chase, honestly, Chase is the only uh, one. Yeah. I think if Ferrandis is on, like, I mean, but he has to be on and Jet has to mm-hmm. be off, yes, I think Ferrandis can beat him. But even Jet off, I think he's just as fast as right. all the other guys. I now, think Chase has it a little I was bit. at a pool party on Saturday. I rewatched the race. But at the pool party, I was sort of half paying attention, you know, having a good time. I looked – I was watching the second moto on a phone, and I'm like, oh – like early on, I'm like, Ferrandis wants something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, he's there. He's there. And then, like, I don't know, I ate a chicken finger or, <laughs> or drank half my half, drank a few sips of my margarita. Look back, it was gone. Gone. And, and Dylan, Dylan's whole thing was, it was four seconds already. Wow. It's like third lap in, right? And yeah. I was like, thinking, ah, oh, Dylan wants something. Ah, oh, no, he's, he's not, no, nothing. So it's like Jet can do it the whole entire moto. He, he's just sitting there, like, okay, yeah, yeah y'all are there. Right. Oh, you're a little closer. Let me speed yeah. up a little bit. Right. Like, he, um, he's like Stewart can go as fast so as he wants. So when you're out there in a main event and Sexton goes by you, yeah. not even Tomac, but Sexton goes by you, either passing you or lapping you, you have to be probably the same kind of like I I, I can't what, what, what's going on? Like I'm racing the same like I'm the same. Oh yeah, rider as him. I'm on the track as him, <laughs> but I don't. I'm not able to do that. Oh yeah, I, I've. I don't understand how those guys go that fast for that long. Like, yeah. obviously, like because in I think we're normally like me, Kate, the other little privateer group. We're yeah. normally like three seconds off them in like practice but it's like how do they do that for 20 minutes yeah or 20 plus 2 30 plus 2 and just picture perfect that quick and it looks like it's not even hard it's i imagine like i mean look i raced it i got to be a a pro quote unquote but you are a main event guy it's got to be just so impressive for you like you're just yeah or is it frustrating uh honestly for this year like i know those guys are on just like another level yeah and everything like that and you can kind of just think like they know, and it's also who's going to send it. Because I think a lot of us can go, maybe not Sexton fast, okay. but like I feel like a me could go a Wilson or a little bit faster than that. Yeah, we could if we wanted to. Yeah, but we're not used to going that speed to where mm-hmm. we might get a little sketchy. Like I usually go around ninety percent just because I don't like getting sketchy. Yeah, I like having clean yeah. laps right. every lap. Well, 
Except that one time I picked you and you looped out or went over the bars <laughs> in the heat race. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Seattle. And yeah. I, two times behind Chisholm was behind me that I messed up. Yeah. Like, I just got to – I get flabbergasted, Yeah, because I guess. it's Chiz. He's a fucking he's, robot. He's, he's just, just going to pump spe- me. Speaking of Chiz, he goes from UK to Southwick. Like, just to, That's gnarly. Dude, if you got 200 bucks, Chiz is going to be at your race. Like will Yeah, whatever. What, I'll, I'll be there, right? Chiz is going to Chiz. Yeah, he's going to Chiz all over the place. Uh, so, Jack goes undefeated. Jackson goes 2-2. You know, again, I don't think Sexton looked a little. Again, I, I just watching on TV, didn't talk to Chase, wasn't there. Looked a little tired to me. Chased it in Moto Two, to be expected. I think yeah. you know, second race back after taking some time off. I think I don't think Jack goes undefeated. I, I I just I don't know, and I don't mean so much he just gets straight up beat, but like he tips over, bad start. You know, like yeah. that's where I'm at. Something's gonna happen. Yeah, like yeah, that's it's... where I'm at. Like, yeah, and I think Chase like. Because you saw it in the first moto, he has it. Like, he was there the whole entire moto. Yeah. Like, right behind him until, like, the, what, last five minutes or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So he's there. So, and he did take a couple weeks off. So it's possible to where – because Chase, I feel like, is the only one who can beat him, I think, though. I think I'm with you. Yeah. 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 So, Sexton, we need it. No, I mean, look. Uh, I want it to be. Like, it's a, bo- yeah. it's a boring season. It's yeah. like last year was fun because you saw them two going at it, yeah. and Tomac and Sexton. Yeah. But now you're just watching Jet just fly off. Like, Do you think – Jet is that much better than Tomac and Sexton last year when they were at their peak. Man, that's hard to say. I know. It, it's like, impossible to say, but it's like. It's possible. You want to say it because he's beating Chase, but Chase isn't what Chase is. I don't is think, what think last Chase year. is as good as he was. Yeah. He's not. But do you just, think if you just drop Jet in there, where would he, what, what, what would go on? I think it would be similar to last year. Mm-hmm. I think they would just be the duking it out. Yeah, the duking yeah. it out. Just, and just think if Ferrandis was on it too. If he yeah. was like at 21. Peak, yeah. 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 Those four guys yeah. just shredding. Yeah, it'd be pretty good. It'd be sure. sweet. Um, you gonna do any outdoors or no? No, I don't think so. No. I was gonna do Millville um, until they called me for Worlds. Um, I just decided because someone did a thing where me and Savachi, I think, are gonna be pa- past the thirty mark. Yeah. So I'm gonna need a couple points. Yeah. And then they called me for Worlds, and then that didn't end up yeah. working out for Millville. But if I can get some things going for the last couple of rounds or something like that, and I need to do it, but I suck at outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> I suck at outdoors. I mean, you used to train to go farm, dude. I did, but I didn't I do mean, summers. I, I didn't mean, do go summers. Farm, like I, the, only Supercross. That's where the motocross stuff was born. I know. You, know? Uh, you probably had some good stories from, from back in the oh, day, Oh, there's some cool wild ones there. Uh, Justin Cooper, Phil Nicoletti, Seth Hammaker, Lars Van Burkle, all in the show tonight. And uh, Josh Cartwright. Um. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. We we will talk about that. Thank goodness. We will. Yes. Okay. Let me we, make, make we get, don't be shoot. concerned, Josh. It's uh, <laughs> I, it'll be good. It'll be good <laughs> I didn't like that look. On no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we've hammered him for it enough. But let's do it again. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We would never beat a dead horse. No, we're never. Gonna I, beat a de- I already. I already. We're never going to beat a dead horse. But let's do it later. I already know what yeah. y'all are going to tell. Yeah. I already okay. know. Right. I already know. Um. <laughs> you, he thought he was going to get by without it. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, we got some phone calls on the line as well. And, again, Josh Cartwright brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. So thank you to those guys. Firepower uh, Battery, speaking of Dean Wilson, Max Anstey. Uh, Anstey was pretty good on 250 class over yeah, there. He was. There. He looked really good. Yep. Uh, Firepower Honda using Firepower parts, of course, the chains, batteries. They got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, a lot of privateer uh, guys using Firepower. Did you use Firepower? I used to. Okay. Uh, firepowerparts.com. Uh, they got heavy-duty rollers, chains, O, and X-rings, all made in Japan. The batteries are featherweight lithium batteries. And uh, please check out firepowerparts.com. Their website is jam-packed full of stuff. And thanks to the Firepower guys for doing the Dean Wilson, uh, Yuriv, Konsky, Max, Anstey team as well. Uh, all right, Morgan's on one. He's got a race tech rant. What's up, Morgan? 
Hey, Steve, thank you. Listen, I, I love listening to you and Weege and JT. Like, it's, it's magic. I just bummed that uh, Kiefer can't call in, apparently, until after July. So I'm listening to your review shows, like, religiously and everything else. <clears throat> and I know this is premature with the Race Tech rant, but, like, please, why can't Weege be in a place where he has cell service? Once a week when you guys call in and do this. like please, Yeah, I don't know, man. Why? I know. I don't know. You tell me. You, you tell me. And then we say to him, hey, man, like, can you not drive or can you be indoors? And he's like, no, I can't. I, this is all I got. This is all I can do. I, I got full bars, uh, blah, blah, blah. He always has a reason. Like, it's just he's just getting screwed, you know. And I'm with you, Morgan. I don't know. I don't know what to tell him. Like, I, I, it's, it's frustrating. But. Like he always, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pepper him on social media. Or please something. do, Man, yeah, just, please do. He, yeah. he'll just come back with, I don't know what the problem is. I have full bars, or I don't know what the problem is. I have, I'm on Wi-Fi or whatever. But yet, it seems to happen every week. So he's using you. like cricket or something. Who knows? He's on that money saving plan. The phone has probably been dropped, uh, you know, 14 times. It's probably an iPhone seven. <laughs> You know, that's probably what it is. You're working slow as hell. Right, thanks, right. Thanks, so, Steve. Thanks, Morgan. Have a good show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Justin's on three. What's up, Justin? Hey, how's it going, Steve? So I had a quick question, man. I was watching Cooksey's uh, YouTube video um, about him and the Cooper Webb KTM split. Based off of what you said, man, it seemed like it was kind of mutual. They both didn't want to work together anymore. We know Cooper wasn't happy with the bike and Alden. Um, but he said it was, like, based off of your info that, KTM specifically waited till after round one of WSX to drop him so that he couldn't go back and be a contender. Um, in the past, I've heard, you know, Cooksey's info be kind of out of pocket. You know, your stuff is more a little factual, in my opinion. I just wanted your opinion if how factual what he said is, you know, correct. Well, I didn't watch. I'm not going to watch, so I don't know. Uh, look, I, I, I mean, I did my digging, right? I talked to KTM side. I talked to Cooper Webb side. I'm going to talk to this about this with Cartwright later on in the show. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't know if they waited till the world rounds, but some people say that is a pretty convenient timing, right, to let him go uh, because he did want to do World Supercross for Craig Dak Yamaha, and I think that the CDR wanted him to do it as well. So, I mean, was it? I don't know. I don't think we know for sure, but some people on the rider side of things say that that timing is is not coincidental, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, I, I really think – look, I think the bottom line is if he – I said this on the, on the rental reaction. If Cooper Webb liked the bike he was racing, he'd still be racing. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, any sort of egregious act of, of, uh, of anything where he ghost rode the bike into the semi or, you know, whatever happened. He, he didn't like the bike. He couldn't get comfy on it. And the KTM guys are like, we're tired of trying to make you comfy. Yeah. You know, this isn't working out for us. Cooper Webb said it's not really working out, I guess, on my end, and, and they left. They parted ways. Cool. Well, sounds good. Thank you for your time, right. man. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I was going to definitely bring that up later in the show. That's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure that we will see Cooper Webb on a Star Yamaha at Charlotte for the first round of the SMX round. Yeah. Uh, I would put money on that. So uh, wait and see. And, uh, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see what exactly with Webb uh, to talk about. Um, Evan's on four. Evan, what's up, man? Uh, not much, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. So I've got a rant. Um, Steve, you're the king of all media, MX. When writers win, they tend to come on your show, like Tomac, like uh, yeah. C.S. Rulo. But 
it's I've got a real big problem with the, the Lawrence brothers won't come on your show after they win all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can't th- talk th- to I mean, yeah, it kind of sucks, but I mean, I don't know. Like, you think it's that big of a deal? <laughs> it is that big of a deal because you talk to the you talk to the winners, you talk to Rockstar. Yeah, I mean, no, I they know. come on your show, and this is bullshit. I think it's not right. Well, I'd look, they're free to do whatever they want to do, and that. They don't want to do my show, and they don't really want to do any interviews, period, outside of what they sort of have to do with the races. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, what can you do? Like, I get it. Like, it's fine. I mean, like, I'm not going to freak out on are it. They, are they elitist now? Is that what's happened? They become elitist and we can't talk to them anymore? I don't know, man. You have to talk to them. I, I, I don't really, you know, I mean, I know these guys get pulled in every different direction. There's 1,400 podcasts now. Yeah. And, you know, shows and things like that. So, you know, maybe they don't want to do my show and then tell everybody else no or whatever. Look, I, 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 I just I don't think they were happy with me putting it out there that they don't want to do my show. But I was getting heat from Australian listeners that being like, have them on. yeah, they're like, what, what do you have against Hunter and Jet? Like, why aren't they been on your show? Yeah. And I'm like, so yeah. I, fu- I finally had to say, like, they're not coming on. They don't want to come on. Hmm. They don't really <sighs> like the whole podcast game i guess yeah, i don't I've never know seen them i've never seen them on any anything no no i think they just decided to not do i think they were upset at the way the media was portraying the hunter lawrence thrasher pass at daytona even though i had no problem with it yeah, i had it no problem bad. with that wasn't bad. and i think they were upset uh over the the press conference stuff with hunter and all of that and they just said all right screw it we're not doing it yeah so i don't know evan yeah like whatever yeah i mean Whatever, man. I mean, look, you're getting a lot of Jet Lawrence right now everywhere you look on TV. So yeah. it's pr- I can't even watch the races anymore because there's so much Lawrence. Well, see, so you got enough of them. Why do you want them on pulp <laughs> then? You know? Because I want you to talk to him. I yeah. want you to talk to him. I know. Well, maybe one day, man. I don't know. Like, uh, All right. I, you know, there's no ill will. Like, I'm not like, fuck them, and I don't think they're like, fuck me. I just, they won't do it. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Right? And look, I didn't have yes, Tomac on here. I didn't have Tomac on here for a long time. He didn't like me. <laughs> he didn't like something I said. And you have a lot of enemies. There was a long time where Tomac literally would just not even reply back on a text <laughs> where I was like, oh, shit. Because like, sometimes guys would be like, I can't do it. You yeah. know, like, And I'm like, okay, like, hey, no problem. You have lives and things, right? Yeah. But I got to the point right. with Tomac where it was like maybe four or five requests. <laughs> He's like, fuck you. And he just never replied. And I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, these things happen, Evan. We'll be fine. We'll all be fine. Okay. All right. I'll chill out. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. It's Appreciate not it. easy you. talking shit on riders all day. Yep, it's not. Absolutely. Uh, Dylan's on one. What's up, Dylan? Hey, Steve. Yep. Hey, uh, you said that Sexton's the only one you think that can beat Rock that can beat Jet. You don't think Robinson can beat Jet? He almost did it. He almost did it. I don't know which ones he's coming back to. Yeah, Do we know? That's the I thing. Like, yeah. Yes, if he was there doing the season, I think yes, he could beat him. But he's and don't he's you feel there. like High Point is a really great track for Kenny? He's a yeah, like it's a Europe track. Yeah. Um, I guess Evan, if or yeah, sorry, Dylan, if I knew which track Kenny was showing up to, like Unadilla, maybe. Yeah, it's the same. he's fast there too. He's, he's, good, he's there. good there. Yeah, he's really good there. As long as they don't fall, I have to kickstart the yeah. Suzuki. Yeah, I know, right? But he feels like it's I mean, shape it's a, it's also. It's a good bike, but man, can they not put the money up and just put an e-start on it? Like, Dude, it's uh, yeah. I don't. I don't you, hey, listen. I mean, I heard it was supposed to be this year. Yeah. It's not. Kiefer told us it was. Yeah. It's fake news. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's a good bike, man. It is a good I, bike. I love the bike. It is a Jesus. good bike. Yeah, I, listen, I'm with you, man. 
I don't know why they don't do it either. It seems like a really easy fix. It doesn't seem like a lot of money. Uh, it makes it a bit heavier, but the trade-off is worth it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pete, they I would mean, sell I, so I many think, more bikes. I think yeah. the, the Suzuki's already heavy, right? Yeah, they are. They yeah. are heavy. I mean, so, I mean, what's a little bit more weight if everybody likes it? Yep. I'm with you, man. Yep. Thanks for the call. Hey, Thank you. Also, also. Yeah. What'd you do to Jason Anderson? Yeah, he doesn't like me either. Like, why, why, why won't Ando come on? He doesn't do anything either. If you think about it. What has Anderson done for extracurricular podcasts or podcasts? Uh, yeah, yeah. like, you know, like I don't think he's on any other shows. I don't think he wants to do that stuff. I don't understand it. I don't agree with it. I'm buddies with his agent, and I've told his agent this. Like I'm like, hey, a certain part of why you get paid a lot of money is to market the, <laughs> the, the bike you right, ride for. Right. And Jason doesn't I mean, believe he, in that. He's a lovable guy. He's a, he's a he seems like guy. a good guy. He doesn't like me. I made I made I was critical of some passes he made in Supercross a few years ago, and he did. That's it. I, I he doesn't like me. So uh, <laughs> I mean, you you probably done the same thing to Barsha, but El absolutely called in right. Listen, man. L- listen, if anybody listens to the show, they know that I don't give a fuck about whether a rider exactly. comes on or not. Exactly. I'm going to say what I think. And I'm going to give you an educated thought of what I think of something. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. I think these athletes are open for fair criticism. I'm not criticizing them about stupid shit. It's like, I thought that pass by Jason Anderson was dirty. And let me tell you why. And if you can't handle it, I can't handle it. I mean, I don't know. So, you know. Exactly. And that's why I give you $40 a a year for Pulp MA. (laughs) Oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Yeah, even though I suck at Supercross. Uh, Well, listen, man. um, You know, you could be like Marks and just turn your fantasy game around. It's fine. You can do it. There's always I don't time. Know. I mean, that's a long shot. But thanks, <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. I uh, don't give a fuck. Uh, coming up with uh, Justin Cooper as well. I just, you know, I just, yeah, like yeah. I just do my show. Yeah, it's it's your show. You just can't say what yeah, you think, and, and, and then I've had guys be like, "Hey, man, why'd you say this?" Uh, Zach Osborne, Adam Cincerillo, some of my friends. Yeah, why'd you say this? And I'll be like, "Well, this is what I saw. This is what I think. This is why this happened." And then been they'd been like. No, you're an idiot. Cause this is this and this, and yeah. I'll be like, oh, okay, like I didn't quite get that, or I didn't know that, or whatever. And then we just go on with our lives like normal people do. But some riders can't handle it. I think that a big part too, like I think with racing, like we did something or something like that. Because I'll I'll get to it too, where like we'll hit someone and you'll you'll see something completely different, mm-hmm. and it'll just be like that's not what I thought I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, listen, and, and it's my job as a moto media guy. I don't want to be. I've said this many times. When I got into the moto media years ago, I thought it was just a bunch of guys with cameras that were fans. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be a guy. Like, nothing against those guys. They were going to the races. They were shooting photos. They were buddies with the riders. And that's cool. That wasn't me. I wanted to treat the sport good, bad, funny, you know, all of that stuff. And so I was trying to do something different from the moto media Back then, I was a mechanic for a long time, and I think it's worked. And no, some guys well. don't like it, so I don't know, man. Um, Justin Cooper coming up here on the show as well, and uh, lots more to get into. I got a race tech rant tonight from an email. We're going to read that one. Um, Brandon, what's up, man? Hey, Steve, it's Brandon. How you doing? Good. Hey, uh, so I live in Arizona. I was vacationing in Scottsdale this weekend. Mm-hmm. I saw Eli with his family oh. um, walking around, walking around with no boot. I oh. just didn't know what the recovery time. Or Jeez. Um, yeah, that would he be. Heard anything or? Yeah, that, he heard it in May, and and you know, it's July, and 
I would think he'd still be in a boot, but maybe be not. Should in a boot, yeah, because that's a long recovery. I would thought so, but I don't, I'm not a doctor, I, although I did stay at a Holiday Inn last night. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe he had it off. Like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. I just thought it seemed to me like you get it stitched up, you get it repaired, you're in a boot for longer than yeah. for a month. Yeah, I'd love to see him back soon. I mean, Dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah, no, that'd be <laughs> awesome. I heard a rumor. I got a tweet about him signing a two-year deal. I checked in with some people that would know, and they said no. There was nothing to it. At this moment, oh, they oh, said I, so. Yeah, I, I hope it hope it comes true. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, hey no problem. Thank you. Right, we, got, we got Eli Tomac spies out there. Yeah, Tyler, what's up, man? Oh, not much. Just watching the show live on YouTube as usual on Monday. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so my question is: Is do you think Washugal is the end of the streak for Jet Lawrence because he's voiced his opinion that yeah. he doesn't care for that track? He's won real overall, Dirk but is... never won a moto there. And huh. um, I think it's a tricky track. It's hard to pass. If he gets two starts, it's over. But I think if he gets past Washugal one-one on a place he doesn't like and a place that's tricky, have you ever raced Washugal? Um, then I think we're we're in for a perfect one, uh, Tyler. But, so Washugal, I think, is going to be a, sort of a tipping point. Yeah, because I know Chase is fairly good there too, and a lot of other guys. Because again, I am from the Pacific Northwest, yeah. not far from Washugal, and uh, it is a tricky track. So. It is. So yeah, let's see what happens, man. For that one, I'm with you. I said that last week or something. I think Washugal is going to be a is Washugal next. Uh, no, Millville Washugal. Wash- okay. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Um, thanks, man. Awesome. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. A Cherbies Plastics. You ever use a Cherbies? Uh, I think when I was on PRMX one of the years. Oh, okay. Uh, um, oh, so Cherbies USA on social media. Discards, frame guards, chain blocks, and slider kits, and more replica plastic kits. Um, I love the Cherbies stuff because it fits perfectly. It's always great. And um, Adam Cincerillo, Justin Barsha, Jason Anderson, many others use the Cherbies Plastics. They fine-tune the products to offer the highest level of performance and protection. Add a Cherbies USA on social. Love the Cherby stuff, and thank you to those guys for coming on board. Our first guest of the night brought to you by the folks at Wiseco. Pulp 23 is the code to save now. they got an all-new website. It's way, way better than the old website. And uh, Pulp 23 is the code to save. They've been manufacturing pistons right in the USA for over 80 years. Performance partner found Honda HRC guys as well, so that Jet and Hunter and Sexton and uh, Hymas all using Wiseco. Full range of performance components for dirt bikes, UTVs, ATVs, jet skis, and more. Two-stroke, four-stroke pistons, of course. Uh, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods. Pulp 23 is the code to save Weisco. Thank you to those guys for coming on. And Weisco is bringing you our first guest of the night. 2-2 on the weekend at Southwick. Second overall. He is back in this title fight. Star Racing Yamaha's Justin Cooper. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Thanks for calling in. Thanks for the time uh, for tonight. Um, hey, I was wondering... So, were you doing the math? Because Southwick's got a lot of spots where you can kind of see the other parts of the track. And you knew Vial won, and Joe was out there. Were you looking at RJ catching Tom going, that's my overall? I don't know. Do you have a chance to do that? Yeah, I'm actually really good at math, so that's, like, a problem for me. And I, I find myself <laughs> doing that more than I like. In the okay, motor. yeah. Well, I knew the situation, but uh, the old me would be like, hey, RJ, let's let's get Tom, right? Yeah. But, uh this year i i'm really just trying to be the best i can every moto and uh, i felt like i had everything going for me to go to the front Mm -hmm. and that's what i was trying to do i was i was pretty tired but yeah um yeah i was making a push towards the end and uh yeah came up short i had a tip over and that kind of took the wind out of my cells but 
Uh, yeah, from there on, it was uh, just trying to hold those two off. Yeah, I was wondering a couple of those turns if you looked over and you're like, come on, RJ, come on. <laughs> Should but, have held, yeah. held, him back, held off right, and right. Like, made it closer. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking, uh, hey, it was a tough one, huh? I wasn't there, but uh, I talked to some guys that were and the humidity, and, and it was a tough one. Yeah, the weather wasn't showing anything too bad, but uh, once we were there feeling it, it was definitely hot the first one, and – we luckily got some like overcast slash rain for the second one, which which helped out with the heat. But mm-hmm. uh, I was pretty exhausted in the first one. Um, but yeah, we yeah. were able to put two good motos together. We had two falls, but uh, other than that, it was it was a good day for and, sure. And fucking Jimmy D took your pole position. <laughs> Damn it! I, I tried. I tried hard for that one. <laughs> he, he, he deserved that one. Uh, I, I I didn't. I mean, look, Jimmy D's a great rider, but he hasn't raced for five years, and I know the track is smooth. Did he get it from B practice? Yeah. Was it like yeah. a way better track in B? Yeah. I didn't watch practice. Yeah, it, it, I imagine it was. I didn't yeah. watch practice either, but I was just like, I was impressed. Like, if you're beating Justin Cooper for pole position, I don't care yeah. what the track's like, you're pretty you're good for Jimmy D for sending it. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty gnarly. <laughs> so, um, Justin, how are you feeling from uh, High Point? Like, you're all good, 100%? Like, did you, did you lose? I don't know if you had to be off the bike for a week or a bike. You know, like, did you lose some fitness and some, uh, you know, moto um, – prep from that injury at high point yeah i couldn't do much um after after that i took like three to four days off completely okay it was kind of hard to just move around the house so i uh, took it easy um got back on the bicycle a little bit and yeah i took uh i think 10 days off the bike so i oh, got okay so i got right back on the bike before right before red bud so yeah i was feeling a little bit um rusty i definitely hit a wall at red bud fitness wise yeah uh, everything is is coming back around now. I'm still feeling the effects a little bit from, like, just my neck is a little bit stiff still. But mm-hmm. overall, the breathing is uh, coming back slowly. Just uh, some lingering effects, but, you know, nothing, like, that's really preventing me from doing anything I wouldn't sure. be able to do otherwise. Are you um, – let's go – let's talk about High Point for a second. So you crashed. I understand. I saw the crash. We all saw it. You go back to the truck, and, like, did it take, like – a little bit before your throat started swelling up or did you know right away that you were in sort of trouble like i gotta get some help here because from what i understand and i could be wrong you were fine for a little bit and then it was like wait whoa i gotta go like was that kind of how it was yeah exactly um i i i really should have took the like got on the medic card and went to, straight there but right i was i was trying to act tough and um i was trying to stay in the championship right you know yeah. you can't miss any racing 16 points down at the time and uh yeah i wasn't i'm here to win the championship so mm-hmm. i wasn't going to not race i was telling myself i was gonna race but i got to the truck um my throat started swelling i had a, a hole in my chin uh things were just <laughs> coming <laughs> apart chin. quick for me and i started i started panicking because i i started to not be able to like to breathe i i felt everyone everything tightening up oh. and that's when i just i just walked out of the rig quick i i started uh i was just hunched over all the way to the the medical rig and then once i got there i laid down uh-huh. and that's the last time i i got back up that day no way so, wow so it was really yeah. serious like i i didn't know i kind of heard you hurt your neck and it closed swelled up and it closed up but it sounds a little more serious than that yeah. Yeah, like everything just like started hitting me after like 15 minutes. Like it got really yeah. bad. Wow. And I was like, yeah, the Doc Bodner, he's like, yeah, we're going to we're going to send you out of here. There's, <laughs> there's there's no point to keep you here right yeah. now. So. 
Well, dude, listen, yeah, a I, bit scary. Uh, you're back in this thing. Like, it's back. You're, you're, you're I mean, back, you had, yeah. you, you had to have been so fucking bummed, you know, DNF, DNS, DNS, and then you know, Hunter's on it, and Hunter's riding great. But dude, I, I mean. I don't know. I think this thing's wide open now to me. Like, I get it. Hunter looks great, but he's dealing with some ribs. And, you know, Brian or Hayden and, and RJ, this is going to be great. You you are back in this thing. It is on now. It's only 20 points. Yeah. Yeah, it's good for the, the fans, too. Like, they got they got a lot to watch for this class now. Uh, we got five riders yeah, within 20, 20 points. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's simple now. Just go out there and, and do the best we can. Uh, keep trying to win. And yeah. Yeah, this should tighten up pretty quick. Are you good with Hayden, or how is that situation? Because I've been on many teams, and I've seen many teams where two riders are going for a championship, and things get weird. How are we, how, how do you deal with the Hayden stuff and, and the kid and, and all of that? Yeah, we're good. I mean, okay. we're, we're yep. teammates. We're both. Uh, you know, everything he knows, I've taught him. So <laughs> but, uh, he, well, he can't pull any slick ones on me, you know? Yeah, I just wonder, like, hey, if you're, like, in the lounge saying, hey, man, what about this left-hander? And You know what I mean? Or you're watching video or whatever. Like, you know, at one point, Hansen, Josh Hansen was changing in another team's rig because he was in a battle yeah. with Brock Tickle. So he went and changed in another rig. Christophe Porcel put a tent behind the pro circuit truck and got changed in a tent. Out back, these are things that happen, Justin. So that's why I'm asking. Yeah, like I, I, I get that, but like I don't see. At least for me, like I don't act that way. I feel like I have respect for all my teammates, and like you know, if someone goes out there and kills mm-hmm. it and wins, like I'm like, man, like good job, you're you're sure. you're killing it. So right. I mean, there's yeah, there's different personalities out there. I I'm pretty cool with everyone, um, and I don't see it getting like that, but. Uh, who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe they would act like that. So yeah, I, I'm good with it. Best yeah. man wins, and uh, yeah, sure. No, uh, yeah, that was really cool saying that. Like, you're a New England guy, right? This, uh, you're from up there, right? Yeah, I'm from uh, Long Island, New York. So was it like all, all those New England tracks? Yeah, I'm familiar with. So it was pretty cool having like a lot of your like hometown fans there and everything. Because did you grow up riding at Southwick at all? growing up i only did on 50s really until the pros but yeah everyone everyone there is is uh it's pretty you know it's pretty close for me i just never you know i beat on the bikes a lot so my dad never i think really <laughs> took me there because of that yeah but uh it is hard you know growing up you don't you don't really enjoy riding that kind of stuff so uh but yeah it was it was definitely cool seeing a lot of familiar faces and you know people i used to race with uh unadilla is a bigger one for you though huh yeah it's, yeah, it's more of the same. Like you yeah. know, the same yeah. people that go to Southwick are going to show up there. So, right, it's uh, it's, it's all the same. Yeah, absolutely. You like Millville coming up? You're you're looking forward to that, or what's your thoughts on Millville? Yeah, it might not be my best track, but I think the layout and everything is mm-hmm. it has great there, great elevation, and you know, I have nothing but good things to say about that place. They always do a good job with the nationals. So, I, uh, I'm looking forward to that one. I think it's the best track on the circuit, man. I'm telling you. I love it. Yeah, definitely. It, it goes right up there with the Red Bud. Yeah, I've ridden it I've ridden it the most, yeah. a bunch, so I guess I'm biased. But I, I just think Millville, it's not the best viewing or the, even maybe the best dirt. It's just a fun track layout. Like I've yeah. done it. I rode on 65s and 125s. Yeah. And 125s, it was so yeah. fun. And I raced Jerry Robin there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he he will podium this weekend. <laughs> and I put money on it. Uh, yeah, I, I would like to see that. Uh, Weisco Piston bringing you Justin Cooper on the show. Pulp 23 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, Justin, so 
is it too soon to talk 2024 for you yet? Like, what, what, what do we know? What do you want to do? Uh, what's your thoughts? I keep checking social media to see what my 2024 plans are. <laughs> yeah, that's where you got to go. Check the internet for sure. <laughs> uh, us experts know everything, as you know, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to keep, keep me uh, updated okay. on that. All right, I'll let you know. Well, the last I heard, you wanted to do the same program, but I'm not sure I really believe that. But I, that was something I heard a little while ago. Uh, in the pits and I'm like I don't know I don't see Justin wanting to do that but maybe I'm wrong I don't know yeah I mean I'm I'm happy with where I'm at I, I've I've been with Star for like six six yep. years now mm-hmm. so what about yeah, four, like what about four, what about 450 like because I you want a 450 was pretty good like you yeah. did pretty damn well on a 450 like do you want to go net 450 in two years three years what or in one year yeah, I mean, I would like to go next year. I mean, that's... Is that the plan right now? Yeah, that's the plan. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I kind of didn't get the uh, opportunity last year mm-hmm. um, with Tomac moving in, and there was just not really a spot, the budget or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I would like to do full year for sure. Uh, kind of just... I want to get this 250 Outdoor Championship, yeah. but uh, I'm not going to hang around on it, so... Yeah, uh, this is kind of my last chance, and I'm I'm kind of back in it. So yeah, we're gonna give it everything we have and uh, see what happens there. But no, definitely happy with Star. They've been uh, family to me. So seven zero two five eight six Pulp. You got a question for Justin Cooper? Give us a call. Brought to you by Wisco Piston. I thought your Supercross, like we've been told, you know, um, and Josh, you would know this too. Like we've been told, the level rises every week or rises, yeah. you know, every four races or whatever you want to say. You know, as the series goes on and it gets tougher and tougher to jump in while you jumped in as it was going on and rode really well and got some good results and then took a couple weeks off, came back, did the same thing again. So to me, like that was even more impressive because I've been told that you guys as racers get better as the series goes on. But so for me, I thought your Supercross was great. Uh, Were you happy with it? Yeah, I think uh, as an amateur, I've always been a better forward rider. I've mm-hmm. always been smooth and, I don't know, just more efficient on it, I feel. So uh, it definitely suits me. I mean, I'm definitely one of the smaller riders, but yep. I definitely had a good season. And, you know, I kind of met my expectations, I would say. Yep. Kind of just wanted to see where I was at. And it's a whole different field. Like, it's, it's weird racing those guys because you've always looked up to them. And now, like, you're in that class and – it was kind of kind of surreal just being in that class, being surrounded by those people. Uh, it, was, it took a little bit to get used to, but, yeah, it was definitely cool. Uh, I left probably earlier than I wanted to. I yeah. probably could have gone a little bit further, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was something to take away from for sure. I mean, that's crazy because, to me, like, you're, you're a big star in our sport. You won the 250 Supercross title. Like, to me, you wouldn't be the guy to be on the line with these guys and be like, holy shit, you're, you're on line with, with, with Eli Tomac and whatever. But you are, I guess. I mean, you're all human, right? But He is one of them. Yeah, yeah. like, to in me, you eyes, are. In our eyes. To me, you are one of them, Justin. So that's funny that you say that. But, yeah, it's cool. You, you know? Yeah, that's the perspective that you have. I mean, yeah. Uh, before I was a Supercross champion, you, you better – before I was even pro, I was watching those guys win championships, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's just a long time coming, and it's – it's just something like getting into the new class. Like that's the premier class. That's just the way yep. you look at it, at least for me. I thought you were really, uh, really well, really good on your fitness in the 452. Like I seem to remember you coming on late and getting some guys. You know, like I thought, like the end of the race, you were still really strong. It wasn't one of those things where the extra five minutes caught up to you. Right. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I felt I felt like I kind of maintained throughout the race, and those 20-minute mains are definitely long. So, yeah, some guys, I felt like I never, like, actually hit a wall and, like, was not able to, like, you know, I never dropped, like, way off the pace. Like, I was able to mm-hmm. maintain through the race. So, that yeah. was, yeah, that was good to see for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Justin Cooper here on the uh, on the Pulp Mech Show, brought to you by Weisco. Uh, please give us a call. Did you get a chance, speaking of, like, looking up to Tomac and these guys, I know he doesn't go out there a lot, but he was out there a little bit. Did you get a chance to pick Eli's brain at all here and there? Like, or have you talked to him since he was injured or anything like that? Um, no, honestly, I haven't. Um, I've only talked to him a few times. He he really does his own thing in, in Colorado, and yep. he does he does come out um, a couple times a year, but for the most part, yeah, he does his own thing and keeps to himself. I feel. So, how intense are the uh, scrimmages in the middle of the week these days? You got you got the chef, so one Moto, got Hayden, got yourself. This this Bennett kid is really good. I didn't know much about him, but yeah. obviously he's really good. Like, uh, you know, Jordan, Jordan too. Jordan can lay it down before he got hurt. Like what's those scrimmages like? Yeah, it's, uh, it's full on for sure. Um, now that we're racing pretty deep, it's, it's obviously not as hectic. Uh, Mm -hmm. we were out a few times a week, but, um, honestly the veteran me is taking over and I've, I've been taking way less chances. (laughs) in Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, definitely learning to, to save it for the races. Let's say that. Yeah, you get like you kind of once you start getting older. I've learned that too. This year, I've, I'd ride one day a week when it got to the season because if you do more than that, you're yeah. just smoked. I mean, we're I'm almost thirty now, Justin. I think you're like two years younger than me or something like that, two or three. So we're not twenty one anymore. Uh, well, even like J Mart, when J Mart wrecked his shoulder at Star, he told me he's like I was trying to keep up with Hayden. Like yeah. I was, I was, oh, really? I was pushing. Either he had just passed Hayden, or Hayden passed him. Hayden wasn't even a pro yet. And he goes, I was doing some stupid jump. Like, you jump up, some sort of step up, Justin. You probably know what I'm talking about, where he crashed. And he was like, I was just, you know, it was the middle of the week, and I was not going to let this kid beat me, or yeah. I was, you know, whatever. And that's when shit happened, huh, Justin? Getting the emotions going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, I've, I've learned to not really let that affect me. Like, there's, there's plenty of days where I'm, I'm not the fastest, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I try to put in, you know, the pace I want to run and the pace I'm comfortable with, and I try to – do what what works for me during the week rather than just you know pull out sprint with you know everyone and and act like it's a race because it, it don't matter and uh, yeah. at the end of the day it's practice and you're and you're trying to practice to be better you know so we made that we made that comment about jimmy d getting pole position and your record we know your record for for fastest qualifier how much do you care about that at this point how much pressure do you feel how much do you care about it you made a joke that you know you did try to get it but like is is that something that's now like in, an indicator of like I'm gonna have a good day or whatever? Like sometimes I see you on your fast laps and I'm like, God, he doesn't look like he's trying that hard, and he's quickest on the board. Just your riding style, the way you are. Like I don't see a lot of send out of you, but dude, you've got send in you because you're getting these fast laps. So how important is it to you? Yeah, it's uh, it's not really too important to me anymore. It used to really. It used to be a way for me to like prove to everyone that I had the speed, but I think uh been doing that lately. Like yeah. it's just it's more important for me for the motos now. But obviously first first gate pick is fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um it gives you first first shot at uh you know, at the gate that, that you think you can get the whole shot from and that's uh always important, especially at some of these races where there's only a few gates that you can, you know, really be at. So 
Other than that, I uh, don't really care for it too much anymore. Okay. Uh, it honestly puts more pressure on me to go do it in the motos. Cause that's, <laughs> that's where I haven't been able to win, you know. Uh, what but, about uh, the – okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Go yeah. ahead. What about the greats? Where are you at with those? We've been ask asking, yeah, that. we've been asking guys all year. Where are you at with that? I'm not, I'm not a fan. No. Uh, <laughs> I think you leave them for supercross, that's okay. But mm-hmm. outdoors, it takes away the, I guess, the technique and a start. Yeah. I, I feel like it levels the playing field. Everyone, you know, is doing the same thing. And I felt like when there was dirt, like there was a – it was cool because you could, like, pack the gate a certain way. You could you could just do a bunch of different things. That yeah. Do you, do you like it better – would you like it better back to dirt and supercross as well? Or like do you not like the greats at all? Um, I think it makes sense in supercross in a way. But at the same time, I feel like it, it causes more carnage because there's a lot more guys there in the first turn, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it levels it out, it makes it that much easier to, to nail your start. So uh, outdoors I think they should be taken away. I don't know why they've moved over to that, but they're not even the same, I feel, as supercross. They're skinnier. Yeah. My my starting blocks are sliding off the sides of them. I know even I feel like you're if you put your um, starting blocks too um, close to your bike, like you can even hit them with your back wheel as you're going out. Right. I feel like that's a possibility. So I'm I'm not a fan. I'm so not a fan. they've left the rut in front the last few races. They thought it would help with separation out of the oh, gate yeah. out of the gate because they were getting some first turn crashes. So they left the rut in front. So when you are on, when you're number one or number two going to the gate, I guess the rut now is more important, huh, Justin, than the great position, or is it? Yeah, not? that's all you're. That's all you're looking at is is the yeah the rut you have in, in front of the gate. But um, yeah, we saw it red, but that didn't work out too well for for <laughs> yeah. That caused a big pile up in, yeah. in the Tuvadima though. So I don't know. It's uh yeah. That's just my thought. I feel like the dirt's definitely better. I'm with you, man. I've been saying on my show for a while. Like I don't, I get it in Supercross because it's a limited time and you yeah. got a lot of starts and you can't fix that grade. And sometimes they're shitty, so I understand it. But outdoors, we got four of these things that you can groom behind there, or, or it's not going to get too deep. Or like I don't know why they did it. Well, they said the teams requested it. That's really? what I was told. The teams requested it, but. Can't you just tell them no? Well, we have plenty of time, too, because, like, Supercross, we go back on the start, yeah. so they can't really groom it. In motocross, yeah. they can groom the start while they're racing, so yeah, it's not that big of a deal. I don't really get it either, Justin, and I'm with you. It takes a lot of the skill away. You guys have whole shot maps. You have lights on for your RPM. You have starting maps. You've got starting blocks. You've got starting hooks. Some people use the rear rear lockdown. Like, come on, man, you know? Rear yeah, lockdown. it's making it like a drag race. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Although you are on a star Yamaha, so that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a plus. <laughs> Rocket ship. Yeah, that's a plus for sure, right? So, all right, I, I, I got to get back on this 2024 thing, Justin. What, like, when do you want to figure this out? Or is talks ongoing now? Like, I feel like you're, you know, one of the guys, like, that's going to, you know, people are going to try to get. Yeah, I think I've got something going on. Okay. Um, oh, there we go. We start, right. We're starting to get in a little yeah, more. Give, yeah. us, give us a yeah. scoop, Justin. Right. Give us a scoop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Read the internet. What do you think? Would, would you sign me if you're I, a team? 100%. I would, well, I would honestly, Dylan was on our show last week, and, you know, he says, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I may retire. Uh, and he was being serious. I know he's talked to some guys, but it sounds like we all know the other Cooper is going there next year. Yeah. And it sounds like Dylan doesn't have anything. Eli's on his own program. I gotta think you're you're there next year. Four fifty supercross, four fifty outdoors. That's what I would do. 
That's just me. But. That's good to hear. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, dude, you're. I think you should have done 450 Supercross all year long. If I was your agent, your dad, I would have said done do 450s all year somehow. But I guess if there's no money, there's no money. What can you do, right? So exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think that you showed enough to, to stay there and get signed oh, yeah. and, and continue on on a Blue Crew bike. So, you know, that's just me. Um, yeah. I'm, okay. We'll work I'm with on. you. Uh, so, and for the record, no MXDN. Wedding. That's it. You're out. Wedding. That's getting married. Yep. Yep. Okay. So that. I don't know how many more times I need to say this, dude. <laughs> I need to post it. I need to make a post about it. Uh, just no MXDN. Just that's all you got. Have say. you gotten flack <laughs> from that? Like WTF? Like like unreasonable fans yelling at you about this? Have you, like I know you had to have because that's the world we live in. It's like fifty fifty. Some people okay. get it. Some people are like, "What? What are you talking about?" You're getting married? That's so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Like you're putting your own life over <laughs> motocross? Like, yeah. no. Well, first of all, you, you it's a dirty little secret. You don't get paid at MXDA, no. and you spend a lot of money. Yeah. You know, exactly. like, that's, like, it's, like, it's awesome to represent your country, but, like, Tomac told me, I mean, he, he's flying a little bit, maybe more more people than Justin, but Tomac told me it's it's 20 grand. No way. Out of his pocket to go to MXDN in Europe. Wow. Yeah. I think there's a small purse money, isn't there, Justin? I think there's a small purse, but I, I don't know much. It's not I much. didn't receive it. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> win, wins donations get paid yeah. zero. Look, you won on American soil. Like, it's pretty awesome. And you're getting married this year. Leave Everybody leave Justin alone. Yeah, let like, him have his life. Right, right. That's he it. deserves it. Right. <laughs> but, dude, I, Thanks, I mean, I've mean, i I've been, I've talked about Cooper Webb to star, you know, for a long time now, and I still get people being like, what are you talking about? So, Justin, you have three times the following I do, ten times the following I do. You're going to be explaining this MXDN thing for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, like, how could, I don't know how you can get the word out to everybody, but because <laughs> even I've done, I've talked, we talked last week on our show, who would you send for Team USA? And we talked about Hayden and we talked about yep. RJ. And then I got a DMs and people saying, you forgot about Cooper, man. Not racing. Yeah. It's like, no. No, I still, I still get it. I still get it to this day. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. That's so, all I hear about. Right. So it's like, I, I don't know how you can get that word out of everybody. I don't know how I can get the word out that Cooper Webb's going to Star Yamaha, et cetera, et cetera. It just happens in this world. Yeah. I don't know. So This industry is smaller than you think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So. Uh, hey man, any other questions for Justin Cooper, Josh? Uh, um, not much. I was gonna ask you just how you like in Tallinnasty. Uh, I I lived there for quite a few years, so I got used to it. Um, it's more of a college town. Just starting to get your home roots there a little bit. Yeah, pretty much. You know how it is. It's pretty quiet here, and uh, I think the most you can do is uh, you know, play golf and and stuff like that. Unless you're a partier, so yeah, <laughs> exactly. Plenty of, plenty of clubs here. So what yeah, what a, town? What course um, you've been going to? mostly i honestly haven't been golfing in a while but uh i've been to golden eagle i've been to hellman uh that's pretty much yeah that's pretty much it summerbrook uh i'm not much of a golfer though so yeah there's just uh, something else to do <laughs> yeah it, it really is but here in the summer i mean it's it's brutally hot right now so yeah there's definitely no there's there's no going golfing right now it's at least you know, in the in the midday heat. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm glad you're liking it. Uh, I like I like Tallahassee, yeah, and I lived there for quite a few years. And how, I did my party in there as an how, as a FSU student. <laughs> so how far do you live from Tallahassee or from the track? Or you can't live in Tallahassee. Is it a far drive from Tallahassee to the to the Gulf? No, it's like 20, 25. Minutes. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's it's like depending oh. on which way you go. Yeah, it's like twenty five minutes if you live on like the outskirts of Tallahassee where I lived. Yeah. If you live downtown Tallahassee, 
like downtown. It's like it could take like 45, 50 minutes. But if you're in the area where a lot of the Moto dudes okay. live, there's stuff it's like to do there. Uh, yeah, stuff it's to do? enough to where you can. Okay. I don't know. I always thought you had to live out in the middle of nowhere because it was somewhere in between. Nowhere was the place to live in between Cali and <laughs> No, it, you can live in the Tallahassee because, uh, like, Justin yeah. probably lives, like, kind of on the outskirts. It's just easy to get so to. So do you connect Atlanta every single time, Justin? Uh, I fly American. I usually go to Charlotte on the East Coast or DFW on okay. Oregon. Okay. That's a little better than you know. You gotta, if you're if you're doing Delta and Tallahassee, yeah. you go to and it's but expensive. That, but it's twenty minutes or something. Oh, it's, minutes, yeah, right? it's not far. It's like thirty-five minutes. Yeah, you're down. That, that would drive yeah, me crazy. 35. Yeah, that would drive me nuts to, to fly thirty-five to connect to go anywhere. Yeah, Tally doesn't you know? go many areas. Right, right. Yeah. Small little airport. Oh, damn. Uh, well, hey man, thanks for the time, Justin. Appreciate it. Uh, this is. This is exciting. You're back in it. RJ's in this thing. Shimoda. I, I, uh, yeah, buckle up, man. Because good. Yeah, this is going to be really great. Because I, I think I could make a case for like each one of you guys winning this title. Like, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got all these things I'm thinking about as a fan or as a media guy, and I'm like, well, this guy's got this, and this guy's got that, and like, yeah, this is going to be a, a quite a barn burner, Justin. So, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah, happy to be a part of this. Um... Yeah, it's gonna. The anticipation is definitely gonna rise with all this. It's uh, a lot. A lot of things got mixed up this last couple weekends. So, yeah, yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna give it everything we got to bring it home. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for the time. Good luck, and uh, we'll see you at the races, man. Thank you. All right. See you guys. All right. See you. Hey. That's Justin Cooper, everybody. Um, yeah. I mean, we haven't talked. To, we didn't talk to fifties yet, but I don't know, man. I. I. I I think Hunter obviously has been the fastest guy, but yeah. now he's got these ribs. We saw him in the first moto and the second moto. Like, he's not 100%. Ribs suck. They don't heal real quick. You might want to look at Hunter Lawrence being back to 100% after the break. Yeah. You know, for Unadilla. But these next two races, I think Hunter, in my mind, is going to have to just sort of finish. Fin it. Yeah. Yeah. Get his points, get yeah. as much as he can. Right. Where... But in the meantime, everyone else is going to be going. Like, it's the same thing. Like, you know, James, it's a different little class, different deal, but Stu in 07, huge points lead, crashes at Washougal, tears his knee up, and then, like, it was Wyndham, Ferry, Alessi, Langston, short. And they got, all got, as soon as Stu went out, the level went up, everyone got blood in the water, yeah. like, I can win this thing. Because when Stu's there, and, like, they're like, yeah. oh, it's not even pointless. Pointless to even try. Yeah, I think I think when you see a guy get hurt like that, you're like, hey, man, this is this is my time, and you ride a little better. Yeah, and you know? it'll be even more impressive, let's say, like, Justin does win. Because mm -hmm. he definitely can, because he's got speed and all that. Yeah. He will win with missing two rounds. Yeah. Like, that's impressive, like being only 20 points down and yeah. being two rounds out. Yeah, I'd like to see the last time. I, well, look, uh, Hunter or Justin Cooper. They're going to have points, no points in two motos. Yeah. I don't know when the last time that happened in a title year. I think he doesn't have points for four motos, does he? Justin? No. Two. I, I must have I read that wrong somewhere. Yeah. Uh, he missed high points. So, um, yeah, lots uh, lots going on. Uh, we got a question uh, on YouTube from Jacob. He wants to know the thoughts on the Starboys running the stag pegs. Stag pegs? Those, uh, those things that come out of the back? Oh, the ankle savers. Ankle savers. Yeah, are they running? Them? No, not ankle savers. They're for your legs. They keep your legs on. They're they're like. Oh, like, those little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, are they running those? Yeah, I haven't even seen that. What? Uh, Col well, you got so much power. You got to hold on. Colton Burbridge wants to know uh, to get Carson Brown on the show before or after Washougal. Yeah, 
Do you see that two-stroke thing going on? Motorsports got that two-stroke. I was going to say we got to talk about that because you'll have to get Carson on because he's going to win. I would like, think so. Just give the money to Carson, right? Yeah, I he's going to win it unless Kenny shows up or I, Kenny can't show up. They didn't homologate the RM two. Oh yeah, so he will. But Carson will probably get top ten. I feel like you think, dude, he's fast on that track. And top he's, ten on a two-stroke up the hill, though. Who's getting tenth know? right now? Phil got tenth last month. Yeah, uh, Phil went twelve something. Uh, tenth is. Um, I will admit, th- yeah. I will admit, the past couple rounds, the 450 class has gotten deeper. Like yeah. obviously, Anderson's not, back. Anderson's back. Like, yeah, yeah, Anderson's back, and you got some more like privateer type riders that yeah. are good. Marsh like, Banks. Yeah, Marsh they're Banks starting to. In. Yeah, like obviously the first like three rounds were among mm-hmm. uh, anyone could have got top yep. ten, but right. not anyone. But like it's way deeper now. Yeah, I want to thank the folks at Michelin by the way. Michelin mountain bike tires are fantastic. I just loaded some DH34s on my mountain bike, so thank you to the folks at Michelin. Starcross six as well. Featuring the Michelin adaptive design, a 16% more traction when new, up to 19% more traction when worn. Thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability. Six versions, sand, mud, medium, soft, medium, hard, and hard versions. Michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle. Whether it's mountain bikes, whether it's dirt bikes, whether it's uh, 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 gold wings, whether it's sport bikes, the street bike stuff, whatever it is, uh, Michelin will have you covered. Thanks to our buddy Randy, by the way, for sending us a great video of our guy Phil this weekend. Uh, Michelin, please check him out if you need a tire for almost anything. The Michelin guys can make a tire for you. We got a question from an Alex Ray. Where does Josh see himself on riders out of Tennessee? You know, ranked all time. <laughs> we got Ram- we, we talked got Ra- about this a little bit in Salt Lake. We got Ramsey. We got Brown. Thrasher. Thrasher. That, yeah, that's top three. That's top three. Are you better than A-Ray? I mean, he's had more, he's had, he's had more uh, success. He's the only one with the factory ride, like, and that's star he's ride. He's got, like, 70 main events, dude. That's the thing. So, we gotta, so you don't have that. I don't have that yet. Right. He's got a, quite a few more years of me of yep. in Supercross and in 450 class. So yep. I think we'll have to give my career, like, two or three more years. And then, and then we'll, we'll judge. See. Okay. Yeah. And Except, then uh, – I think that, uh, that that rock star kid, Cochran, is he not Tennessee? Yes, he, he's going to pass us. He's going to pass all you guys? Yeah, he's, except he, for Brownie and, and Thrasher? Dude, well, he's good. Yeah. He's he's yeah, going to be really good. good. He's yeah. destroying amateurs right now. Right. Because he's, he's, I've seen, we've grown up, I've grown up with him. We won Loretta's the same time. I was standing in his camper okay. at Loretta's when we both won. Wait, Cochran? Yeah. How old is? He was, I was college boy when I won. Okay. He was PW. Jeez. Yeah, that's okay. how – it's crazy how long we've known each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Um, all right, well, so A-Ray's hold on the top five is – He's holding is, in front of me yeah, right now, but, holding in front of me. Right, but okay. I'm catching him. I'm yeah. catching him, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, thanks to Justin Cooper for uh, the time. Uh, Off-Road Warehouse. Get your bike to the track with style and performance from Off-Road Warehouse. Uh, you check out the ORW butt patch on March Banks and Filthy Phil Nicoletti, Kilroy, J-Mart, all those guys, Enzo. Uh, ORW is the place to go for all your truck and off-road accessory needs. they got stores throughout the West Coast and uh, also Arizona and Atlanta out there as well. Pulp MX code to save at offroadwarehouse.com. Uh, they install everything they sell from suspension kits, tires and wheels to steps, bed accessories, and more. Brought to you by ORW, our next guest of the night. Our friend, friend of the show, Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Philip? Hello, Stephen. How are you tonight? <laughs> Thank you for calling in. Do you think A-Ray has Cartwright beat in Tennessee riders? Uh, main event-wise or overall? Just overall wise? being from Tennessee. Like, just in your, in your mind, is A-Ray's career higher than Josh Cartwright's? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Not to throw car right. I mean, at least Ray can say yeah, I wrote for. Him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got that is. ahead of me. I do yeah. have the Lord of yeah, title. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm not saying. Carwright doesn't ride good because he does. Um, I mean, maybe maybe by a slight bit, you know. But okay. then again, I think uh, overall life balance. I think maybe Carwright wins. <laughs> <laughs> like he actually went to college and stuff and everything. Yeah, college, yeah. normal life. You know, just life after racing, kind of. Yeah. You know, but yeah. maybe just strictly dirt bikes. Maybe just a sl- slight edge. Not much. What did you think of the uh, the video that our buddy Randy? Richardson posted from Southwick. <laughs> well, I dance better on that video than I do at weddings or something when that song comes on. Dude. So, uh, yeah. There's a video of him uh, dancing? No. He, he, <laughs> I need to see so, that. So, <laughs> two laps to go or last lap, Philip? I don't. Lap and a half, half lap. I don't, honestly, I can't even remember what it was. I got the two lap boards. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, got, yeah I got the two lap boards. Okay, so. and, then, and then Phil goes down in the Buckley berm. And like his bike's in the banners, and he's struggling to get his bike up, and then he's like falls over, he falls down. Like at this point, it's so hot, you're so tired. Like it's Dude, just I was I was tired. I was like beyond tired. Like I was actually doing okay. I'm like, you know what? Uh, first motor, I kind of struggled a little bit. Made some bike changes for a second one. I was kind of latched on the canning canning for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, banging laps, boom, two twenty three, two twenty threes, and all of a sudden, it got like four laps to go, and I'm like. I can't do it anymore. Like, I just got to <laughs> cruise it in. And then all of a sudden, Butron was coming because I don't know what he took between motos. Uh, something in some concoction from Spain. Because that I need to get sponsorship. Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck it was. But I need some, so I need to talk to him this weekend. Yeah. So he came trucking on through, and then he passed me. So I went back to ninth. But then all of a sudden, I saw Masterpool fading really bad i'm like oh maybe i can do it maybe i can get something <laughs> i just i kind of got a little bit greedy um and i just rushed the corner somehow tapped my shifter hit neutral and i fell down this off camber and when i went to get up again like yeah it just hit me yeah. and um yeah i couldn't feel my <laughs> i couldn't feel my legs and i went to get up <laughs> and i just like dude <laughs> I felt like Lieutenant Dan on um, Forrest Gump. I'm like, what is going on? And I fell over. And then, like, as I'm laying there, I'm looking at Brandon. And mm-hmm. Brandon's like, I thought he's giving me, like, the muscles, you know, like, be strong or yep, whatever. Yep. Well, I, apparently he said he was, like, putting up, like, holding up uh, his pointer fingers to tell me I was still in 11th. But oh, then okay. I, went to, I, I stood up again. I took a step, and I... <laughs> I collapsed again. I'm like, fuck Dude. me, man. Yeah. You know? And I'm like telling myself, like, get up, you pussy. And I'm like, you know what? My old man somewhere along the fence line saying, yeah, that's not my fucking kid. <laughs> you know? I disown him. him. Yeah, I do not know. I don't know that kid. Um, so, yeah, I, I was lucky enough to where some guy had, Picked up my bike, yeah. and but I couldn't, like, dude, I had jello legs. I went to, like, swing my leg over the seat. Could not do it. Couldn't and, do it. Yeah. And then I finally did it, got my bike started, and I just, like, dumped the clutch and, like, whiskeyed on out of there. <laughs> I don't, it was so well, bad. You know, it's, it's, all, it's all this on video? Yeah. I just, so I, the, I, it was unavailable. Oh, it's, oh, it's already gone. The yeah, story's so. gone. Yeah, it was on video. It's on Phil's Instagram, I think. Oh, yeah, good work. Um, yeah, but, yeah. But I think, like, I think, it, like, honestly, like, look, we all laughed at it. All my group texts laughed at it. We had a good time today. <laughs> but, like, you are gnarly. You are tough. And just this is what dirt bike racers go through. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I think that that's a real good, like, indication of how hard you guys are pushing through this stuff. Everybody. I mean, Jet Jet said he was wasted, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yep. everybody. Uh, so. 
I mean, I, I think, you know, obviously I would have been okay if the crash didn't happen, but yep. dude, as soon as you go from, you know, 196 heart rate and you're already a complete failure, you know, just, and I, I, I just, yeah. yeah, like, I don't know how to explain it. You know what I mean? But when you're a complete exhaustion and you're riding a dirt bike, like I can manage a dirt bike, you know, five seconds a lap slower like yeah. I was doing, but as soon as you tip over and then that flow goes away, it's game over. You know, damn. You look drunk. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, literally, drunk. it looked like I just rolled out of the club at three a.m. <laughs> but I just again, yeah. like I think, like again, like fuck, you guys are pushing so hard, man. You're pissing yourself. Hot guys as are, hell. Guys are shitting themselves. Like, all, like you know, <laughs> oh, they are. Yeah. Like this is stuff that happens. This is why know? I don't do outdoors. Right. This is why Cartwright <laughs> does supercross only. You know, <laughs> y'all have fun with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was absolutely brutal and like jet was pretty close almost lapping me the first one and i'm like ah do i let him do it but i'm like no i got too much fucking pride to let this little <laughs> prick get me you know so i did the whole lap but i did it slow obviously but i'm just like ah maybe if i just would have got lapped i could have saved a little more energy here or there but it is it is what it is it was just it was just a gnarly day but i really need to get to the bottom of what the fuck butron did between motos <laughs> It's just, I mean, I don't think, I don't, I, I don't think they got the no, IV thing going in there. I don't no, think. No, 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 it, no. It was no IV going to save him for what he was doing. Like he was like the fucking Terminator. <laughs> he's got. I, I mean, he's thirty three. He's old. Is but, he really? Yeah. yeah. He's, no, yeah. He's a year younger than me. But yeah. Steve, I don't understand. Like he was still doing two twenty fours, two twenty five, two twenty sixes with like two laps to go and just motoring by these people. Yeah, yeah. Wow, like, <laughs> John, I know. I looked at I looked at him in live timing. He was all the way to six. Yeah, yeah. He was so far back. He was twenty fourth, I think, early on. Yeah, dude, yeah. I mean, he went by me, and I, I literally thought to myself, when I'm blacked out out there, I'm like, dude, I need whatever he took. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Or whatever. I don't. I don't I don't know. I'm going to ask him this weekend. He'll yeah. probably act like he doesn't know English. Yeah. Pourquoi? Pourquoi? Yeah. Like, I don't Fine. remember any, like, great, like, Jose Boutron MXGP stories. You know, or he was just yeah. some animal in GPs. Like, I don't remember any of those stories, so who knows? Was he good I in GPs? No yeah, he was good. Yeah. Like, he was, like, a top yeah, 10 yeah. guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was top oh, 10 yeah, MX2 yeah. guy. Yep. He was yeah, uh, factory yeah. Red Bull KTM for oh, really? a couple of years, I think. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, so, well, yeah, damn it. You definitely probably had, yeah, a you know, better scores in you at Southwind, mm -hmm. right? Except for that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, uh, I, yeah. Like I said, I probably should have just, I was just a dumb move, you know. I probably maybe should have not got greedy and tried to push it a little too hard to get master pool because it wouldn't have changed the overall result. I still would have got 10th overall, but, um, yeah, and greed is a, and greed's a bad thing. Wow. So, oh, you're a racer um, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how much, you're a big bike setup guy. Uh, did you do sand testing stuff or do you just stiffen compression, uh, speed up rebound, that type of stuff to your existing moto suspension? Yeah, we had, uh, did quite a, I'd actually changed quite a bit. Uh, I changed different clamps on the weekends. Um, I 24s, I went to 22s, mm -hmm. uh, put a little more nitrogen kind of in my shock to help hold it up in the rollers and stuff. Um, okay. went a little stiffer in the forks. Yeah. I, you kind of have to go a little stiffer. Yeah. Um, to a certain point just because the rollers and the G outs are so gnarly and and Southwick you you are carrying a lot of speed, believe it or not, you know, in certain sections. So um yeah, the high speed stuff is pretty squirrely. You know, right. coming down past the mechanics area and before the finish line, you know. Yeah. Um it's it's not fun, especially when you're tired up. and you're trying to trying to hold this 
450. It looks like straight braking bumps all the way down that straightaway every time. Yeah, it was. It and then I, I actually, uh, Boutron's mechanic was trying to sabotage me. I cooked his <laughs> pit board twice, you know, so I got to have to talk with him as well. Yeah, yeah. listen, listen, buddy. I don't need fucking yeah. any, yeah, I don't need any any help out there. Yeah, he'll, he'll end up saying, yeah, no complaint, no complaint. You know? <laughs> no, <I think laughs> whatever no, those, it is. Those guys are English. The mechanics are English over there. Oh, yeah. they are? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I can tell them what I think about it because I got a bruise <laughs> on my shoulder fucking pit board, you know, uh, but... Phil Micheletti yeah, on the uh, on the uh, Phil on the Pulp Mech Show brought to you by Off Road Warehouse O R W. Um, so no Cartwright, no run-ins with Phil. Like we haven't. No, yeah, okay. he yeah Phil. He was really hoping we had had a run-in. I was yeah. I, you know, we did have a little run-in Cartwright tongue and groove a couple of years ago, tongue? but it was oh. more west more west than me. Oh no, yeah, I don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> At the after party or whatever? The, yeah, 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 oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny, but that was it. It wasn't no on track stuff. Okay, no. All right, all right. Fair no, enough. No. Um, we got a call for you here, Phil from from uh, from Amy. Amy, what's mm-hmm. going on? Hey, I love the show. Happy I got to call in. Thank you. So, Phil, this is my question for you. Um, mm-hmm. I've been a human tough block before racing, and I want to know your opinion on lappers. And do you agree with Jet's comments after Redbud about lappers? I don't know what was Jet's comment about comment. lappers, because he better not be referring to uh, He pretty much said that yeah, when he was coming around, he felt like that's when they decided to put in their heaters, and he thought they ought to throw the blue flag at them. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's uh, lappers are a tough thing in our sport, but uh, it's uh, if you're not in a point-paying position, just please get out of the way. Um, but, I mean, if you're in a full-on battle, it's kind of a catch-22, but you can't disrupt the leaders, you know. Um, but, I mean, lappers make racing, too. There's been a lot of races won and lost because of them. So um, it's part of the excitement. So I don't know how you do it. But if you get lapped once, okay, that's fine. But if you're lapped twice, you should be black flagged. Yeah, I agree. Black flag on two lappers. Two, yeah, two like, laps get, get off. You're you, you're useless out on the track. Just get off the track. You know. <laughs> there, yeah. Get there's off. some lapper people that just do not get out of the way. Love people. I watch. I try to get. Man, as soon as I see them, I'm like getting out of their way. Yeah. I'm like, I'll go off it's, the track. It's funny though. You watch, and some guys like Moran, Starling, they use it to their advantage, man. Dude, they, they do not get over. They zap guys, you know, yep. with the blue flag comes out. So. I don't know. Yeah, which is which is wrong. That should be a penalty in my in my book because, like, dude, you can't pass them when they're just racing normal. So you got to use a blue flag when you're supposed to get out of the leader's way. Like, yeah. to me, that's kind of fucked up, you know. Yeah. So, all right, whatever. Amy, anything else? Hey, I'm just wondering, Steve, what does it smell like there? I'm guessing maybe like slim gyms and some dirty gear, but I'm really curious. Where, like, in the studio? Yeah. No, no, it's, 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 we got, we got, we don't, first of all, it's a Slim Jim free. Yeah, there's no Slim Jims here. Yeah. It smells, it smells very okay. normal. Yeah, no, Pookie's got some air fresheners going on. We're can good. we get some Slim Jims? Yeah. <laughs> we can get our jerky. No one, I was yeah. going to say, it'll smell like our jerky before it smells Perfect. like yeah. Slim Jims. All right, we can get our jerky. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, Phil, you know, you were the last rider on the lead lap at Redbud, too. Ah, uh, yes, I was. As soon as Boutron got lapped, I'm like, ah, sucker. You know? <laughs> uh, I, literally, I think my last lap was like a, almost a three-minute at Redbud because I was the last one out there just kind of waving to some of the fans and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I made it, man. Yeah. Good lap this week. So um, uh, same thing, first moto at Southwick. So do you – so now after, the, after that race, are you taking it easy this week? Do you think a yeah, lot of guys are? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. Um, who knows? Maybe Alden had his guys ride today. I hope yeah. he did. <laughs> um, so, but, yeah, I, I was pretty cooked. Um, 
We got. I'm actually in Charlotte Airport now, heading up to Minneapolis for the FXR ride day tomorrow. Um, so we're going to do that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm really not going to ride this week. We got press day in Millville on Friday, and that'll be pretty much it. So okay. Um, do more damage this week than anything trying to ride. So. Uh, do a couple light spins and yep. yeah, try, try and recover. That was an all-out effort for me anyway. I think for a lot of guys, man. I mean, there was that, that Anton yeah, guy from yeah. Sweden. He said he was passed out after first moto. Yeah, and you can uh, tell yeah. even the g- big guys, like when they're in the podium stuff, like yeah. they're not like pumped or anything. They're just like, give, no. me, water, give me water. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, AC, Anderson, Masterpool, I think everyone was pretty Pretty much wrecked. Anderson's lap times at the end of Moto2 were (laughs) very high. (laughs) You could tell he was in pain. Yeah. He's in pain. Uh, Jason texted me yesterday. He goes, yo, dude, did you pass out in that corner? I said, no, man. I said, I just fell over. But, (laughs) yes, I I did fall again walking back to my motorcycle, but I did not pass out. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I think he passed out on his bike and still finished. Yeah, Yeah, he texted me. He's like, dude, my anchor's still hanging off. I told I was like, my plane couldn't even take off Saturday night because my anchor was still out. <laughs> oh, so. you had a Saturday night flight? Oh, yeah, nice. I got out at 7.30, so it was actually really nice. I yeah. sleep on bed Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, I was quite spoiled. Dang, y'all can, start, y'all can do that, I guess, in outdoors, huh? Yeah, like, y'all sometimes. can get out of there yeah. at night. I, I've been home Saturday night after Red Bud, uh, Lakewood. Not this not this weekend, though, Millville, no. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Shugle, it's easy. Yeah. Oh, Shugle nice. as well. Um, so yeah. yeah, your 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 um your benefactor there, the guy that sponsors you, he he won again. Uh, God, he looks good, Phil. Wow. Yeah, I don't even. I I went back. I watched. Yeah, you know, yep. watch race every week, but I don't even understand. I don't even understand it. You know, um, I talked to Coop today. He doesn't understand. You know, it's just like I don't. know. He can put he, the combos that he was putting together with just rollers and stuff. It's yeah. amazing. You know, um, barely trying. Yeah, I'm just, well, obviously he is trying, yes. but it's just like the way he makes it look. And then you got people like you says, oh, I don't know why it's so hard. And yeah, make it look easy. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I was like, how many fucking people did you say that to this week? Oh, I know. <laughs> nah, uh, Jet was, yeah, jumping into turns, you know, jumping, breaking bumps, just absolutely. Uh, yeah. So yeah, easy on the throttle too, right? Like just so easy yeah. on the throttle. The bike's, the bike's not locking up. The bike's no. not stretched out. Like none of that. No, no. And, and it's hard because like, you know, if Jet wasn't there, Chase would be winning by how many seconds you know what i mean so like you think chase is just like the next best thing which chase is on unreal yeah but just jet is just ah yeah it sucks for chase and i chase will eventually get there i think he's still got to work into some things but um normally you think chase is a smooth crafty rider mm-hmm. but when you compare him to jet it's just like mm, not so much when you compare yeah. him to eli he does yeah you know yeah um yeah, I can't, I can't even watch them. Yeah, I can't. I can't even watch Jet because it's just like that's so far out of my realm. You know, <laughs> I, I, that's I what need Josh to watch. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I need to watch like you know from AP back. You yeah, know, I yeah. can't even say I'm in Frandis or you know sex. I'm like, dude, no, they're in a different. They're on a different fucking planet. Well, so the man child uh, got fifth again in the second moto. Yes, he did, and he rode really good the first moto too. So that was. Uh, yeah, he need, I don't know. He's got to fix that issue or whatever issue the team's got going on or whatever happens in the first moto where Garrett's coming from the back to the front. Um, but I saw Garrett coming the whole first moto, and I'm like, I can't. Yeah, I can't match that speed, and he got me with uh, maybe two laps ago. Oh yeah. Um, and then second moto, yeah, and Butron almost had him in the second moto. 
Like, Boutron worked his way all the way up to Gary. <laughs> Phil, Phil's biggest takeaway from Southwick is Boutron. He's so oh, he's just like <laughs> Boutron. He's going to have dream, nightmares about him. Yeah. Dude, everyone should be wondering what Boutron did to, like, be ready for Sakamoto. <laughs> or he should be studied for, like, a human specimen. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> he's the only one that was as consistent through the whole moto as, like, Jet or Chase. Yeah. Everybody else completely dropped off. You know, I, I, was, I started my column today for Racer X, and I was working on it. I didn't look over look at his lap times. I am going to go look at his lap times now. I want to go. No, check no, go him. look yeah. at his lap times. Yeah. I, have, I still look at him. Have you done the math or talked to Weeds or anybody about the SMX stuff? Like, are you going to be close? Are you going to get into the top 30 any, anyways? Uh, I'm hoping to make top 30. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's the plan. Yeah. So. You're going to screw me I, over, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. Am I? Well, you better sack up and get out there, buddy. You know? <laughs> You're going to pass um, me for 30. He's, Cartwright's yeah. not exactly an outdoor guy. No. So, you, know. <laughs> you would be lapping me probably yeah. well, twice. Not. Moran's race this weekend, too. He didn't score any points either. He, yeah, he didn't no. do That's too a hot. tough beat to, to show up at Southwick to get points and get none. <laughs> yeah. That, that, is, <laughs> that is a tough beat right there. Well, why, would you go to, like, why would he go to Southwick for the first, like, for the first one to do? I don't He's know. He's in man. super crochet. But I, we did talk, like, in that little chat, like, yeah. He said he's like I've got enough people to sign up for his Moran's Mafia stuff yeah. that it was worth going. Right. But so Phil, God, so yeah, care. you should get in. I'm like, not going to Southwick for no point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how much money I'm making, dude. Fuck that. I'm going there. If I'm racing, I'm getting points. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm I'm pulling a hammy if I'm if yeah. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, Phil's at yeah. 47 right now. I think Phil's 47. 47. I'm at 76 points. So he needs 30 points. But I mean, he should be able to get that. What are you right now? 76 points. No, but what position are you? 30th. Oh, you're 30th. 30th oh, yeah. Oh, so he needs 30 points. He needs about 30 points. But yeah. whoever else gets them. But yeah. So well, it's going to be him and there's I think one other guy. That's so yeah, you're Robin. Phil. Robin. Yeah. So yeah, as long as you get like thirty more points, which I'm sure you will in the yeah. next six rounds. Yeah. yeah, you may get and then we gotta, yeah. but, but then we have to race every weekend though, right? For the SMX stuff. Yeah. What do you mean? For the LC for the LCQs? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you, 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 the, the order is set for all three. So you're in three LCQs no matter what. Yeah. Sick dude. <laughs> <laughs> get more money though. Yeah, you get some you could pay it's like you sent me the payout. It's pretty money. good, yeah. yeah. Even if you don't make the top twenty? Yeah, yeah the L C Q payout's good. I think it was like 25, maybe? Did I send it to you? Yeah, you sent it to me, but I, I can't it, remember. Uh, what do you up. mean 25? 2,500? 100. 100. Yeah. For, for, look for at like our, last in the LCQ. Look at our group text, cart right? Yeah, now. I'm looking and, at it And now. see what it says, because I got the payout for the LCQs. Yeah, so 450 LCQ, third place is 2,300, last place is 1,600. So 1,600 for last. In the LCQ, yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> I mean, it's not like, oh, I mean. No, if, Phil's not impressed. He's, yeah, he's like, yeah, no. Mm, yeah, that ain't that great, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you contractually obliged to do it via Club MX if you do make it? Uh, contractually, no. But <laughs> okay. honestly, I would. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'd, I'll take I'd a spot. I'll take a spot. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm hoping to like. So yeah, that ain't that won't be bad. No, I'd right. be okay. Yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah. Especially Charlotte. Show up, you can drive home at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd exactly. be sick. No, that that'd be cool. I'm into it. Um, yeah, I did. I didn't really think it. It's always hard because I don't. I'm not going to ride 450 Supercross anymore. And the 250 stuff, I like that because it's yep. a little easier on me and my body at this point in my career. So, um, yeah, I need to. I think I would have been. It would even been better if I could have done the first three nationals. Mm -hmm. Obviously, then I don't think I really would have had a problem doing it, mm -hmm. getting in. Um, so yeah, I gotta work on that for next I, year. I know we ask you this 
every time we have you on. But are you 100% yet? Do you feel as good as – I mean, as look, you've, you've had seasons where you got fifth overall, sixth overall. Like, so mm-hmm. you have been – you know, you've been on the box. So I'm not even saying, like, do you feel as good as that? But do you feel – are you still have work to go, or you feel all right physically wise? Yeah, no, I still. I mean, I still have work. I mean, if I was fully fit, that would happen. Me doing my fucking dance would have never happened. You know? <laughs> I've, I've raced, I've raced races just as bad as that, and been totally fine. I guess, yeah, yeah. I just haven't had been able to log time. I mean, you look at Anderson and AC; like they've been kind of racing all year. I mean, Anderson was here for a couple of weeks, yeah. but um, dude, I was out for three and a half, four months, so it's hard to get that back. But well, I get back to 2018 and that no, no i don't yeah. i don't think i'll ever get back to that you know i mean that's i was still a kid back then but um i'd still would like to end up being you know seven seven consistently again you know i think that's still realistic but i yeah i, I know i still got some work to do but i might you know my body or me just might not be able to do that anymore you know yeah. i don't i don't know it's a tough pill to swallow because i still think of that you know, a few years ago. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It's a harsh reality, to be honest. Right, right. Yeah. Getting, o- yeah. getting old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like I said, if, if I can still stay competitive and still hover around the top ten, kind of like what I'm doing, it's for me it's worth it. Because I, even though Southwick was absolutely miserable, I still – as fucked up as it sounds, I love that feeling. Right. You know, yeah. it sucks. I only made about eighteen hundred dollars, but I love that feeling. You know, um, so yeah. So we'll see. You know. Um, um, uh, by the way, ORW bringing you Phil Nicoletti on the uh, on the Pulp MX show. Uh, please check out offroadwarehouse dot com. Pulp MX code to save. Uh, Phil um, uh, Enzo, uh, what what did you think of Enzo's uh, World Supercross ride? And you talked to him obviously since he came back and all that. So how was that? Yeah, yeah, no, he. I mean, for what it was, I mean, he just. I mean, I think everyone kind of knows he dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, um, yeah. He's going to go in for surgery tomorrow. Oh snap! Um, okay. Get it fixed. Uh, yeah, same same thing as his other shoulder that he did in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so it should be, you know. No, I'm, I'm not really, but it should be around 60 days um, that okay. maybe you can kind of get back on a bike. So hopefully it doesn't put too much um, damage on the world supercross thing. But in in the end, AMA supercross yeah. is yeah. quite more important. So yep. um going to have to wait and see. But so he's going to have yeah, two I mean, weeks, two weeks-ish to get ready. Yeah, yeah that's tough. I didn't know he was getting surgery. Yeah. That's kind of gnarly. I, I think Phil just broke that news on our show. He's probably going to get in trouble now. <laughs> Nah, yeah, I don't care. I can get why because he's got that surgery, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not like he's racing outdoors anyway. He's got three months till he races. Yeah, again, so. yeah, um, yeah. So I, yeah, he's gonna get it fixed, and um, yeah, I think um, I think we all know AMA Supercross is the end goal for next mm-hmm. year. So whatever to be right for that is the best way to go. Well, listen, uh, Cartwright, if you end up going to Germany with club guys again, you know, tell them to throw some parts of Phil's on your bike, you know? Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah, a little better. Yeah. My bike's stock. <laughs> <laughs> that, that bike, that Yamaha doesn't need any more power or anything. No, my, uh, my bike, uh, no, you do need a little more power for the start of the national. I will say that. But yeah. uh, for a Supercross track, no. <laughs> yeah. You do not. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was good. What, um. When are we going to start fixing these first corners, Steve? Uh, I don't know. I was just talking to Justin Cooper about the grates and the ruts out of the first turn, leaving the, or out of the grate, leaving those, and how that was for him. He didn't like it. Yeah. Do you, like, do you like the grates on the dirt or on like, no, the hours? 
I hate the grades. They suck, you know? Yeah. Um, and they're super narrow. You can't really move right. around. I don't know. Yeah, just, they're not insane. comfortable. I saw on your Instagram, you almost went down. The guy said, good save. He had on camera. Yeah. Yeah. If, you yeah. Go, yeah. if you go back and watch the first moto, you can see Anderson just fully cut over, and he's up on the – like, he pushed me – NAC up onto the grass. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, dude, where are you going? You know? <laughs> He's looking for where? a smooth line. Right? Yeah. I, I'm like, no, dude, not. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah. I almost went down in the second motor. I was really close. Um, yeah. I hate, yeah. Like I said, I hate sketchy first corners. Mm-hmm. You just, there's no reason for it, you know? Well, this, you weekend, this, weekend, this weekend, you got quite a one coming up. <laughs> I know. Millville sucks, too. You know, I tell Alex and his dad I hate that fucking first corner. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, little sketchy, for sure. Oh, yeah, it's miserable. It's, it's, so. it's not easy. Uh, big, you know? uh, big filthy fans at Southwick? A lot of fans, bro? Those are your people. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I mean, a lot of New England people... I mean, I think just through the years, um, but yeah, there was there was a lot of fans. It was actually quite awesome. So um, right. yeah, I just uh, wish I could have sealed the top ten. But like Coop said, ran out of fucking talent. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you make a Coop and KTM splitting, or what can you tell uh, us publicly? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't really know. To be okay, honest. all right. He doesn't I know. Uh-huh. I know. I know. I know nothing. All I know is that. Uh, I think it was for the better, and I think oh, they did a good thing. Yep. <laughs> I think it was, it was uh, for the better. They both did wonderful things together, and it was time to go separate ways. Right, right. You know? yeah. so, oh, shit. Uh, I'm excited yeah. to see him at Stark because yeah. he, from the second he went to KTM, everyone's been like, we want him back on Star. We want to see him back on a yeah. Yami. Like, just that bike. Is he, well, he, like, obviously, the, fact, the factory Yamaha he sucked on like yeah. because the bike was shit. Yeah. Like, if, everyone sucked on it. But when Star took it over... It just blew he, it up. He's not going to – well, he's probably already ridden the 23 Yamaha. But when he gets on the 23 Yamaha, he's going to not believe the difference between his old factory bike and yeah. this star bike, you yeah. know, I think. Yeah. I think is, he, is he actually going to star, though? <laughs> I mean – Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, Phil. No, he's, uh, he's going to be, okay, he's gonna be a t- teammate oh, with Benny I mean, as I beta. I heard Ducati, but I didn't know if that <laughs> okay. was – Yeah, I heard Ducati, yeah, too. I actually heard Hey, that, somewhere yeah. out there, the Ducati one got legit enough where I was getting tagged on, on social stuff. <laughs> the <Wow>. picture? <laughs> Of the oh, bike, there, was there a picture too? Of the bike, it's not. I think it's a. I think it's like a right. seven KTM. Or right, right. Like, yeah, I, 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 I was like, no, people, no, no. Coop's not going to the Cotty. <laughs> uh, we got a question for you here, Phil from uh, from Garrett. Yeah. Garrett, what's up? What's your uh, Phil Nicoletti question? Hey, so Phil, taking a picture here mm-hmm. for you. You just went one one at Southwick, right? Just imagine you did that. You pull off the track, and your mechanic has the audacity. To not have your water bottle open for you post race, how are you going to reply to that, dude? That, if I went one at the way that he was and everything, I went one one. I wouldn't even go to the podium. I'm going back to the truck, dude, for an ice bath. <laughs> you know, I'm bypassing everyone. I could, I barely stop for my mechanic at the end of the second moto. Like that, no. <laughs> to pick no. him up. I, yeah. I, I didn't see this, Garrett. I don't know what you're. I didn't watch the end of the moto. I guess, or I didn't catch my eye or something so i don't know like what happened what people are giving jet a bunch of crap because he was saying why the fuck isn't my water bottle open oh for me when he got off the track and people are freaking out but it's like hey you just went one one it's hot it's humid well he deserves that dude your heart rate like phil said your heart rate's 200 yeah Um, i don't think they understand sparkles in your eyes yeah like just can't see yeah like yeah like you had one job for 36 minutes to make sure when he got off the track the water bottle <laughs> <capsule open>. <laughs> <laughs> right 
open the fucking water bottle. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I didn't. I, I guess I gotta, gotta go back and watch it. I don't yeah, put I any, see that. Anybody that happens after the race, like yeah, whatever. I, yeah. I never watched the like when they're like right. filming them so cl- like second they come off the track, yeah. they're like filming them ads. Like dude, they're like dying they, right they there. want the drama. The, the yeah. TV crew wants drama, which is what we do nowadays. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, thanks, Garrett. Thanks but, for the call. Yeah, the uh, low key. Kind of cool. I, I didn't know this, but Brandon had mentioned it um, and Mike. But so they brought Garrett over to the podium after second moto because he got fifth or whatever. But like, yeah, our team doesn't know. So like, we don't have a mule down. You know, they do have a mule, but they like they don't have like a podium yeah. cooler with waters and ice. So like, Garrett did not want to go to the podium. They're like, hey, you need to go. He's like, no, I'm not fucking going there. Like, I'm going back to the rig. I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> you know, he's like, fuck you guys. And like, they ended up forcing him over there. But he went over there. No water, no nothing, you know, but Jet actually got up, walked over, and gave him three water bottles. Oh, you okay. Know, like you see yeah. him over there stroking out like <laughs> no one else over there. The game <laughs> but the dude that just did an hour worth of red zone walked over and got him water. So, so uh, yeah, which yeah. was actually kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, exactly, right? You know, um, I mean, Jet's still a prick, but right. that's nice. <laughs> Obviously, hey, we're coming up with, uh, we're calling Lars Van Berkel next. Uh, the Dutch beach racer that did Southwick on Saturday and Gopher on Sunday. You've done Gopher. Yeah. Can you believe yep. this guy? Yeah, God bless. There's no way, man. There's no, <laughs> no. way. No. Like, not only that, okay, riding Gopher is one thing, but driving the Gopher. Yeah, I no. drove, yeah. After Southwick. Yeah. Yeah, that's a ways. Like, I'm out on that. He, got, he, went, he went 4-2 at Gopher. Know. Yeah. Yeah, I would not, I would not want to do that, but yeah, I saw he went four two, which is actually pretty solid. So, I mean, I don't know how good that makes Canada look, but it's okay. How, do we know if Moff's all right? <laughs> do we know? Yeah, I talked I talked to Moff today. He's okay. okay. He hit his head a little bit. Okay. Um, but he was a little, he's a little bummed. He kind of tossed it away, you know. Yeah, it looked yeah. like he yeah could, had the win, right? And Dylan. Yeah, you know. he kind of had the win. I mean, Dylan was coming, but I think Moff kind of fell apart just a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the beginning, Moff was riding really well. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, would have been okay. It was actually, you know, talking uh, his nations for Team Canada here not too long ago with the Canadian team manager and. Mm-hmm. Asking who they take and whatnot, so quite it, quite interesting. Do they want to go? I mean, is people going? Is that happening? I don't even know. What do you mean? Is it happening? Like, dude, you never know with fucking Canada. Yeah. You just, dude, they it's, got it's, fundraisers the whole nine. How okay. do I know more about your stupid country than you? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just never like. I never feel like the Canadian team is safe for those nations until they're actually going. You never know. Dude, screw Unless, the Canadians. You know, like like wow. like. Does Dylan want to go? I, I don't know. Well, does, you know. I mean, I would assume. I mean, I mean, but the problem is when. Team Canada shows up, and then their past team managers or whoever was there puts their guys, makes them miss the wrong practice. Yeah, you know? oh, I, I know. That. Yeah, yeah, we had that also. Uh, yeah, who would you, you know. send, Dylan, Jess, or Sean? Jess, <sighs> and who's well, going to 250? You, you, you have to no. send no right, no, right, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to send the two champions, and then it comes down to Sean and Jess. Uh, yeah, Sean or Jess, but at the moment you have to go Jess because at least he's won some motos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean's riding good. Like I will admit, like he's riding better this year than yeah. I've seen the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But like he's looking a lot better. But I think Jess is right now just younger, yeah. quicker. Well, T Dags is always there. Dude, T Dags is always ready. He's always ready, and he'll do actually better. I feel like at donations than like a lot of them, just because he's the vet. Yeah, maybe. Who T Dags? Yeah, T Dags. 
Maybe not like not as good as like right, but dude, I think T Dag just flopped at every designation there is, isn't hasn't there or no? No, he said he didn't ride well last year, uh, but he's had a few good ones. Yeah, he's 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 had up and down ones for sure. He's done thirteen of them or something. I don't know, (laughs) eleven. And there's also yeah, and and then I mean Benoit as well. So Benoit, I mean he at least he's let. Yeah. Led one a qualifier and stuff, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, they got a couple good choices. And then, so kind of for Team USA, you send Sexton, or does he not go? I say he doesn't go. So people are telling me the Honda would let him go and send him and all that. I don't think so. I don't think he would go. So then you send yeah. AP and Barsha if he's up to speed, and then whoever wins two fifties. Mm, yeah, yeah. Do you, put, do you put RJ on a four fifty? Hmm. I don't think RJ beats AP. But you go AP, RJ, and, and I, I don't mind the bar. I don't mind the Barsha one. Barsha, yeah. AP, Aiden. That'd be pretty sick. You know he's going to be. You know uh, that um, Barsha will be. I think he'll be right up to speed whenever he gets back. You know, when's he yeah, supposed yeah, to be back? Yeah, not only that, and then if he does SMX, he'll be get a couple races under his belt, so he'd be ready to rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. you know, okay. yeah, I like that team. AP, Barsha. And, um, Hayden. Hayden. Or, Hayden. I would go just whoever wins the 250s, whatever top American. Yeah. Not necessarily yeah. Hayden, but I would go – well, Justin Cooper's not going, but I would go – if RJ beats Hayden, send RJ. or Whoever is the top American in 250s. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But at the moment, yeah, you got I mean, you got to look at – you know, got to go Hayden at the moment. Yeah. You know, yeah. Love RJ, but you no. can't go – so I agree. No, Hayden's. Uh, I don't think the pressure. I don't think any of that will get to. Hayden. No, he's, he's solid. solid. Yeah, everyone's like waiting for him to break. Right, but I did. He's solid. Yep, yep. Uh, before we let you go, Phil, let's uh, let's bring our next guest on here. He uh, he's the Dutch beach racer, Lars Van Berkel. What's up, Lars? Bit sore, bit sore, but all good. <laughs> <laughs> bit sore. Imagine that. Did you did you happen to see? Hey, we got Phil Nicoletti on the line. Did you happen to see Philip in the second moto at all? Laying there? Yeah, I saw him the last lap. <laughs> I saw he. I think he crashed, and then uh, I saw that he had his goggles off. So I thought he was a bit winded. This might take to finally uh, pass him one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, hey, Lars. Uh, Phil was wondering about Butron and his second moto, and what Butron was on because he was unbelievable. Yeah, he did really good. Uh, he, um, I also saw the results when I was finally in the car driving. So, uh, yeah, he's doing really good here. I think he's a bit more used to the humidity, or at least the temperatures, because he's from the south of Spain. Maybe. But, yeah, uh, yeah he was Jeez. killing it. I uh, Like sixth place and uh, not being left, that's... Uh, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Not being loud. He went from <laughs> six from like fifteenth though. That was that's the fucking kicker. Like he passed. So I gotta put my fingers out quickly because I. Not here. Can you repeat that? What's that, Lars? Yeah, I have to take my earplugs out. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Take them out. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, there we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he went from like Phil is saying he went from like fifteenth to sixth. Yeah, I saw him in the first lap. Like he was right in front of me, and um, yeah, that's what lost what I saw of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really killed it. He's. Uh, I know that he wasn't a real sand rider when he was racing the GPs. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was uh, killing it. Yeah, yeah, really. I cannot say. I cannot say less or more. He was really doing really well. Lars, if mm. Phil next year, if Phil can't get a, cl- a ride at club. Do you have any? Is there any Dutch beach 
sand race, beach race sand teams that will have Phil. No, there's not a fucking chance, man. There's not a down. <laughs> well, I'm the question. Does he want to do it or not? Yeah. No. No, fuck that. <laughs> Just two hours on a wide open down a beach, Phil, and then you got to make a right turn, and then you guys got whoops, and then no. it zigzags all the right, way down. Right. No, no, no. The yeah. only time I'll go to a beach is with my lawn chair and a couple cores lights and some wine. Okay, all right. Know? A couple right. Bud Lights right here. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Bud Lights. Whatever. Uh, I don't care. Anything but a fucking beach race. <laughs> uh, well, Phil, well, thanks hey. for the support, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Philip, we'll let you go. Uh, thank you for calling in. Uh, good job at Southwick. And, um, yeah, Millville this weekend. We'll, we will see you there, man. Okay, perfect. Sounds good. Hey, and good job on the doubleheader van. Thank you, man. It was rough, yeah. but uh, I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Diggs, boys. Hey, uh, Phil, Diggs said he yeah. slept all day today. Diggs said he just he, slept. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure he worked so hard this weekend. No, <laughs> Lars slept all day today. Oh, oh, I thought you said Diggs said, oh, yeah, of course he did. <laughs> Dude, I'm actually surprised your body, like, I like after Celtic Saturday, I, it was probably the worst night of sleep I've ever had just because I was so wrecked. I'm actually surprised you're able to sleep okay, you know? Yeah, dude, I didn't sleep eh, really well. <laughs> like, l- last night, I slept so bad. I was, like, laying on the couch a bit yeah. today. Oh. Kept oh, I can my recovery cycle, but I'm I'm like a wreck today. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. It's like whenever you overexert yourself, it's so hard to sleep that next night. I don't know why, but it's yeah. kind of yeah, it's shitty. So, do you, do you um, have any advice yeah. for Lars for for Sandalee? He's staying up there, Phil. Uh, yeah, actually, I heard he was doing. Sand- I like Sandalee. It's a good track, but it's not uh, it's not as sandy as you think. You know, um, it's got a hard super base. tight. Uh, it's kind of tight, like. Uh, kind of like Southwick, you know, all the S corners and stuff. But um, yeah. yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not super sandy. It's actually one of my favorite tracks up there, even though it's treated. Sandalee's treated me very, very badly over the years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah. a video of that today. I was I was looking it up on YouTube, oh. and I saw that yeah. one like script with uh, with Dylan. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, that yeah. was Sandalee, right? Yeah, yeah, that was Sandalee. Correct. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If you watch the year before that, there's another one with the 800. You'd probably like that. <laughs> I was about to, I was about to say the Alessi situation. Yeah, Lars, well, study the uh, 2020 Sandalee yeah. National. No, I think. 20, I think 19. 2019. 2019. Yeah. 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 Study the 2019 yeah. one. Um, yeah. All right. I'll put it on YouTube tonight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Oh, Thanks, Philip. Appreciate it. All right. Sounds good, boys. See ya. All right. Thank you. See you, Phil. Uh, ORW bringing yeah. you uh, Phil Nicoletti on the show. And Brian bringing you uh, Lars Van Berkel is Renegade Race Fuels. RenegadeRaceFuel.com for more information. Justin Brayton, Dean Wilson, uh, Will Hahn. A lot of guys winning championships and winning races with the folks at uh, Renegade Race Fuels. They're, they're your guide and partner to get the whole shot and be the first one to the checkers. They offer real octane and not overhyped marketing. Bullcrap. Uh, Renegade makes fuel for everything across the board. Uh, um, really high-end, expensive stuff. Really uh, good uh, l- good grade, uh, mid-grade fuel as well. So please check out RenegadeRaceFuel.com. they got fuel that will, ser- that will serve your budget. Lars, thank you for calling in. Good job, man. That's Solid. awesome. Yeah. You're a beast. Lars, good. good yeah. Sometimes I'm missing you, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's Derek's phone. Derek's phone, just shitty, you know? Yeah, I've seen we're in the middle of nowhere here, man. It's, uh, I think it's losing signal all the time. <laughs> uh, what, what race was tougher, Southwick or Gopher? For me, to be honest, and I think you'll be surprised by that, but I'd, I have to say Southwick just yeah. because of the, 
just because of the humidity. Uh-huh. And I have to be honest as well, I'm riding a private deal bike in America, and which is fully stock. And I thought I was not so handicapped with that. Mm-hmm. But when I stepped on the bike of Derek, I was like blown away. I was like, dang, I've been, I've been riding <laughs> a bike that I've been underpowered with a lot. So uh, I think that makes riding also easier in the sand because you can just play with your throttle and can just jump the bumps. Mm. And um, yeah, that makes it a, a bit easier. And the temperature was lower, of course. Yeah, it got some yeah. rain, right? There's some rain at, at Gopher? Yeah. yeah. I, did, I didn't know it could rain around this time around here. <laughs> but, uh, we had some rain the first moto, and the second moto, 250, it was also raining a lot. So uh, yeah, I was happy with that. I was almost doing rain dancing to get, <laughs> to get some fresh air. Uh, unbelievable. So I did a privateer podcast with Lars earlier this week, and I, I was saying you should do go for the next day, and 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 then I was kind of half joking, but half serious because look, Lars is a beach racer; he's good in the sand. And then, uh, yeah, it all worked out. Derek Schuster from Gopher Dunes Honda got him a bike, uh, uh, and and it all worked out. It's really cool, really neat deal, Lars, that this worked out. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. It's. Uh... Well, to be honest, when I stepped in the car to drive here, I was rethinking my decision a few times. <laughs> but uh, I'm really happy now. It's uh, it all yeah, was really nice, and uh, we're all happy now. So yeah. <laughs> that was a good deal. Thanks. Yeah. So you put your suspension and bars on on Gopher Dunes Honda. Was that how it worked out, or like how much did you how much did you make the bike your own? The Canadian bike. So they asked me uh, what uh, gearing I rode and bars and everything, mm-hmm. and then I just took my own suspension and a fuel tank because I'm riding a slightly bigger fuel tank, like one and a half liter bigger. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you need that here on a, in a sand track. And um, yeah, we put that in a rental car. We picked up a rental car like at Albany with me and uh, me and Corey. Mm-hmm. And then um, yeah, because you you let me sitting, you didn't come with me. You <laughs> yeah, man, I was not doing the drive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah, we put the suspension in here in the morning when I was when I was actually still sleeping on the couch. Uh, Tanner, he put the suspension in and the tank on, and then uh, we did a few small, real small changes after uh, free practice, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it all went from there. Nice, nice. Yeah, four two on the day, third overall at Gopher. Uh, and then it's at Southwick sixteen fifteen as well. So, dude, that's that's awesome. You're having a hell of a time, hell of vacation. You you loved it so much. You're staying this week. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Well, uh, me and Corey had a talk after the podium uh, because yeah, my yeah, my bike was pretty much falling apart. We really like without a joke. We had to cut our chain like five minutes before uh, first call because <laughs> it was too stretched. Yeah. And yeah. I'm doing private as well, so I only had one chain, and we couldn't find it during the week, an extra one. So he had to, I don't know how you call this machine, but he had to cut it. And then uh, he knew he had one chance, and if he would have fucked that up, <laughs> no <laughs> I would have been on the line the second moto. Yeah. So, But it worked out well. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, we did the moto, and I finished 16, 15 in the wick. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, to be honest, I wasn't too happy with it. Just because I was smoked, but yeah, yeah. yeah, riding the bike of Derek the day after, I also know it's a bit of a power thing, because yeah, it makes it a lot easier if you have some extra yeah. power on the bike. Yeah, but, so this uh, was a test bike yeah, of theirs, it was, right? Yeah. It had a little, had a few motor mods, the Gopher Dunes bike. Yeah, well, yeah. actually, it was Derek's bike. <laughs> He's been riding, <laughs> so he, he ran it in quite well, and uh, I think it had an ECU and race fuel and yeah, ignition. Yeah. 
but he he told me it was not that special. But uh, I came <laughs> off the track, and the only thing I could say was like, "Dude, this thing rips." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure it's set up perfectly for Gopher. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Yeah. Um, so what? Yeah, well, with my suspension, I was a bit curious before because mm-hmm. I with I changed suspension guys in Europe um, just after I did some sand races, so I pretty much only did halfback with it. So I was a bit nervous because I didn't feel my suspension so good this week. But I think that was also like a power thing because if you shut off the gas and your bike breaks very hard, yep. the front end goes down. But by here, I could just stay on the throttle and uh, it was all good. So <laughs> was set up right. And so what, who did they say, hey, you want to stay for Sandalee? Like, how did that come about? How did Derek, what did uh, what did that happen? Yeah, so, yeah, as you could see on the videos, maybe they were all super excited. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they know Sandalee was closer to where Corey lives. And, um, yeah, Corey was only going to make the trip to Millville if I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just as I said, if we are doing it so privateer style that it's very difficult to turn down another opportunity to ride for a team like that here in Canada. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it looks like that we're going to do a send the lead. And, yeah, it's it's 20 hours from Corey's place to, to Millville. Uh-huh. And we are literally sitting in. <laughs> yeah, we have to drive that because I cannot yeah. send Corey out alone there. Right. So uh, that would be 40 hours drive up and down because I have to fly back on Monday yeah. from Corey's place. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then the guys here, they... Yeah, they welcomed me so nicely on on the Sunday. It was a short welcome, but uh, yeah. a really good one. And then they say, "Yeah, you can stay here." And uh, yeah, <laughs> so and you're you at go You're in Cortland at Gopher Dunes right now. I'm laying at the same couch now as I slept on Sunday a few hours before the moto. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I I never met Lars. Right, I did this podcast yeah. with him, and he seemed like a nice guy. And then when I hit the Gopher Dunes up, Derek and Noof. I'm like, I don't know, man. He seems like a good guy. He seems normal. Like, he doesn't seem like a serial yeah. killer or anything. <laughs> That's all they were going on. Like, me saying, I think the guy seems cool. It's like, we hope Steve <laughs> knows what he's talking about. I know, right? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then they told me that they, they had a great time and they really liked working with you. So, who gets more credit, though? Noof or, or Derek? Who gets more credit? Because what are we thinking? Oh, I have to be very precise now, eh? Yeah, you do, because <laughs> well, Noof, Noof well, is taking a lot of credit, you know? Noof? Noof was staying on the on the driveway with a iPhone light, like sync, signaling us to take the other driveway. <laughs> and then we came into the house at like it was three fifteen. So yeah, it was a crazy trip. And then Noof said, uh, "Yeah, this is Derek." Like he pointed at his room. Yeah. And Derek looks at me, and goes, "Hey guys, nice to meet you." And he just turned around <laughs> and <kept> sleeping. <laughs> and we crashed on the couch. And, yeah, you know, like, on a couch, you cannot really sleep, like, in a bed yeah. if you do at midnight. Right. And then in the morning, we, we spoke, like, two minutes again. He made me some coffee, Derek. And, uh, yeah, he has to win the whole race here as well. So uh, Yeah, he's the promoter, I really right? I really only got yeah. to talk with him at the evening. So you got in from, from Southwick at 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. So and then you race practice at 8 a.m. or whatever? That's gnarly. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I I underestimated the trip a little bit. (laughs) I know to I know to do back to back races, but then of course in Southwick we had to clean the bike first. Yeah. Then we had to take the suspension out, tank off. Yeah. Then we had to put it all in the van, and I decided together with Corey to rent a car at Albany because Mm -hmm. yeah, if we have to take the van, you cannot really sleep, and your knees are all bent up. Yeah, yeah. So that's not going to work. So we went to Albany, had to wait there quite a bit for the car. yeah, parked the van there, and then we drove to uh, yeah to Canada. 
And then I only fell asleep like at one o'clock or something oh. with uh, the chair all the way up yeah. to the back. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Corey said, "We're here," and that's <laughs> when uh, <laughs> when we arrived. Dude. And then I did some sleeping, and I thought I could sleep until nine o'clock. But then I actually don't know who who opened the door, but he said like, "Lars, you have to come to a riders meeting." <laughs> and I think that was like riders seven forty-five. Yeah. Dude, I was I was wrecked. I was like, dude, what do I get myself into again? <laughs> I would have told him I am not coming to riders meeting registration. Yeah. Call me when my practice is about to be on the line in ten minutes. Well, it was it was cool because the Gopher Dunes took care of the registration form. They took care of everything. That's like, good. It, yeah, they really like. Go, they're, you know, Schuster, Derek yeah. Schuster's a good dude. Like yeah. that whole crew over there is really good. How about that Dylan Wright kid? Not bad, huh, Lars? No, he's uh, he's Canadian, right? <laughs> no, yeah. He's, uh, yeah. I didn't know him so much. I one time met him really shortly at uh, Paris Supercross. Okay. Because he rode for the team that I'm doing the beach racing for. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he, he came up directly to me when I came under the under the tent in the morning, mm-hmm. and we briefly spoke a little bit, also after practice. Yeah. Then between moto, he goes really uh, focused, so he didn't speak too much, and then. Yeah, after the finish, he was so pumped also for me. And then uh, we hang out, we, we checked the bikes of the father of uh, of Derek. We did actually also um, a lap with, uh, well, I call it a mule, but apparently it's a side-by-side <laughs> over the track. So we had some, uh, yeah, we had some good times. Good. And, uh, yeah. He's a really nice guy. And, uh, dude, he smoked me the second moto. Yeah, he, he's good there, man. He's uh, definitely the, the next yeah. thing in Canada, right? Like yeah. He stays there because he makes money, but he's a world-class racer. Dylan is so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He uh, he has the style and the fitness and uh, also some balls. So that's uh, yeah. I'm really curious what he can do in AMAs because I've seen him in some GPs. And I know I think he has yep. top ten right. Yeah, yeah he's like seventh. But, uh, he's got yeah, seventh he's, before. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's really good. So did you do you do you compare Gopher to Lomo? I don't know if you ever raced Lomo or rode Lomo. I'm sure you did at some point. Do you? I consider them pretty similar. Yeah, it's. Um, yeah, I think track-wise, it's quite yeah. similar. Of course, you have two days in the GP, so when you start on a Sunday at the GP, yeah. we've got these big dumps already. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have also sometimes the heat in Lomo, but it's not that warm with humidity. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's so different. Of course, you've got different level of riders. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's... Um, I really like this track here. It's got more flow, so it suited me better than, uh, sure. than, than Southwick. But um, yeah, I, I would say this track is better. Um, I really like this track. <laughs> yeah. Did, how were the Canadian fans? Did they know about you? Did they, you know, like, did they ask about you, or did they, you know, how were the fans? Well, uh, the coolest thing was there was some Dutch guys showing oh, up in shit. the morning. Well, really? All of a sudden, they started to speak some Dutch to me, oh. <laughs> and then uh, that guy grew up like five kilometers from my house. Ended up being the father of Julie Van Berg. No way. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, he was like, hey, Yoki, which is Dutch for like, hey, guy. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes like, hey, some Dutch guy here. I hope you do good today. But all that in Dutch. So I was like blown away. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Cool. More Dutch yeah. people. Yeah, but the Canadian fans were really, really supportive. Apparently, they also, well, they, they start cheering me on the second motor because... They saw this guy that they never heard of with a high number and yeah. almost no logos on the shit. <laughs> yeah. Like doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, and they were all like asking goggles after the after the podium and like giving me props and hope yeah. yeah, they told me I hope you come back. So uh, no, they were really nice to me. Me and Corey we were walking back and we was yeah, really blown away by the reaction. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Look at this. Yeah, this Cana- Canadians fans are fun, especially yeah. you need to try go to Deschambeau. 
in Quebec. Because oh, Quebec, the Quebec yeah. fans yeah. are wild in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. How far is that from here? Because I looked. Well, I looked at the maps today mm-hmm. where I actually am. But <laughs> dude, this has been such a crazy weekend. Like I've yeah. been here <laughs> twelve hours after I arrived here. I was standing on the podium. And, <laughs> That's awesome. And, like, Derek is reintroducing me to a lot of people today because, well, I met them, but I just yeah. completely forgot their name. Or right. I didn't know who was whose fiancé or whose wife or daughter. Right, right. <laughs> I didn't know who was who. So, uh, yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been special. It's cool, man. Yeah, and we, we, got, uh, we got some tear-offs coming to you from Johnny Knowles at Scott. So you're going to be dialed in for, for, for some product for this weekend. So... Um, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. We're this is the whole thing. I'm glad it happened. It's really cool. It went from a stupid yeah, idea yeah. on yeah, a podcast show fun. to this. You know. Yeah. So how did you expect me to go? Do like you thought I was just going to be top ten? Or no, I like I, I just want him on the bike. Or what did you think about this whole thing? When I'm going to hook me up with this. I'm going to put a text out tomorrow about the, the kind of how it came together. I screenshot our our conversations, and I said to those guys. Hey, top five guaranteed. Yeah. I said guaranteed top five. You know, he's he's a Dutch beach racer. I mean, look at what you're doing in America, right? Like, I, yeah. So I said top five for sure. Did I don't think that you were going to be at second in a moto, but I if you if you finish anywhere third to five, um, I would not have been surprised, man. I mean, look, you're a great racer. You can see it. And then you add in that gopher. I mean, gopher is sad. It's not like Southwick, you know. So I thought you would do really yeah. well. I really did. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I knew, well, that this track would suit me better than mm-hmm. Southwick, I think. Yep. But, yeah, I didn't know how my body was going to be after Southwick with the humidity because, like, in the in the winter season, and that's maybe why I can so easily say yes to something like this. Like, I do three or two days uh, back-to-back practice, like hours motors, like one and a half hour per day, yep. and then and do that. But then I don't have to travel. I don't have to heat. And it's training. It's not racing. So, um, yeah, that's why I made mm-hmm. the decision easily. But, yeah, then uh, I had to bite the second mode a little bit. But when I was a second, I was speaking to myself like, dude, you're not going to give this away. You're going <laughs> to make them proud. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was nice. It's it, really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. No, it's great. Renegade Race Fuels bringing you Lars Van Berkel here on the show. He did the double. He, he did Southwick. He did Gopher. Good God. That, that, that's, that's gnarly. Uh, RenegadeRaceFuel.com for more information uh from uh from those guys so yeah really cool idea really great to do um did you feel like how like uh, look you told me you said something on social media about you got felt like you got hit by a train and then like digger dig said you slept all day today but like were you okay or did you think it got a little scary with physical conditioning were you that tired or were you like just tired tired like how close did you push yourself lars yeah, I went deep. Like the, <laughs> the, the, the Saturday, I like I was a bit pissed on myself after the moto. Uh-huh. But yeah, I now know that also comes a little bit from from the bike that it's not so easy to ride like a stock bike there. Yeah. And then Corey asked me like within a minute after the moto because I was just sitting there trying to cool down. He was like, "You still want to go to Canada?" And at that moment, I was like, dude, what do I have to do? <laughs> but then I cooled down a little bit, and I said, okay, just let's do it. Like, what do I have to lose? I have literally nothing to lose. Like, I told them before, like, I'm not going to be in great shape. And then, yeah, we drove it all the way. That was also, like, a big trip. Yeah. And then um, I felt a bit flat all day. Mm-hmm. Like, after time practice, I went back on my couch and slept a little bit. I tried to drink and eat as much as possible. But I felt really flat all day. 
And I also saw my heart rate that I was like 10 to 15 heartbeats lower. So that means you're really, mm-hmm. you're really low in, in, in energy. But um, yeah, it was enough to finish second at Moto. So yeah. uh, I, I'm a bit known for being able to dig deep and taking more out of the body than yeah. sometimes is possible. But um, yeah, today I really got some sore legs. Like yesterday <laughs> I felt quite physically okay. I was just really tired. Yeah. But today I'm, yeah, like I told you, like yeah. feeling like uh, wrecked by a train. <laughs> well, you know what's cool too is so when I texted Derek Schuster and Noof and was like, hey, this guy wants to come out. Do you have anything for him? You can pit off to the side of the truck. But I said, can you give him like uh, water and a place to pit? You know what I mean? All the yeah, stuff that a guy needs. Stuff. Dude, they didn't even hesitate. They, Derek was like, yeah, he's in. And then I thought you were going to bring your own bike. And then next thing I know, they said, we got a test bike for him. We have a mechanic for him. It was just really cool that Gopher Dunes Honda guys didn't even hesitate. They wow. were just like, well, they were in. So Good for them. Yeah, that's cool. Like When you gave me the number of Derek, I, I texted him because you told me, like, yeah, they, they will give you a pl- place to pit yeah. and some parts. But, yeah, I looked at Corio Car- already, and I knew that, yeah, I, I had to do a Southwick race first. Yeah. Then Corio was normally, have, he had to work because he's a cop, so I had to work on Sunday. So that meant, like, I had to drive out there all alone. Mm-hmm. So I said to, I texted Derek, actually, I said, thanks for the opportunity, but this is going to be too much if I have to drive there myself, yeah. be mechanicing myself, yeah. ride a stock bike that I've been riding the day before, so I have to prep that. And, well, Derek didn't reach out to me, but 10 minutes later, uh, Ryan called Noof. me up, yeah. And he said, like, dude, what can I, um, what if we give you a mechanic? And I said, well, that's really nice. That changed the situation already. But still, my bike is going to be wrecked after Southwick. Yeah. So don't you have, like, a bike somewhere laying out? You must have a bike that that's better prepared than than my mate's bike. Yeah. And then they say, like, let's go. Let's, I'll call you back in an hour. But apparently, Derek already told, like, let's get this guy over here. We'll that's give him cool. anything he needs. Yeah. So, of course, 10 minutes later, before I'm... Because well, I was on the way to the compound practicing. Yeah. And then... Uh, he called me back to say, Look, we've got everything you need. Just come out and just come out. Yeah. <laughs> drive down there. <laughs> we'll be here in seven and a half hours. We'll give you anything you need and um, just uh, just do it and see where you end up. You, we don't have expectations. Just come and do your best. And, uh, well, that ended up really nice. Yeah. That's good. It's a good story. That's an awesome story. Love it. Love it, man. Uh, thanks for calling in. How, how, what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, I'm surprised how much the media picks it up. Like, I saw Race Rakes posting about it. Of yeah. course, you did it. And then even Hunter, like, he texted me that um, that some mates of him, like, telling him, like, dude, what's going on with this guy? He did two days in a row. And for me, like, I always, like, I did quite some things like this in Europe a few times. Yeah. Like, racing back-to-back days, uh-huh. of course, not humidity. But I think it's so cool that now the media picks it up, and all of a sudden it feels like I'm almost a hero, but I'm just <laughs> doing what I can normally do. <laughs> well, I just think, like, even Phil, like, I was talking to Cooper Webb and Phil today, and they're just like, fuck that. Yeah. They're like, I would never do that. Like, It's, it's the Iron Man story. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no one does that here. Like, no. when you do that, people notice. Yeah, so, normal. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, th- that's what I told you on the podcast before. Like, I always had to beg for a, for a motor to my parents. And, like, I, I even had a full-time job. So when they offer you a ride, like in Canada, like, it's the factory team here. Yeah. So when you, they give you an opportunity like that, and, yeah, I'm, I'm dumb to not take it. So I'm taking an opportunity, and I'd rather fail by trying than, than having to say, like, yeah, I, I didn't try. Yeah. Because, well, 
you you get uh, you get tired, but next in a week you feel good again. Yeah, but, um, yeah. And, and you got That's memories, man. You got great want. memories, yeah. and you've met all these people. You know what I mean? And all of that, you met these great people. You got memories of racing in Canada and U.S. Yeah, some experiences. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Well, congratulations, Lars. That's cool. I'm glad it worked out. Really happy for you and the Gopher Dunes Honda. Thanks to those guys and 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 everybody else that pulled together to make this happen. Yeah, so. thank you, thank you. Uh, it really, really cool. Uh, thank you for the thank you for calling in. Thanks for the time tonight. Uh, so you're done. You're going home after Sandalee. Yeah, so I'm staying here this week at Derek's house. Yep, and uh, going to do some practice here. Okay. I go to uh, Sandalee, and then I have to do uh, the German series again. Yep, but uh, yeah, I know you're connected. So whenever. Uh, a new idea pops in your head yeah. doing a race or a GNC or whatever. Yeah. You've got my number now. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm up for things. So, well, uh, well, hopefully I can one day have a bike like this in uh, in the AMA Nationals yeah. and, and redo this trip. There but, you go. Um, and then Anaheim. Yeah, Anaheim uh, Supercross. Anaheim won. Anaheim won, Lars. <laughs> yeah. If they put a few fan sections in. Tampa. Just come <laughs> no, to Tampa. Uh, or say I, Daytona. Uh, I'm... I'm too old, man, for Supercross, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank well, you. I've been yeah. thinking about Daytona, but that would be uh, fun. I think yeah. that's too risky for me. Yeah, probably. You got real money to make racing beach races. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think you overlooked that because only if you win Le Touquet, you make big money. But if you just the salaries, I think a random AMA 250 guy makes a lot more money by winning one race. Than I make in a whole season. Okay, so all right. It's, <laughs> okay, yeah, it's uh, it's it. That's what I try to tell everybody. Like in Europe, it's so different in America. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, I get gear from every like from O'Neill hooked me up with new gear. Mm-hmm. Scope hooks me up. Bell is helping out, but in Europe, it's just different. Yeah. It's like yeah, of course you got all the countries, so they have to like it's pretty much like a state championship here, mm-hmm. and they have to make all the separations um, and diverse it up. Yep. But here it's just one big country, and if you show, you uh, you get stuff, money, and uh, <laughs> and, and products, and rides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and rides and everything. No, you're right. I, I, You know, yeah, it's definitely more stuff flows over here. You know, Josh here is, you know, he's a main event Supercross guy, and, yeah, he's a privateer guy, and he makes pretty good money, yeah. you know? Um, so Yeah, he's also full-time working, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah full-time job. Yeah, I, I, I remember I, uh, I replied on one of his Facebook, po- uh, Facebook posts, that uh, I told him, like, oh, you're doing good, man. I used to do it a couple of years ago, and uh, I loved it. And I think he liked it back or something. So, uh, oh, nice. I've, yeah, I've been uh, paying attention to that all. So, uh, good job, man. Well, I appreciate it. Good job doing that, dude. You did the Iron Man. That's, yeah. that's so impressive. That's You're good in my books. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks. So, how do you do that with practice during during the winter? Like, you go practice at night, or you can just take days off, or you just do race by race? No, I work uh, IT, like computers. So I can work yeah. remote. So I just take my computer to the track. So you literally go between motos. You do mm-hmm. like uh, little work. work. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go figure. That's sick. Um, <laughs> good job. Uh, good job to you, Lars. Uh, thanks for the time and congrats, man. It's really cool. I'll, I'll be following you this weekend. I'll be at Melville, but I'm going to check out Sandalee timing and scoring and all of that. So um, should be fun, man. Good job. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. No problem. All right. See you, Lars. See you, Lars. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Lars Van Berkel, everybody. Brought to you by Renegade Race Fuel. Nice guy. Really cool guy. Very gnarly guy. Yeah. Very nice guy. You know, I had him on the podcast. I never talked to him before. I had him on the podcast last week, and I'm like, this guy's funny. Yeah. He's funny. He's he's 28 years old or whatever. Yeah, and he's just having a time of his life. 
And I'm like, well, shit, if you're a sand guy, I know this place called Gopher Dudes. So. I, like, I, I saw that video of, like, uh, Gopher, Dude, Gopher guys and all that. Yeah. Giving high fives and everything. They all just looked so pumped. Yeah. It would just looked like yeah. a good time. It's just, you know what? It's also, and you know from Racing Canada, that's the... That's the Canadians, it. man. It's yeah. just, you can walk, like, I've literally walked from the Cowie factory rig yeah. out into the GDR factory rig yeah. into the, like, because no. everyone's just friends. Yeah, everyone's, it's cool. It's definitely more laid back up there, yeah. you know. All right, we're going to take a commercial break here. Jason Thomas coming up, Seth Hammaker as well uh, on the Pulp Mech Show, and uh, Josh Cartwright. We're going to talk to Josh about some World Supercross stuff and uh, working for a living, Pulp LCQ race, and more. Uh, we've got the x Brown Goggle Tariffs, got a Race Tech Rant. Motorsport.com, tweet at Talon Segment, and more. We'll be right back after this, everybody. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even want to come on tonight. At Motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PulpMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, 
Check out motorsport.com and uh, ask them to see the worst connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. Pulp MX20, the code to save. With over 80 years experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CV4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGO. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Target Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Cole Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Diallo, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jen Ferrandis, and I choose OGO. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. 
The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win. Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line, and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com slash motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons.
At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line, and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com slash motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, 
radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And they, the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGF. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Stargate Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Cole Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Diallo, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrandis, and I choose OGO. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. With over 80 years experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CV4 thermal protection line. 
WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by Decal Works. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, all on board with us. Uh, thanks to Lars Van Berkel, Justin Cooper, and, of course, our buddy Phil Nicoletti for giving us some time tonight on the on the show. Lots to talk about. Hey, Jason Thomas coming up right away as well. 7 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at EVS Sports, the original protective gear company. They're protecting champions and riders for over 30 years and don't plan to stop anytime soon. The code is PULP30 to save on the same protective gear that pros like Hampshire, Chisholm, Hodges, Pastrana all wear every day. EVS Sports, we are protection. EVS-sports.com. Cartwright, do you ever use EVS? I actually did. I used to use them, but I am now an asterisk. 
Oh, you use the knee stuff for them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I use, but I actually use the EVS's chest detector. And, oh, uh, yeah. Also. Taz, they used, I broke mine in uh, one of the rounds this year, uh-huh. and I called him up, and then I go over to RJ, and he hooked it up with another one. Oh, nice. So it was good. Oh, RJ gave it to you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. EVS-sports.com, chest protectors at uh, RJ, and uh, Cartwright, you've used over the years. Uh, Pulp 30 is the code to save. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com as well. Job of the week. Job of the week. Uh, CNC programmer machinist. Something you could do, probably. Sounds like it. All right. Pull your mic a little closer if you can. Okay. Uh, at XC Gear, job category is uh, manufacturing and production. Salary range 65K to 80K. Ideal candidate would be experienced in solid works and cam works proficient with G code. G code. Yeah. I've actually never heard of it. Okay. Well, Mark's G code. Mark's is a coder. Not unfamiliar. Yeah. Well, honestly, 3D probably, printers, Haas, 5-axis CNC mills. Jesus. I don't have any of that, by the way. But they're looking for a, a full-time job. It's uh, based out of Mississippi for XC Gear, CNC programmer machinist. Uh, great job uh, for people down there to, to grab. Also, um, uh, if you want to get find somebody in, in the industry and your company out there, contact MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com to uh, put your job up there. And it is the first and only job board, but specifically for the motorcycle industry. Uh, try him again, uh, Talon. He, I texted with him. I called him twice. I was going to text him right now. Yeah. Well, what's going on with JT? Leaving us on red. Yeah, really, right? Uh, that Ber- Van Burkle, Lars Van Burkle, cool kid, huh? Really cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool to get him, get him to see his story, see how he did that Iron Man and all that, because yeah. doing that is no joke. What did you do? What team did you ride for up there? PRMX. PRMX, yeah. Yep. Okay, that's right. Uh, and one year? Two, well, two I did years. two years up there. Right, two fifty class, four fifty. Yeah, I so meant. I did. Yep. I did nineteen two fifty season on Yamahas with EBR. Okay, and then went with Julian for nineteen motocross. Yep, and then did the Supercross season, and then did kind of the same thing the next year. Like okay, Supercross outdoors, and then I podiumed the Supercross series. Oh right, last right, twenty one. Right. Yep. Um. And that was, uh, was that COVID stuff or no? That was COVID stuff. Yeah. yeah. It so was they, a cosplay, yeah. yeah, it wasn't, Canada was gnarly with that stuff. and It was bad. Yeah, we didn't have a fun time. We were lucky we got over, like the border right yep. then. Because like when we got over, it was me and Matthias Jorgensen. We went over at like midnight, some random one. But apparently like Dakota Alex was supposed to come over. He got denied at one. Yeah. And then went to another one to try again. They said... We see you tried already. If you try again, we're going to ban you for five years. Yeah. So yeah. that during COVID, it was just who you got. Yeah, who you got at the, at the border, who yep. wanted to let you in, right? Um, yeah, crazy stuff. MTX Braking. Uh, some of you guys have been using the code at mtxbraking.com. Uh, Pulpamex is an introductory uh, deal right now with at mtxbraking.com. These are mountain bike uh, pads. Uh, I've used them. They have race uh, red compound, race ones, gold uh, for the other compound. And, um, yeah, man, it's fantastic. If you have a mountain bike and look for brake pads, I'm telling you, put these MTX braking pads in. You'll notice a difference right away. Inspired by motocross and power sports, they brought better braking tech into brake pads for mountain and road bikes. Make your mountain bikes better, more power, better modulation while remaining dead silent. Thank you to MTX braking for coming on board. Use the code PULPMX at mtxbraking.com. Get yourself some mountain bike pads. I'm telling you, these things are great. Get the red ones. They may wear a little quicker, but they're better. Uh, so thanks to those guys for coming on board. Seth Hammaker as well, coming up here. But first, uh, from Fly Racing, flyracing.com. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? It's Seth Hammaker. Hammaker? Hammaker. Hammaker. He's making ham? Hammaker. Hammaker, yeah. I, I asked him this specifically because I was like, there's no way. 
there's no way it's Handmaker. And he's like, yep, sure is. I'm like, okay. Okay, all right, yeah. Good enough. Hey, he's been doing good since he came back. Really good job for him. Yeah, yeah, that was impressive. To jump into a series that everybody's already up to speed and has momentum. Yep. And to be where he's at is uh, that's really impressive. Absolutely. Hey, let's just get right into the expert on goggle tariffs. Let's just do that right now while we have JT on do the it. line with Josh Cartwright. What up, JT? What's up, Josh? JT's my, uh... It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. What are you, on a racetrack or something, JT? What, what are you doing? No, there's just a street bike going by. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Uh, Freddie Norn, Kyle Chisholm. The list is long of great privateers that have worn X-Brand Goggles. The Lucid Goggles, fantastic. And uh, please check those guys out if you can. Uh, Pulp Show 23 is the code to save at eksbrand.com. These are uh, X-Brand tear-off questions, Cartwright. So you have 30 seconds to answer these things. It's submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar with him? Uh, I've heard of the name. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do this, Marks. Steven. Yep. More impressive. Jets win at Southwick or Van Burkle back-to-back races at the Wick and go for Dunes. Oh, that's easy. What is it? Van Burkle. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Yeah, Van Burkle. All right. That's a cool story. Yeah. Really, really neat. Yeah, it just yeah. takes it over. All right. Josh, how do you teach a riding style like Jets and Sextons compared to a Tomac or Barsha? There is way more just fluid and perfect motion, or perfect picture perfect, where Tomac is just a bulldog, just goes through the bumps. It's not even there, where they just know how to finesse their way around but the track. But how do you teach it is the question. Oh, that they teach it. <laughs> Put, from early. <laughs> early, 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 because once you get away from bad form, you're gone. Yeah. Like me. All right. <laughs> like you. 21 seconds. JT, when you think of 4th of July, what's the first thing you think of? Fireworks and how much he takes them. All right. <laughs> Listen, I got a lot of people, and I'm, be- I'm being dead serious here. 75% of the people agreed with me on my DMs. I was. Yeah, how many of them live in America? Like they don't, think, they don't like fireworks? Who doesn't like fireworks? Fireworks are fine, but the four hours of fireworks and then and then like the Baghdad bombing going yeah. off for hours and hours is a little much. A little bit. Yeah, but most, of the people, most of the people that like don't agree with you just are like shaking their head and keep moving. <laughs> you're, you're only hearing from the people that agree with well, you. They're like, yeah, I feel the same way too. I hate America. It's not, you don't hate America. There's nothing against that. Yeah. I know, but it's like. This is a tradition. This is a celebration of America's birthday. Like, okay, but like everything, it's yeah. gotten out of hand. It's just gotten out of well, hand. Well, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. You don't like it. I'm I'm sorry. Like, a lot of people do. And I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't if – you, if you think the tradition of people lighting off fireworks at their leisure on 4th of July is going to change, good luck to you. All right, next question. Um, Josh, what's – I don't know. I don't know. Who did I ask a question to last? Uh, G- it was Steve. No, it was Steve. It was Steve, right? Yeah. All right. So, Steve, percentage pie of how many riders on Saturday graduated high school? Um, five percent, two percent. Is that? Well, do you, do you count high school? GED? Yeah, you high school is a little GED? different because you got right. you got on track school, you got yeah. GED, you got like right. online stuff that like. I guess I was thinking of like the actual school, yeah, like, like actual cap school. and gown, pretty low, probably pretty low. Yeah, Josh, 
What's the last meeting you attended that should have been an email? <laughs> yes, yes uh, probably last week. They're just one of our meetings that we got at work. They yep. just We got together, and it took like 10 minutes. It was like, yeah, we could have done this in an email. JT, what about you? Last meeting that you attended that could have been done on email? Uh, I had a really important meeting today, so it wasn't that one, but it was probably all of the ones before that. Okay. <laughs> JT, why does the 450 suit Jet so much better than the 250 did? Because his riding style is one that utilizes low RPM and lots of momentum, and he can make the most of 450 power where most most riders can't. Um, I think if you look at like high revving riders, for the most part, they can use a 250 and ride it at a really high RPM, and that works. Where Jet, he's so fluid and so just naturally gifted when it's time to accelerate he can make the most of it on a 450 and it's really hard to describe but just watching him like watch him on a 250 he's a two-time national champion but i don't think he was like a dominant 250 national champion at times he won overalls by going 2-2 and all these mathematical equations to get the overall on a 450 you're seeing what superior and elite riding style will accomplish and it's it's a problem okay, 50, for everybody. 54 seconds. Okay. Don't care. Right. Steve. Yep. Will Webb's second coming as star be shooting or falling? Uh, shooting. Shooting. I think he does well. Yeah. I, I don't. Does he win a Supercross title? I don't know. Like that's not my definition of. We'll see after the first year, but I think yeah. he's gonna. I think he's gonna be lethal. I think he wins races and he's in the mix, right? Yeah, I think so, he's gonna be lethal. Yep. Josh. Favorite and least favorite thing about World Supercross? Favorite thing is going to just going to be, be going to different countries and seeing and exploring because I've never been out of the country to Europe other than like one or two times. Um, least favorite thing is the three moto back to back to back format. That's awful, <laughs> awful. All right, last one, JT. If you had gotten a degree in college, what would you have pursued? Uh, it would have been some sort of business management, business administration, something like that. That's super versatile. What's going on in the streets of Boise? Like, is there, is there, what, what's going on? I don't know. He's like a dive I don't car. know, man. It's just a, it's, there was an ambulance. Now there's a police car. I don't <laughs> know. Sorry. Boise is there. Was kids running? Is it the purge? Like, is it the purge? Well, quit asking. It, he it might he be. Muted himself. It might be. <laughs> okay. Boise well, known for its crime. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's the X Brand Goggle Terrace, right? <laughs> we do. X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Okay, JT, so I was, uh, Cartwright, I'll get you involved in this too. I was talking with a factory rider via text, and they told me Hunter Lawrence has this thing. It's no problem. He, he's he been the fastest guy. Yeah, but you can't say it's uh, no problem. Okay, I'm just, he's, he's just going to pick up winning. <laughs> he's going to pick up winning overalls and winning motos. I don't see and it. He probably will. He probably will. But I, the question is when. When's he going to be back? Like, when's he not going to be hurt? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like, when's he going to be back to 100%? Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Like, it, he doesn't even have the point suite anymore. So to say that it's no problem to me is, is being a little bit silly. Like, I don't think anybody's arguing that he's the best rider. But I can tell you lots of times that the best rider didn't end up being champion. Okay. Yeah. Cartwright, what do you think? Yeah, it just depends on when he – when if he was 100% right now, like right now for the rest of the season, I think yeah. he'd pretty much have it in the bag because – He's kind of like his brother. He's kind of just waxing them all. Um, but I think now that 
you see he's behind and there's more people close, I think he's going to light a fire in all their asses and they're going to be like, oh, dude, we can get them. And he's going to get more people competing against them. Okay, do you – I'll start with you, Josh. Do you think Hayden – obviously he's the points leader. Yeah. Is, is he the favorite to win? I think he's the second favorite after I think, Hunter. I think after Hunter. Okay. Because and but I agree, I agree with that. Yeah, like okay. and I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, he's a rookie, he's gonna break. It man, it's he's one of the sh- kind of strongest rookies I've seen in a while. To where he just he hasn't broke yet. He hasn't yeah. done those stupid rookie mistakes where he goes balls out at the beginning yeah. and then dies. Like he's kind of just been solid. Don't you think that's common? My, my only problem. Okay, go ahead. You know, as you say, my only problem is is the no problem comment. That's it. Like, I agree that Hunter's the best rider. I agree that Hunter's the favorite. But to say it's no problem when you're not, you don't even have the red plate to me is like, eh, I don't think I can go there. Like, I, I don't see. Like, it, it it has not been a good couple of weeks for Hunter Lawrence, and things have changed. The momentum has shifted. He's not healthy. We'll see when he gets healthy. No one's arguing like that. He's to me, the best rider in the class. He's proven that all year long, but it's a much more of an uphill climb than it was. Like everybody, this was a foregone conclusion a couple weeks ago, and that that has changed. Okay, all right. So why, I don't think it's like recency bias here, but I know he's behind in the points, but I kind of like Justin Cooper after Hunter. I agree. What about RJ? Too many mistakes, yeah. too much RJ. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, but it's tight, like – there's there's four guys in this thing now. Yeah, I agree with the Cooper thing. I was gonna say twenty two back. Cooper's yeah, twenty two back. I was gonna say something like where like he can put it together now that once he gets back in shape after missing those that round, not mm-hmm. in shape, but like just yeah. getting completely healed. Like yep. he's got the speed. Because and the consistency. Right. When does Cooper ever like throw it away? He doesn't. I mean, you have, well, okay, but <laughs> if you have a criticism of Justin Cooper, it's like he only has four overall wins. In, in his career, yes, really, it's crazy, huh? But he's got eight million podiums. He's yeah, there though. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. So to me, Cooper is going to be there every week now, mm-hmm. and I still think Hayden might have some rookie mistakes. This feel like to me, it feels a little bit like 2007 450 class, where somebody's going to catch fire at the end. Okay. Like it's it's just a smorgasbord of people all in the mix, and then somebody's going to get hot like GL did down the stretch and take charge. I don't know. It could be Hunter again. Like, Hunter, to me, is the most likely candidate, but I think somebody's going to break out here in the, in the final few races and win this thing. Yeah. I feel like Hunter will be 100% when we come to Unadilla. Where's Shimoda? You know? Yeah, he needs a break now. Uh, Shimoda's 198. 20, yeah. 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 I put him and Hampshire kind of in the same boat, like, with, like, Yes, could they be there and win? Yes, but like you just don't know about this year. I, they, he RJ, seems like RJ Joe seems off. Points out, I think. Yeah, he's still there. RJ is gonna. This is gonna absolutely be thrilling with RJ. Yeah, if you're an RJ fan, he's either just. I mean, it's gonna be on <laughs> or off. Off. Oh, it's gonna be on. <laughs> and he just may be upside down. It's still gonna be on though. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. Yes, it'll be fun to watch. You know what I mean? So. Um, he's got experience yeah. more than over all these other guys, but you wouldn't know it. And you know, you know, he's he understands like this is his chance. He's back in this thing now. Yeah, everybody. They all are. Well, everybody relevant felt like, man, it's over. Hunter mm-hmm. checked out. Like we blew it. We let this thing get away from us, and now it's it's back. Like it's 
right, everything's right in front of them again. Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't yeah, wait. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Millville's going to be sick. Well, all that. Yeah, yeah. It's got a Hunter's really got a tough this tough, tough these next two weeks out. I don't. Yeah. Ribs are danger. Ribs are gnarly. You know, they're not a good feeling. Hard to breathe. Yeah, and with Deegan, I will admit this weekend was a rookie weekend. I feel like, I, or I, I guess he came back from something like that, but he didn't get like a po- or oh, he did get a podium, didn't he? Overall, what uh, Deegan? Not in Southwick. Yeah, he did. He wasn't podium, was he? No, four ten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so like there was the rookie mistake that ten. You think? Okay. Just I mean that's one. Yeah. I mean I haven't seen many this year though, so right. that's the thing that I'm saying that he could go all the way, but right. it's definitely fifty fifty. You just never know. I think I think Hunter still got it. I'm I maybe not as fan as the uh, of it as the factory guy was. I was talking with, but uh, I think Cooper's next to me. Yeah, I but agree. I don't know. Maybe I gotta quit doubting Hayden. I agree. You know. I mean, I've been doing it all year, kind of, where I'm like, oh, shit. You, you, put, yeah. you put Justin ahead of Hayden? I do. Yeah, I think Hayden. Oh, wow. Because I, I just think. If he's 100%. Justin's just going to be there every single week, and I'm still waiting for but Hayden. You know, you know Hayden's only missed the podium twice all season, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, no, yeah. I know. That's why I'm saying I he's solid. You're, I, I think you're getting a little bit of recency bias from Southwick, where he knew he wasn't going to be very good. Mm-hmm. He's been fantastic outside of that. Like, And, and I had to go look at. Quentin Fowler sent all this stats package to us, and you look at the numbers, Hayden's stats are unbelievable. Like, first lap position, average moto finish, average overall finish. You're just like, wow, this kid is really good. Yep. Um, and, I, I, yeah, I, I give him a lot of credit, man. It's, it's better than I would have thought. And maybe it shouldn't be better than I thought because he's your points leader. Yeah, yeah. No. I just think, uh, yeah, well, well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, he's been great all year. Yeah. I just think maybe that – Maybe Justin's experience and sort of, cl- I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just going to be. Justin's got to find we're... a way to win overall. Yeah. yeah. That's the, if he can do that, I'm, I'm on board. But like you said, he's won four overall. And it's been years of podium finishes. And he hasn't been, like, he hasn't stepped up and been like, yep, now's my time. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy. You yeah. Know, like that's, that's the step he needs to take, in my opinion, if he wants to be champ. Yeah, yeah. Well, it should be great. Yeah. This is. We'll see. Great. I think we'll see in the after the next three three rounds. We'll kind of see who's gonna take it over. Yeah, the the last three: Unadilla, Buds Creek, Ironman. Great tracks, mm-hmm. you know. Um, when he when when he crashed, think about that crash he had at Washougal when he hurt his hand really bad. And you were on it, Steve. You said, "I think he's hurt. I think he hurt his thumb." He could have beat Jet that summer. Like I think he was on his way. I really do. Yeah. Because he was checked out in that moto. He had all the momentum. The points were shifting, and then he wads it up up horsepower hill, and then everything went sideways after that. Yeah, like two laps to go too. Yeah, something he was like gone. That. Yeah, like Jed had already relented. You know that that race yeah. was over, and that was going into a break. Yep. like that would have completely changed the outlook of that series. So uh, JT Fly Racing, big big news this week, or is this right? Like, can we? Yeah, I don't know. No. For you, yes. For the public, no. Oh. Not not yet. Oh, we got a we got an embargo. Yeah, yeah, we got a little oh NDA, little embargo going on. Oh my god, <laughs> unbelievable! Yep, it's oh, only yeah. a week though. Are we like signing someone big? Like, what's oh, going it's on? A week. Uh, it's only a week. Okay, I can handle. Yeah, that. it's only a week. I'm yep. still going to complain about it, but. <laughs> Yeah, we know. Yep. Uh, all right, Fly Racing, Fly Racing USA. Big things coming from those guys. Uh, all right, JT, thanks for calling, man. All right, guys. All right, see you. See you. That's, uh, that's Jason Thomas, everybody. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Race Tech, rant of the night. <clears throat> I still need to think of my rant. Pulp 23 is the code to save. I kind of had a 
little one loaded, but um, I thought this one would be better from Toby. Email from Toby. Let's see it. Uh, Pulp 23 is the code to say with Racetech, Motorwork, suspension work. You know the drill. Have you ever used Racetech stuff? You ever, you uh, ever I haven't. used it over the years? Uh, Racetech.com, they're doing motors for some privateer teams like as well that. now. And, uh, and, of course, suspension work, of course. Uh, Toby sent this in. Okay. My Racetech rant is the riders that are sponsored by the energy drinks that make promo videos and pretend to take a sip of the drink. I know they're on strict diets and energy drinks aren't healthy, but they're paid thousands by these companies. Can they not take an actual sip of the drink for the sake of the promotional video? What harm is a sip of energy drink going to do? <laughs> Such a bad look for the companies when the athletes won't even drink the smallest amount of their product. I love Dean Wilson and his content, but he's the first rider that springs to mind. Fucking get that mouth open and get all that <laughs> shit down, you Dino. The amount of money these companies pump into the sport, it's the least the riders could do. So, I don't really know what he's talking about, the promo videos, and they don't drink them. Like, what, where's, that, where's he talking about? Because, obviously, the podium stuff is water. Yeah. I thought we know that. Everyone knows that. Right? So, what's, Dean, what's Toby talking about? I don't know. He must be talking about just those ones in, like, the commercials and stuff like that when there's monster cans. They're probably just not drinking it. But the thing is that, I mean, yeah, maybe a sip or something, he, they don't want to take that. But they're doing sh- probably shot after shot after shot, like, and of, yeah, of video the show. shots, right. And I'm yes. sure the rider Camera doesn't shots. want yeah, I'm sure the rider doesn't want to be drinking a whole monster. Right. Like which is is it gonna kill them? No, but that's a lot of sugar, that's a lot of just crap for like a Tomac who's not yeah. does does not drink that stuff. I don't I don't know what promo videos he's talking about. I don't either. DM me some videos, <laughs> Toby or somebody where the guys aren't drinking it. Yeah. And you can tell. Podium stuff is water. Podium's water, that's that. obvious, yeah. yeah. I even right. saw a UFC fighter the other day. The guy had a monster can, and it was clearly empty. Like, he dropped it, and oh. it, like, it like yeah, fell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he picked it up and acted like to drink and took yeah. a swig. It's like, dude, we can tell yeah. it's empty. Yeah, jeez. Uh, all right, that's Race Tech around from Kobe. What do you got, Car? Right, you got one? Or you got <sighs> Man, I can't think of anything Grind right your gears? Mm, pay us more in Supercross. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's obvious. That's the obvious one. Uh, I can't think of anything right now. All right, we got a call for you from Logan. Oh, Logan, shit. what's your what's your what's your uh, what's your call for Josh Cartwright? Hey man, this is actually Logan's brother. I just want to say I'm a huge fan of you. I found you like last year, and uh, I'm working too and trying to ride. And I I got some posters in my room. And I got one of your t-shirts. I just want to say, heck yeah, I got yeah, some I'm of the merch. Fan. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate I it. I you a couple times, but. Yeah, just a huge fan. I love wow. watching you. What, so what uh, What do you like about him? Like just, just the way he is, personality-wise, or riding style? or Definitely yeah. not the riding I style. Mean, I like what I like that he rides, and I like that he works, too. Yeah, right. and he graduated college. <laughs> yeah. That yep. I kind of hope to be like that one day. But, uh, yeah, he just seems like a really cool guy. And uh, I appreciate yeah, it, man. Chart. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Definitely, college is definitely a fun thing. That kids, everyone stay in school as much as you can. But I hear you got the merch. That is awesome. Go to the the get some merch. I brought brought uh Steve one of those. So I appreciate nice. the fan and the, yeah. appreciate the love, man. All right, yes, sir. Cool. Thanks, All man. Right, thank Thanks you. for calling. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Look at Cartwright. Fan. When you said Logan, I thought Carno. I'm like, oh. shit. What is he got? Oh, no. <laughs> like, what is he? Carno do? don't listen to this. He's on a boat. No, he's listening. He actually just li- he texted me. He's, He's on a boat, dude, with his OnlyFans chicks. <laughs> Carnell, you, can you believe he ditched out of going to a, a strip club with me after Indy? He, 
Lone Carno ditched out. Of, that's not Lone Carno. Ditched me. What? Didn't want to go. Couldn't believe it. I will admit he didn't. It was top five things I did not believe in this world that would happen. I'll give it to him this year. He like didn't party as much this year. Right. Like like he really wanted to be serious or something like that because like. But it wasn't we, working because early in the year. I know, you know he's yeah. like we. I got to go back to partying. Yeah. Got it. so did he go back at the end of the year? More, um, more? maybe a little bit. Maybe he started loosey goosey okay. a little bit more. I'll just fucking kick it. Okay. All right. Check uh, out my boat, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's Carno. Yeah, that's him. Uh, Race Tech Rant. That was Race Tech Rant. Pulp 23 is code to save again. Thank you to those guys. Uh, appreciate it. Seth Hammaker coming up here. We broke down the 250 class. I do want to talk to you about some schooling stuff. You've answered this question a million times, including a few from me, but let's get into it maybe for the Pulp Show listeners that don't know after, yep. after Hammaker uh, comes on as well. And um, this, uh, oh, we got, we got some time. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. That's David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. Dark. What's up, Steve? Dark. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess the promotional videos or the Instagram things the riders have to do like every month or whatever. I bet that's what he's talking about. Oh, okay. All right. I've never even seen I don't, those. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I noticed those at all. Um. Yeah, they all do them once And do they not drink? Is it obvious they're not drinking? <laughs> I'm being honest, I don't really watch them, but it's okay. the only videos I can think of, yeah, that he's talking see, about. They all do, you know, like, you'll see. Yeah, Dino does a bunch of them. I just got DM'd. I see the DMs from, from Dino videos. So maybe Dino is yeah. the main culprit here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a fellow Texan here, Cartwright. Yeah. 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 You guys man, hang out ever? You guys ever hang out? Uh, no, we don't actually hang out. I mean, I come see him at the races here and there. Yeah, we've been chatting at the races quite a bit, but he's, yeah, as why we showed. Why don't you? He's far from Why me don't Texas. you, Cartwright, go be the first in-studio rider guest with the Pony Pod? I'll do it. I'm down. Let's bring it. There we go. The next two, the next two are going to be from uh, SoCal, so the mm. next two will not be from Texas. Next one's in Texas. Put me down. I'm in. Yeah. All right. All right, I'll hit you up. Will you, pay him, awesome. will you pay his gas? <laughs> yeah, we'll work something out. That doesn't we'll, sound uh, like he will. That doesn't sound like he will. Pay I mean, him. that's a good little th- – I think it's like three hours to you maybe, two and a half? Three hours? <laughs> yeah, probably so. I'll get uh, – we'll have to get Vital to take care of that. Yeah, I expect a Vital helicopter to come to my house, pick <laughs> me up, and take me straight to – I don't want to do any walking, yeah. no hotel. Right. <laughs> it's right to the Pony Pod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I guarantee you Pony Pod has a helicopter landing pad out back. 100%. 100%. It's on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Steve, you come into uh, – when you get down the show, you come to GH tomorrow? Is it tomorrow? I, I don't know. I'm going to be at GH tomorrow, apparently. Oh, you are? I didn't know this. I didn't either until Kiefer told me a few hours ago. When are you going to Cali? Are you on your way? Um, yeah, I'll be there in about uh, nine hours, I think. No oh, shit, dog. driving, driving, driving. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in uh, between New Mexico and yeah, I'm in New Mexico right now. I'm almost out of New Mexico. Dark. That's not right. SoCal dark. <laughs> what What yeah, are you doing in Cali? Get, uh, bringing the Husky back and getting the new bike, and yeah, doing a show, and then I'll fly from. From Cali to Millville and back, and yeah, just be out there for a couple of weeks. Are you getting the new 350, or what are you getting? KTM 350, 24 is what I was told. Okay. Look at Dark. Yep, yep. Just nice. full media guy now. Full. 
full full media guy driving, dark. getting bikes. Yeah, dark. Testing. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I will. I am going riding tomorrow, I think, but I am not driving to GH. <laughs> That's okay. far from and here. That's a, that's a bummer. It's two and a half, two forty. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like uh, five six. No, you know what? It's three. It's three, basically to GH. I always forget how close we are to Cali. Yeah. In Vegas. Yeah. But three hours to go ride GH and then turn around and drive three hours back is not. Nope. Not a lot of fun in one day. I've never been uh, there on big bikes. Only sixty fives, and I really want to go. Helen? Yeah. Uh. I went there on sixty fives for a regional. Oh. I don't know, man. I'm driving twenty four hours to go ride GH. So. <laughs> You need to really get some GH training for World Vets. Uh, you're not even going to be there, you said, so what's what's the matter? Well, don't you want to do better than what you did? I mean, you pretty much embarrassed yourself at the at the World Vets this year. <laughs> no, I, can't, I can't argue that. It was pretty bad. Yeah. I do want to do better. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. never mind. I should not be the goal. I'm terrible. Like, you got to look ahead. you got to look top five, not not where I am. Woo, top five. Yeah, I don't know about that. But we'll, It's funny we'll because we, ro- we rode B-class. And magically, the same guys, have, I've raced the same guys for seven years in the B class for the top five spots. <laughs> they just never move up. They just never move up. No. They just love the world vet glory. <laughs> like, never want to move up. A class has like 10 guys in it. B class, 40. <laughs> the yeah. whole entire A class yeah. that yeah. should be in there. Theoretically, well, the number of times I've raced world vets, I should be getting better and better because the B class moves up. Yeah. But Glenn Helen doesn't give a fuck. And these guys want to cherry pick. And so I am consistently 10 to 15 every year. <laughs> Like nothing changes, so train harder. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I, that's why I stayed in the C class for twenty years and <laughs> until I moved. I moved to the B class just for the Glen Ellen thing. Now I'm stuck in it. Yep. Now you're there. Yeah. Well, speaking of training, but, uh, yeah. How is troll training going for you? Uh, it's going good. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm enjoying it. They give me new stuff every day. It changes. Uh, the diet's going well. Uh, wow. I think you know a little bit about how my diet was and. I'm eating salads now. Yeah, it's pretty unreal. Troll training, dude. Look what he's doing for Dark. He's turning Dark's life around. He's going to win Glen Helen. <laughs> I won't go that far, but uh, I think I'll do better than I did. I hope I do better than last year. I mean, those tracks are just so different. I I do ride a lot of vet-friendly tracks in Texas, so it's quite a bit different. Swan? Do you ever? Uh, well, Swan, Johnsonville, yeah. Do you ever ride any of those tracks, car ride or no? Uh, I've been to Swan a couple times. Okay, um, it's it's a gnarly track. Like it's fast and yeah. big jumps. That's where they do the pro challenge that twenty five k. And uh, but yeah, I haven't, he's a good, he's a good like three hours from me. So I don't, I don't ride many of the tracks over there. Where's like uh, the the John Short Supercross track that everybody rides at? That's North Fort Worth. Okay, yeah, so, so about an hour north of me. Okay, and that's where you ride mostly. Um, I ride his, and then the Ford brothers. Uh, they built us a track this year. Oh, okay. Uh, and quite a bit. The Master yep. Pools we ride there. So, okay. Just different places, stuff okay. like that. All right. I thought all you guys rode together, like we do. Like you, John, uh, Harlan. Yeah, we got um, a, we had a good group this year. It was me, John, Harlan, uh, Henry Miller, Oldenburg was there. Some like it was. Yeah. It was quite right. a good, yeah. good guys too to push right, each other. Right. That's kind of hurt. You guys are really like Harlan was telling me about. It, it said it got pretty intense. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you you were good this year. You took a real step up this year, so. It helped. You know? Yeah. I think it, I think a lot of that helped. I think I rode all summer, just yeah. had fun with the bros. Yeah. We'd go to the track, just have have a beer, just have fun. But yeah. I'm still riding all summer, getting used to the bike yeah. on outdoors, and yeah. then riding with Grant and Henry and all them and pushing. And, right. And having Grant, like we all saw at the beginning, Grant was just a little faster. Yeah, yeah. And so it was, it was good to be like, hey, I need to go a little faster now. So yeah. it pushed us all. Right. Well, Dark and Shine Harmon also. Are you staying with Are you staying with ML? Dark. 
Uh, I'm going to stay with Kiefer tomorrow night, and then I'll be MLs Wednesday night, and then I fly to Millville Thursday. So, yeah. Well, now that Lewis, now Lewis is, you know, back in his native land, someone's got to hold the vital, you know, stuff down. Well, that's why I'm going out here. i got to save the day. Yeah, you're saving the day. You're like basically like Superman. <laughs> flying in yeah it's, fall, it's falling apart I'm, I'm gonna go out here and get everything put back together again i don't think ml liked going to the races so uh yeah i think there's times when he does it you're right um then he got sick at red Bud, i guess so mm. he's yeah he's getting himself back together and he'll be at washugal all right there's a washugal ride day on sunday alpine yeah Sunday. i know yeah yep, yep, i heard about that i, I got invited but i uh, don't believe ML is going to send me up there so okay. I think I'll be on my way back to Texas I will be at the fly thing Friday night though Okay, in Millville alright All right. we so, can't talk about it we got there's an embargo yep I, I'm well aware lips are sealed <laughs> well I'm kind of curious you don't do well with embargoes Dark right, dude one time one time yeah well you know that's what they that's how you get labeled <laughs> uh, clearly we have uh, we have Joe on line three. Question for Cartwright. What's up, Joe? Hey, Steve. Hey, Josh. So, uh, question about like the privateer riders, like for example, um, uh, 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 Master Pole. Mm-hmm. How much better is like Cinderella's factory Kawasaki compared to his bike? And does that difference, or would that difference, put him up like two or three positions in a moto? He, the bike is a lot different to where like a privateer bike is just right off the showroom floor stock it's pipe bars stuff like that where the factory bike right. is every single bolt is taken off that bike and swapped with tie and just so much testing and stuff like that it's kind of 50 50 if if master pool had testing with the team and all that with that bike he would do uh-huh. better he would do better um, I think probably just because he can ride it, but those type of bikes you have to ride them as they were saying on as Stuart was saying on the pot on uh, TV. If you don't ride those bikes correctly, it's uh-huh. not going to work well. Like if you're not riding them hard, it's not going to work well. So it kind of it's a fifty fifty thing when when it comes. If you put him on it right now, he probably wouldn't do as better right. as good because he's not as used to it. But overall, yes, because those bikes it's just it's crazy how much different those bikes are than ours. Okay. But, like, Masterpool, for example, he would get some help from Kawasaki, right? Like, maybe some parts? Um, yeah, he would get some stock stuff. Like, if he's going like – the way he's riding, the way yeah. he's doing – if he needs a clutch or, you know, parts like that, they'd give him stuff, stock stuff, not work stuff. Yeah, Cowie's pretty good about that. Like, this year, Cowie was really good about helping us out. Like, they helped – like, Jay Sean, Central's mechanic, yeah. he would help me out so much this year. Like, any right. parts, okay. he, they would help me out. But they're not going to give me, like, a factory engine. No. Ah, okay, cool. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, yeah. Joe. Appreciate it. All right, Dark. Well, uh, drive safely, man. And uh, will do. Yeah, have fun at the Helen. Yep. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I'll be out there with zero sleep. It sounds like so. Uh, good times. <laughs> and yeah, see you Friday, I guess. All right, sounds good. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dark. All right, that's that's Dark. Everybody driving to Cali. Yeah. Wow. Driving to Cali. That's Four. insane. Uh, thanks to the folks at WUSA, Cartwright. They're giving you, they give you some wheels this year. So. Yeah, John over you're, at W. Yeah, you're a big big W guy. Uh, use the code to save with the folks at W. Works connection as well. Get data, uh, two stroke and e four stroke ECUs, and the Honda HRC guys, of course, using uh, Get Data loggers, RPM dashboard, and the ECUs on the 250 side of things. So thanks to the folks at Get. 
and uh, Wiseco Piston, EVS, of course, all on board with us. MTX Braking is a new guys on us. So thanks to those sponsors. Sponsor deals under com for more information on uh, on that. So thank you to those guys. Uh, Josh Cartwright in studio here. Seth Hamaker coming up right away. So um, what'd you make of um, Shimoto winning the second moto? Do you think that this is something that he's going to keep on going? Like we saw him last year. He won the last round. or yeah. two, He went... No, I think about two, two, three at the last three nationals. Kind of hasn't happened this year. I wonder if this is the the kickoff for him. See if he can get that going again. Yeah, I kind of think for this year he just he look he looks a, like he looks good, mm-hmm. but he doesn't look like Joe yeah. has been. So I feel like we'll see a lot of that to where the first moto will get like fifth or something like that, and then he'll go win the second. Yeah, I think it's just going to be inconsistent. I think when you look at the like he's in this mix, right? We broke down the yeah. points with JT. He's in this mix, but I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm drunk, but raw speed. I don't think he has as much as Hayden, RJ, Hunter, or Justin Cooper. Raw speed. Not this year, I don't just, think. Right. Just Last not, year. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This year. I don't think – I think mm-hmm. those guys have him covered for raw speed, and he's got a – I mean, the, 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 look, the second moto Southwick was great, um, but that was a sand track, and we don't have any more sand tracks, so let's see what he can do. You yeah. Know? But um, he's in the mix. He's an interesting rider because I feel like out of the, the guys we we're talking about, he's underrated somehow. A little bit. You know what I mean? Because we all know Hayden and RJ and yeah. Hunter and Justin Cooper, and I feel like most of us just overlook Joe. Yeah, myself included sometimes. So I agree. Uh, all right, let's get Seth Hamaker on the line. Trolltraining.com, by the way, brought it up with Dark. Uh, please check out uh, Trolltraining.com. Alex and John Westling is longtime partner. They share similar passions for health and fitness and created Trolltraining.com with the goal of providing the resources you need to prepare for your next race. Uh, Carlin, Carlin's a troll trainer. Yep, yeah. uh, a couple of them uh, that I ride with. Uh, I think Miller, Miller, Miller yeah. is too, yeah. and uh, I think John is too now. Short, short. So how do you do? You see your uh, something like that uh, helping you out, or how do you determine your fitness slash food, what you're eating, all that? So I have a trainer. I've been with uh, Drew Whitehead, okay. DW Performance, uh, for the past about seven years now. Okay. I think I was with him at the farm, and we, we we he's like one of my close friends too, and we have a good relationship. And I just text him pretty much every day. Hey, yep. what am I doing? And right. he he's been there for me a lot, like from highs and lows of just personal stuff, yep. riding stuff. He knows just what I need to do. If I have a question really about anything, I text him first. Yep. And so what have you learned for you that you're older now? Do you find you you back down the workload a little bit from what you used to do? Um, a little bit. Just of, uh, I need to work on staying in shape in the summer. And then also once we're in this in the racing, you don't need uh, three days of riding during yeah. the week. Because you're racing on Saturday. You need to recover Sunday, Monday, ride Tuesday, Wednesday, race again Saturday. Right. How do you? How important are the press days for you to try to get in there? So important. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we I try we try to get in so many, and it sucks. Like with Sean, like I get it. Like he has, and I've he, talked to yeah, him, dude. Yeah. He literally showed me one time. He had like two hundred texts. Yeah. And it's all people. Hey, can I get a press? Can I get? Yeah, so like, yeah. dude, I get it. Yeah. Um, but then you got like it sucks. Like Moran's every weekend. Yeah. He's in the press. Well, but jo- I think Joan got in too because he speaks Spanish, speaks right? Spanish. Yeah. So like it, they get that advantage. Like the factory guys like Tomac getting it. Okay, yeah, that's not a big deal. Like yeah. he gets pressed. Yeah. But like when Cade or any of them get pressed and I don't or vice versa, it's such an advantage for us because we go on the first practice without even thinking. Yeah. We know the track yeah. already. Yeah. yeah. So, so I- do you not get in because you don't want to do those five a.m. morning shows, or no? We just we try. Just, we don't get in. Like okay. so. Like but Sean, how does Moran's get in every week? So like, like I've talked to him about it, and I've talked. I've seen. So I've noticed that Sean lets the 
the his team, that whole next level team, yeah. and TBJ in. I think like every weekend. Okay. I think it's because he likes like the likes the structure where yeah. he's helping out privateers and right. they have people there every weekend. So I get it. Yep. Um, and it's just something, but like we'll try to get in certain rounds and he said it was full. Yep. And um, and we'll go and it is full. Like yeah. you got it because he's got a lot of people yeah. asking. Oh, so yeah, I get yeah. it. But it sucks when you it see brands getting it every weekend. <laughs> like it's a little unfair. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah, I know for you guys, like I go to them as media guy here and there, and I know for you guys it helps a lot. So oh, it's yeah. always interesting behind the scenes to see that battle play out. I mean, sometimes Sean's, Sean's told me that he tells some guys, look, if you want to do the 5 a.m. show, you can go, you can ride. Yeah, I'll, yeah. And, yeah, and, and the guys are like, yep, I'm in. Like, mm-hmm. you know, 5, 5 a.m., yeah. I'm there. So and, it, we, and we need to do, and the thing is, is it's not for us. It's not for us to ride. It's yeah. for the media to yeah. learn like, what Supercross is. So we need to do better also. What Kevin does well, Kay does well too, yeah. is promote Supercross and everything. Yeah. So that's yeah. what a lot of us have to do. All right, everybody. Renthal, you know the name Renthal over the years. Uh, Factory Kawasaki, Mitch Payton's Pro Circuit team, the Red Bull KTM team, Honda team using Renthal. More championships than all the other brands combined. They got a works fit tool on their website. They got an inventory locator as well on their website. They got more titles than all the other brands combined when it comes to Renthal, whether it's 7 8 bar, whether it's a fat bar 36. They have you covered, sprockets, chains, all of that at Renthal. Let's bring you our next guest uh, on the show. Uh, this rider is also a Renthal rider, rides for Mitch Payton's team. Seth Hamaker. What's up, Seth? How are you, man? Oh, doing good. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Uh, hey, by the way, you went to the Fat Bar. You guys are all on Fat Bars now, which is hilarious because Peyton never wanted anybody to use a Fat Bar for years. I know. It's uh, pretty surprising that the whole team now is on Fat Bar. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I had to go in and ask them to try them out. <laughs> I got back on the bike, so it was a little nerve-wracking. But, uh, yeah. yeah, we got them on there. Do you just like the flex? you just like the way the forks feel, suspension feels? Yeah, I think it just gives a little bit more, like, hand feel and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I think it just gives a little bit more of that, but I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, I ran them as an amateur for a little bit, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Were you, all cr- were you cutting the cross- crossbar on your crossbar one? We did try that, yeah. We were doing it, um, we tried that halfway through outdoors last year. Um, and then Supercross, I couldn't really tell the difference, but I think that's just because the suspension was so much stiffer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, hey, four motos in. Uh, good starts, running up front. Um, I think you're doing really well. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy with it so far. Yep. Like coming in mid season like this, it's always tough to, uh, you know, with the, when the guys are racing, you know, all season mm-hmm. and stuff. Yep. So I was off the bike for a while with the wrist injury, and then off of racing for like ten months since the last round of outdoors last year. So. I don't know. I'm happy with it. Um, I, I just got to keep getting good starts and put myself in good positions. But overall, you know, it's a work in progress and just happy to be back at the races, really. So, How much time did you have uh, on the bike to get ready for Red Bud? Like, how how ready were you? Um, it was about four, four or five weeks. Okay. So yeah. about, a month, about a month. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I was pretty ready. We were just – we didn't really set a race – you know, to come back to, mm-hmm. we were just like, whenever I'm ready, let's go. But I wanted to make sure I was like pretty competitive and stuff. Sure. And I felt like we, we did a good job at that and kind of came back at Red Bud. That was a good one. Definitely didn't want to come back at Southwick, but wanted to get as many <laughs> as I could in. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, because even before I, well, the, originally my injury was supposed to, they said like three months. Um, and I went back to the three month checkup and they were like, uh, ah, still not healed yet. My scaphoid wasn't healed. And, um, 
So I ended up being four months because I was hoping to make the whole outdoor season, but ended right. up not working out that way. So. Yeah, I thought I thought. Correct me if I'm wrong, Seth, but I thought I heard you were only going to miss some of Supercross, or no, you never were. Like that was just I got bad info. Yeah, it was pretty much done. I mean, if it would have been just my radius and ulna, okay. it probably would have been. Um, I could have made some uh, the end of Supercross, but okay. with the scaphoid injury, it's just that was the biggest biggest blow in the injury for sure. Right. So. Um, you know what's funny is like so you look at obviously look it's a different class different bike I get it but you look at Anderson jumping in and he's struggling and that's fine it's going to happen he wasn't off nearly as long as you and again different bike different competition and all that but I'm just saying that four guys to jump in halfway through a series it's tough but you yeah you got to be pretty impressed I mean you know I I think you've been riding pretty well and and your fitness seems good so uh, it's not easy to do so good job Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that, and it's it's definitely, like you said, I feel like even my fitness is already better than it has been last year, so I'm mm-hmm. happy about that, and it's only going to get better, you know, racing every weekend. And, um, but, yeah, just keep keep progressing. That's the main thing, just every weekend I want to progress. So yeah, cool. yeah, it's, it's definitely been uh, some good results. I can see you uh, getting on the box here overall at some point. Uh, we got ourselves quite a series going on right now for sure. Um, hey, so, dude, we got to stop getting injured. You have a great future ahead of you. You're fast. God damn it, though, Seth. We got to <laughs> quit getting injured, damn it. Yeah, I know. The injuries have been, yeah. been a tough thing for sure. And it's just every time it's like you just get set back and you can't ever nope. you know, build off of anything. So yeah. it's uh, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've only raced two Supercrosses in the past two years. And then, yeah, that's that's a big, big bummer. And yeah, yeah I just got to. Stay off the ground, I guess, and yeah, be at more races. But I mean, I, I know you know that, and I'm kidding, obviously. But is there yeah, like yeah. it's got to be a bit a bit of a bummer for you to have these stops and starts? And I don't even know, like I don't know all the crashes. I don't know what's happened. Sometimes bikes break and you get hurt or whatever. Like, is there any kind of have you looked at any common theme on what's why you get hurt when you cr- crash or anything else? Like, is there anything that you've been trying to change over pushing anything? Yeah. Um. Not really. I always try and look back, you know, at that stuff to see if there's anything that I could have prevented or, mm-hmm. you know, to change moving forward. But honestly, it's just, especially my last one, it's like I was having such a, it was literally like a week and a half, two weeks before Houston, everything was going so good. Mm-hmm. And like, we were just out to practice the Cali practice track and, you know, through the whoops one lap and just, just had a mishap. And it was, I look back on it and it's like, there's nothing yep. I would have done differently. And it's just stuff that happens. And before you know it, I was looked down on my arm and I'm like, yeah, my season's over. So <laughs> it's just one of those yeah. things. And uh, yeah. like mentally it's, you know, it, you got to be strong. And then, you know, it's hard to like that stop and go stuff coming from back from injury all the time. It yep. takes a toll on you, but, uh, but yeah, it'll, it'll pay off sometimes. Yeah, sure. absolutely. You know, and some guys, have the biggest crashes and never get hurt. Yeah. And they just get up and they just, like... And you got Bubba. He tips over and gets his front thumb cut off. Yeah, and yeah. you just yeah. never know. Yeah. Right, you know? So I don't know if there's any anything that anybody can do or anything can change. Sometimes it's just crappy luck, yeah. you know? So, for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're signed up for next year, right? Yeah, I'm with yep. uh, PC through, uh, through 24. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what, uh, you know, so they believe in you. Kawasaki believes in you and all of that. You've shown... You know, I think some speed and all that when you can stay on the track. So, do you have any um, for like this year in outdoors? Uh, do you have any specific goals you want to hit, or do you kind of just want to make it through the season, just keep your riding good, and then focus on Supercross for next year? Mm, yeah, I think definitely just um, 
stay healthy and then obviously just progress every weekend. But I feel like I definitely want to end up, you know, on a podium overall for sure. And I think I'm capable of it. And um, it'd be a good confidence booster, you know, going into the offseason Supercross and um, the SNX stuff, you know, if I get into that too. So, um but yeah, mainly just build, really. So yeah, cause, I mean, we all know. I mean, I've I've been I've been around you for quite a while when we were training at the goat farm and everything. Mm-hmm. And I remember you first time I saw you was on the Beeline Kawasaki at uh, the Mantra Cup when you just just destroyed everyone. And uh, we we know you got the speed. We know you got a win in you. So it'll be cool to see how's uh, how's old Pee Wee doing. I know he hates even me calling him Pee Wee, but how's old Jacob <laughs> doing? <laughs> oh, he's doing good. Uh, yeah, working his ass off. So he's uh He's always grinding, but yeah, we uh, glad to have him in my corner, and yeah, it's good because you know we I feel like we make a great team and met him down at the farm when we were down there, so it was cool and kind of came up came yeah, up with it. me. So. Who are you yeah. talking about? Well, yeah, this kid named Jacob Martin. Uh, okay. It's his mechanic. Oh, okay. He's been with uh, with Seth since the goat farm. Oh no, he what? was with Moran's for a year. Yeah, and then ended up jumping over. And then to Mitch Seth. hired him. Uh, then Seth hired him as a pra- okay. I think yeah. it's practice, and then then uh, Mitch ended up hiring him, right, Jacob? Or I mean Seth. Yeah, so we we came out here, um, like when I was starting my uh, rookie off season, I guess. So then brought him to the shop, and we were you know talking to Mitch and stuff about you know hoping to get him on, and yeah, it ended up working out, and Mitch gave him a shot, and uh, yeah, glad he did. It's been working yeah, out we, great. We call him Pete. His nickname's Pete because he was 14 at the time at okay. the farm yeah, when he yeah. was mechanicking, right. so he was young. <laughs> uh, we call him Pee Wee. And uh, hardest worker, dude. He is such a I, hard worker. I like that story. You know, guys like Nathan Ramsey, he kept uh, Bundy around forever as a mechanic. Yeah. And you see uh, Ricky had Chad Watts for a long time. And you see, and as a former mechanic, I love that stuff where the the guy that worked with you as a kid or as an amateur or a family yeah. friend or whatever gets to stay with you. Uh, Trey's guy. Um, why is his name escaping me now? Uh, um, Trey's mechanic forever. Went mm-hmm. to follow him everywhere. From Geico to Honda, like yeah. I love that stuff. You know, uh, it's a real cool deal when they can when it can work out. Yeah, because when you're with a mechanic and you really vibe with a mechanic, it's huge. Yeah. When you, and you don't vibe with your mechanic, your shitty your season's gonna be shitty. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. No. It's not great for sure. Um, Seth seventh place at Millville last year. Uh, Millville coming up this weekend. You like it? Mm-hmm. It's a good track for you, or what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I really like Millville. It's, um, I was just thinking about that today. It's like it's probably my second favorite track on the circuit. So. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's got all the elements there, so it's, it's going to be a fun one. High Point, your first? No, actually, Washougal. Washougal? Okay. I was thinking High Point because yeah. you're just PA guy, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I do. I definitely like High Point, too, but I don't know. Washougal, last year was my first year there, and I was like, I just really liked it. Mm-hmm. So, um, But, yeah, too good. I mean, the rest of the tracks I really enjoy coming up. So Southwick was definitely, I don't know, I rode well and everything, but yeah. the sand is definitely um, – no, I didn't grow up riding it, so it's just kind of foreign to me. But um, right. but yeah. Well, I was thinking High Point then too, but you've had injuries at High Point, so I don't know. Like yeah, maybe right. you know, like maybe High Point's just cursed or something. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. What? So I think Millville's the best track of the circuit, but that's just me, Seth. I raced it a lot, so I've ridden it the most. But I love it. I love the sand whoop section, whoop section, the elevation, yeah. the quality of the dirt. I think it's a great track. So I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Start start can be a little hairy there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. Uh, we have agrees with you. Yeah. We, we had Nicoletti on earlier, and he basically <laughs> said, "Fuck that start." So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. how, how how are you out with the greats? We had Justin Cooper on talking to him about the greats. He's not a fan. What about you? Yeah, I agree. I'm not a not a huge fan. I think, especially for outdoors, I think it's just one of the elements of the race. I think it it should be uh, mm-hmm. 
nice to be part of it. And yeah, I think everything's just a little bit too equal now. Like you, like everyone's been saying, I feel like kind of agrees with, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. how the bikes are, the start maps, the whole shot devices and all that. I think it's just, it makes it, you know, everyone's a little bit more equal coming into that first corner, which isn't always a good thing. No, for sure. They left those ruts in front a little bit to try to help that, but I don't know if it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, uh, we were up doing the start practice, and the AMA official was like, yeah, we're not prepping 20 feet out of the gate yeah. uh, all day. And I was like, dude, I hear it. I was like, these ruts are going to be deep. But uh, <laughs> I think that I think they said, too, that so it does, the grates don't get um, packed in with dirt as much. Like that, the rooster is back. Yeah, know? the roost comes back, sure. But, yeah. yeah, but uh, I don't know. Uh, Renthal bringing you Seth Hamaker on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Thanks to the folks at Renthal. Uh, fraction of second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Uh, so, Seth, you were at the goat farm with, with Josh here. What were you, who, amateur career? or like who? How do you get on the goat farm as an amateur? That's what I'm wondering. Like, how does that work? Um, I, yeah, so I was, like, my last two, two years of amateur, I was down there, and mm-hmm. Kind of through JH, um, I was looking for a place to train because I was just training at my house in Pennsylvania. Okay. And I just was looking for, to take it a little bit more serious and, like, try to go somewhere with more structure and better tracks and whatnot. And, um, yeah, got was able to go down there and was thankful for the opportunity. And, yeah, I was down there for, like, two, two and a half years until I came out oh. here to start my pro career. But, uh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I was, yeah. 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 So was that, like, is JH your agent? No, he's not, okay. but good friends. Right. And, um, you know, he's helped me out. He just, you know, yep. if I need anything, he, he helps me out and sure. uh, looks after me. So right, right. Cool. JH brought a lot of, like, uh, a lot of PC riders to the farm. Okay. Just with his, uh, I'm guessing, him and Ricky and, yeah. and uh, Mitch. Right, right. So, like, they did that a lot. Right. So did you, when you started riding there, was it, like, intimidating, or were you pretty, you fit in pretty well? Actually, a little bit. I remember the first day because there's like, remember that that big step up in the back? And yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. Ricky came out the first day, and I don't know if Josh was out there the first day I rode there, but he was like, yeah, just go out there and you know take it easy the first yeah. couple of laps. And I was a little nervous, but uh, it was a big but step it, up. you know, after a while, yeah, it was, it was fun. So. Yeah, you're like, oh shit, the goats here. Yeah, well, I, I, th- I think was that was the year that like that year of the track was it when they had that giant like arena cross style double just in the middle of the track. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was this giant double. I mean, I swear it was arena cross style just yeah. in the middle of a motocross track. It was huge. <laughs> and it was so it wasn't hard. It was just scary to yeah, hit. Just big. Yeah. It was big. So it was uh it was it was cool seeing him. Yeah, when he came, he just waxed everyone. It was just <laughs> he's got so much speed. It's yeah. unreal. Seth, I heard a, I heard a story about you. I don't know. I don't know if it's true. Someone was telling me like maybe it was B class, or I, again, I don't follow the amateurs that closely, so maybe I got all my facts wrong here. But you were kind of just like a mid pack guy, like you were okay, and then just over a winter or over a few months, you just it clicked and it came for you, and it you started winning B class or maybe it was A class. I don't remember what class it was, but you were a good amateur, and then something happened. Somebody told me, and you just shot up. And is that true? Is that kind of like the light, the, the switch flip for you, kind of? Definitely, yeah. Okay. It was uh, kind of around like super minis to 250 um, in that area. Like 2016, I won the on my super mini, and mm-hmm. that was like kind of came out of nowhere. And that's kind of when everyone kind of started noticing because like the years before that, I wasn't. I was good, but yeah. nothing, nothing crazy. Then that's when Brian Holiday and Team Green and Kawasaki they gave me the opportunity and was able to start riding for the amateur program and. 
like even the next couple of years there, I had some flashes, but wasn't I, I didn't really didn't win a whole lot, or definitely wasn't winning every national, you know, like a lot of these kids do. But um, but yeah, just kind of I don't know. I think I've always had you know good speed and good uh, potential, and I think it's I, I was a late bloomer for sure, and I think that kind of helped me. But okay. um, but definitely, you know, the injuries have set me back. You know, even an amateur, the last couple of years, I've had some injuries, and mm-hmm. but I don't know. I think. Overall, you know, it taught me a lot, and um, you know, I've, I'm thankful for, you know, the the tough times I've had. I think it made me the person I am today. Sure. And then another person told me that they always thought you'd be a better motocross guy than a supercross guy, but you've had more success indoors, you know, in the limited amount of indoors you've done. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they're wrong. I don't know if this person was <laughs> wrong or what. They're like, I always thought he would be a better motocross guy. So yeah, I don't, I think, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I think the opposite. I think I'm a better supercross guy, but. I definitely want to be, you know, good at mm-hmm. both, but I think Supercross comes a little bit more natural. Like, yeah. growing up, I rode tighter tracks, and, you know, the track at my house in Pennsylvania was just like a backyard tight, okay. you know, yeah. super, more Supercross style, you know? Sure. So it's like, it comes natural, but, but yeah, I think uh, I, I enjoy Supercross a little bit more, too. Right. I mean, yeah, your results, I mean, you got a race win, you got podiums, like, yeah. your Supercross mm-hmm. results are good. You just, again, sure. you got to stay on the track, like, yeah. as we all know, right? <laughs> sure. But, yeah, yeah. but yeah, so, I mean, again, like, I don't follow amateurs that closely, so I kind of ask people, like, hey, what would you think of this kid or what do you think of this yeah. guy? Or, I saw him coming up. Like, yeah. I, t- I pay attention to the amateurs quite a bit. Right. I like seeing who's coming up and everything like that. And yeah. when he won Monster Cup in Loretta's, like, you were just to tell this kid, and he wasn't on some, like, factory Cowie or anything. It was right. just on – it's funny how I remember your sponsor, Beeline. Like, yeah. just random bike, black Cowie kid, black bike Cowie. Yeah. And he just destroyed everyone. Like, it's just, and he's tall too. Like, yeah. you just saw this kid. Like, he looked like a Voland almost. Like, tall wise on a, on Super Mini. So it was. It's cool seeing him come up. Right. We we uh, showed up at Monster Cup that year after I won the Reds, and then I was still riding for Beeline. Joe Beck and his uh, company Beeline they were sponsor me and. I was 51 from Loretta's. My number was 51, and we showed up, and Chase Kessler, I think, had 51 also. So they were like, oh, yeah, you can't run that number. And I'm like, well, I don't have no graphics or anything. <laughs> they were like, we'll just tape it off. So I was running, like, my five was on, like, the very left side of my number plate. And then my, on my jersey, we had to tape the one. And it was just like. <laughs> I think I remember that. I did the same thing at Monster Cup for me. I had 50, I'm, I was 51 as an amateur as well. Yeah. But Surratt had 51, so we had to go get some random number. <laughs> some numbers. Everyone there. was like, why is your, why is your five, like, all <laughs> yeah, you're like, listen, man, just beat it. Don't worry about yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Renthal bringing you Seth Hamaker on the Pulp of Mech show. How is it uh, – how's your relationship with Mitch? Um, he can be a bit intimidating, like you said, going in to ask him to switch to fat bars. Uh, I've known him forever, and I still – he's still, yeah, he, he wants to win. He's very intense sometimes. Uh, how's your relationship with, with Peyton these days? It's good. Um, yeah, like when I first – came out here and started, you know, riding for the team. Mm -hmm. You you don't know how to take them at first, and it's definitely intimidating. Um, You know, um, the first couple years, you know, I've had good results, and then it was injuries, so it's, you know, up and down, and obviously we want to be on the track, and he wants to win just as bad as I do. So, um, but I think, you know, as we, you know, grew together and I rode for the team a lot more um, through the years, that we've gotten closer and closer, and he – he knows how bad I want it, and you know he knows I'm giving it my all, so that's cool. And he's, yep. he'll do anything to make to make the bike better, to help you out or anything. So he, um, you know, he treats me really well, and I 
could be more grateful for that. And mm-hmm. yeah, riding for riding for a great team for sure. He's pretty sarcastic too at times. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because you you go in to talk to him, and sometimes you're like, man, I don't know, I don't know if that was good or bad. Yeah. Or, you know, his reaction. So yeah, you got to kind of yeah. And, and I think it matters too, like how the day went on the business side of pro circuit, yeah. right? Like like who, yeah, who knows what he was dealing with. Yeah. So this Supercross yeah. season, don't talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I when I went in there. I, I've been in there a bunch, and when I see him grinding like KX85 cylinders or KX105 yeah. cylinders, mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you doing that? He's like, this is the happiest I am. I don't have to deal with business or, you know what I mean, or race team stuff. He gets to just port a cylinder, yeah. which is what he used it's to do. In his element. Know? Right, right. Yeah. He's always happy when he's doing that. So, uh, all right, man. Well, hey, Seth, thanks, uh, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Good job coming back. I think the four motos, you've been impressive. Um, fitness has been good. Speed has been good. So I think, yeah, man, you can, I think an overall podium is definitely in, in, in the, the cards for you at some point. I, the starts are what sets you apart, right? Like you're getting these starts, you're nailing these things. So that's half the battle. For sure. Yeah. You gotta, gotta be up front and put yourself in a good position, but yeah, definitely going to keep pushing to that podium. And awesome. I think it's coming. Soon, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for the time. Good job. And we'll see you this weekend at Millville, man. Thank you, Seth. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. See you. All right, that's Seth Hammaker, everybody. Brought to you by folks at Rental. I didn't know you went back that far with him. Yeah. Yeah, just from the farm. Yeah, from the farm or whatever. Yeah, I mean, we were there for... And how did you get on the farm? Um, So I was at GPF for a a year or so. Um, And then when I got to college, uh, my little story kind of got out about being the college kid. And Ricky... We end up. He's right there next to it. I mean, right. And I just talked to him one day at the track. I said, "Hey, I'd love to just come check out your facility yeah. and see if we can do it." And we ended up. I looked at it, and that year was the first year they started allowing people okay. into that. See, because at first it was Dungey, like Dakota Alex, and like Jeremy Martin yeah. only. And yeah. Dungey decided if you were allowed to come. Okay. But once he left, and it, they wanted to do a train facility, they started letting people in, and then like me, Gavin Faith, Jace Owen. Um, there's tons of people yeah. like uh, and Jeannie was running it. Jeannie is running it. Yeah. yeah. Roberts Styles Robertson was there on a super mini. Like yeah. there's quite a bit. Yeah. Fortner was there. It yeah. was a lot of PC people. Right. And that's something where you just pay per month or yeah. yeah. Like I did a per month thing for uh, the Supercross season. Yeah. Um, or you could do the yearly thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know what the timeline was for when they opened it up or whatever. Right? Yeah. So. It was a short, like, three to four years to where it was an actual like facility where people you still kind of had to be accepted a little bit yeah. like you had to call and be like hey i'd like to train there and they would allow like 12 people maybe right like they didn't want 30 kids yeah, there yeah, they wanted yeah. like 12 people yep. small and steady yeah so how did you afford that going to school and racing uh use luckily my parents, parents yeah, yeah luckily i've i've been very lucky with my parents uh they supported me throughout my whole career because yeah. they did tell me they said because I, I wasn't a bad kid i stayed out of trouble i was mm-hmm. never jail or anything like that i was good grades and then when we got to like being in college and needing a place and going racing uh they supported me because they said they're like as long as you stay out of trouble you do good in grades and all that we'll support you as soon as you turn into a shithead you're done (laughs) yeah yeah. so okay interesting uh buell's on one what's up buell thanks for calling hey so it's a great show tonight thank you man i've got uh, josh cartwright was really exciting in the supercross this year Mm -hmm. and appreciate it uh, and would just be thinking that, you know, how good he was last in Supercross. He was definitely a top 20 talent. But in the outdoors, what would bring him out to ride in outdoors? Yeah, outdoors, Cartwright. Um, if I, just one, just one. Just one. <laughs> um, 
to do one. I'd like to do one. First, I need to get in shape. I can't just like go do one right now. I would get just destroyed. I would pass out and I would probably just pass out on the track. But um, uh, well, if I would get a national champion, then. <laughs> yeah, if if I if I, it really if I had a ride to do it, I would do the whole season. I would do the whole outdoor season if I had a ride that paid to do it. But that's the thing. There's not much money in it. Uh, I hear you there. I hear you there. And so my, my one more call out that uh, was to uh, Steve. You gotta like this, Lars Van Berkel. Mm-hmm. You know he you know uh, goes fifteen sixteen at uh, Southwick and then drives up to uh, Gopher and uh, goes four two. Buell. He was on like an hour ago. I, I, I missed that. I, I was working on my make it 490. He, he, yeah. We called him. We called him. Ah. I set the whole thing up. Because you missed the call. I, I'm the one that called the Gopher Dunes and said, help this guy out. Yeah. Well, they, that worked out great. I mean, Dude, it, it was, was awesome. Amazing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah sure. So yeah. you got to listen. So was, Buell, you got to go back and listen. He calls in tonight. Uh, well, that well, I'm not done working on this bike, so okay. I, that will be for tomorrow. What are you doing right, to the 490? What are you doing to the 490? Uh, just getting it ready for uh, a vintage race this weekend at Honda Hills. Oh, Dude. nice. I thought Honda Hills was closed. Honda Hills is open again? No, they, they've reopened it. It's a festival, and they're trying to do a little bit of a, oh. uh, a, bit of a bike uh, you know, swap meet and, uh, and uh, all kinds of stuff. It's good. And then next week in mid-Ohio. Oh, wow. The Sand Spider, dude. You got the Sand Spider working. Uh, well, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm chasing my buddy Denny Swartz every time I go out to ride. So, okay. I mean, you know, uh, if I can get second there, I'm, I'm happy. Hey, those are the bikes to have back in the day, right? Those Makos? Well, my bike is as tight as, as, as I can handle anyway. It's great. I mean, it is. Uh, right. uh, it, you know, it, the geometry is the same as they are now, and it's just very tractable. The only problem is getting it started. You know, <laughs> is that a left-hand kick? Uh, Left hand kick. That's exactly right. Oh my part god! Why well, you on the left side? Yeah, the kickstart is on the left side, dude. It's like a PW, and it's a four ninety. So you got to think of the compression that thing has. A lot. Good yeah. god! Wow. All right. Well, you All guys right. have a good evening. Thanks, Buell. Thank you. Thank you. Buell's right. gonna call in and tell us about Lars Van Berkel. <laughs> it's like, dude, hour ago, dude. We Listen. know about Lars Van Berkel. <laughs> Steve put Lars in the situation to do what he did. Literally. I know, Buell, about Lars Van Merkel. <laughs> um, all right, lots more to come up here on the show. Motorsport.com, tweet at Talon segment as well. Uh, so, Cartwright, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about you. Um, World Supercross. Yep. Uh, Cole Thompson's going to ride for Club MX, hurt himself. Uh, you get the call about a week before. Yeah. And so take us through it. Yeah, so like that Thursday, like two Thursdays before we uh, the race was, um, Scott Jeffries texted me and said, "Hey, we need we need a rider. Yeah. Do you think you could do it?" So I called him and literally, did you, had you talked to him about a ride before? No, no. okay. Not so this at was all. just a cold. Yeah, literally cold call. I was just riding at Master Pools, and uh, they just called and said, "Hey, let's. Uh, do you, can you do this?" I said, "Yes." Yeah. I'm like, they're like, yeah. uh, "Do you need?" A, I'm like, "I'll be there. Yeah. Like, I don't care what. what as yeah. long as you pay for it, I don't need to be paid. I just want to be there and race." So that next day, flew to Charlotte, uh, then rode the bike Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and flew out Tuesday. I never rode a Yamaha, really. Uh, I, well, like, I rode Yamahas yeah. as on two fifties. Yeah, but it's but, been about three years. Yeah, so and yeah. it's a completely yes, different bike. Yeah. Completely. So you show up a club, jump on a bike. Yep. 
Get some laps in. Yeah, yeah. We rode. I drove it on outdoors or like a sand, a corner track on on Saturday. Then uh, Sunday, Monday, I rode Supercross. Mm-hmm. Um, they just had cold suspension. Uh, it was a little soft for me, so it was hard for me to really push. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I just rode those two days, and then we flew off. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. how'd the race go? Not well. Not well. <laughs> Not well. Oh man, yeah, I I got really bad arm pump. Um, it was my fault. I should I should have been more prepared. Yeah. Uh, just after Supercross, I wasn't expecting a call that soon. Yeah. Like I was expecting maybe a call like mid season, just because yeah. some, but not someone getting hurt for first round. Yeah. Because so I because after Salt Lake City, I took off. Just yeah. like it was time to relax. So, um, I, I rode and I got some time in, and uh, they were really cool about it. They were just like no pressure, anything. They were really cool about it all. And we got to the club. I was riding. I could. I, mean, I got arm pump bad there. Like yeah. I noticed right away. I'm yeah. like, this is not gonna be good. Right. Um. But I showed a little bit of speed. I had good like technique on the bike. Uh-huh. Like my mechanic said, I was one of the first ones to jump everything on the track. Like I did everything second lap. It's just once I started pushing, mm-hmm. my conditioning was gone. Yeah. But it was so much fun just to be in that scenario with the World Supercross mm-hmm. Club. Mex guys are really cool. It's really fun. Uh, fun little group of people that add going to the world. So. Had a lot of fun. So yeah, you got a while for next round. Do we know if Thompson's coming back or what they say or did they tell you anything? Or? Yeah, we don't know if he's coming back yet okay. or not. Um, I did tell them. I said, look, like I know my performance this wasn't like great, yeah. um, like conditioning wise. Yep. If y'all need a rider to finish it out, I will be prepared. Yeah. Like AMA Supercross, Josh will be back. Yeah. If yeah. not better. Right. So like because I know there I can start getting top tens in those and show people I can do well in the world. So I want I told them I said. But let me know so I can be prepared. What did you think of the format and everything and the way the race was run and the cardboard tough blocks? and <laughs> The cardboard tough blocks saved my life. Did they? <laughs> I jumped off the – so the finish line was huge. Yep. It was a like this. A metal ramp, right? he, No, it was actually oh, dirt. Okay. It was actually dirt. Um, it was kicky, though. He had a big kicker on it. Not big, but like it was a little bit. And uh, I jumped left one time and landed off the side of the jump, smoked the cameraman. Oh. <laughs> and, like, I looked like the biggest goon. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But if those weren't cardboard, yeah. I would have been on over the bars yeah. in the hospital right, right now. Right, right. So that was lucky. But it was a, it's a cool, uh, like, everything's put together, ran very well. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. The three-moto format, I'm not a fan of. Yeah. It's too much. Too short of time between the motos? Or? Yeah, you get yeah. eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just... I think from, and they're different lengths, right? They're different lengths. Yeah, it's yeah. Eight, 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 twelve. Okay, laps. I right. think so. Um, once we got to the line, once you cool your breath, you're, you're like, hey, let's go again. Yeah, it's just too much to for the riders. I think right. I'd rather have like just do the regular format, triple crown format. Yeah, you can keep it close. I don't mind it if it's ten, if it's like fifteen minutes, but eight minutes is a little. They they couldn't get you some suspension like from Enzo or like they couldn't do something to your spec or like we just... yeah I don't know like about I wasn't really too picky just about because I knew the situation like it was a very like yep. hey we need to get this done in two days and then go off and stuff like that and the suspension was like maybe only one setting too mm-hmm. low okay. and so we figured a World Supercross track is gonna be easier it'll probably work better it'll work fine yeah um and it just didn't work well for me I'd rather just have time to test yeah the bike and get used to the bike because it yep. was so like. I didn't know what it was going to do. Like, my mind, I knew I could go faster, yep. but just not my 
positioning on the bike. How was the jet lag and everything for racing? It was pretty gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got sick too. Like, like, oh, they, yeah. yeah, like I was sick on race day because like when we landed, I started feeling a little sick and I didn't take like emergency or any yeah, of that. Yeah. And I was like pretty sick on Saturday, the race day. And just when I got back, I got really sick when I got back to America, just from all the traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Jeez. Yeah. It well, was, it was pretty crazy, but I told pretty, them, pretty I'm like, whirlwind trip. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. But I told them, I'm like, yo, like I'll be prepared if you give me the chance. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm ready. Right. Oh, interesting. Uh, no secret this year. You did really well in Supercross. Crushed it. You've been a 250 guy. Even in your privateer 250 days, you would show speed, qualify well, maybe not always get it done, but yeah. you know you had talent to, to lay down heaters that mm-hmm. we could see. And I feel like this year you put it all together in a 450 class, right? Like you, Yeah. You kind of rose up to more consistency? A little bit. Yeah. Um, I think – I don't know what it was fully, but I think it was just everything. Yeah. I think it was riding all summer last year having fun, getting back to having fun with this sport. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I did 450 in 2020 and 2021. But in 2020, I got hurt halfway. It was my rookie year. I got hurt halfway through the season. Then 21, for that season, I was feeling the best I'd ever felt. I was at MTF training really well. I was riding with Davalos. Like, he was pushing me really Mm -hmm. well. And I break my ankle the week before A1. So that ruined that season. So I felt like that season was going to be my shining year. Okay. And then the next year, I got picked up on 250 for Mad Parts. Mm -hmm. And I showed a lot of speed there, too. Like, I had a better year, but very inconsistent. And then this year, just having more fun with it, being my own program, could deal with it all myself, my own bike. My practice bike and my race bike were the exact same. That was a huge part of it. Because, like, on privateer teams, they usually can't build your practice bike like your race bike. At least to where, because I tell them, like, I don't want to be buying race gas. So I built my bikes to where they were the exact same. I could switch them anytime, and yeah. it was fine. Yeah, so that was really a big part of it, too. Huge. Yeah. So, yeah, and then just me and Miles, uh, Shug, a mechanic of yeah. mine for this year, He we just had fun this year. Like, you're just doing and, it on our own. And uh, Bubba Pauly, you rode for him one year. This yep. year, you are like a satellite guy off to the side, little different sponsors and stuff. Vibe was good for all that? Like, yeah, that was, very. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, like, with Bubba, I told him, or he told me last year, let me know if you need to do anything, and yep. he – with him and the, that team, I had so much fun with his team, and it worked well. Mm-hmm. We got to, like, we were never frustrated, never argued. So it was a good uh, mesh for this year because yeah. all our parts are similar. The bikes are similar. We did the same graphic company, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I was like a side chick. Yeah. I was, like, telling people, I'm like, I'm his side chick. When he needs me, yeah. I'm there. I'm there when, yeah. when I'm not, when he right. doesn't need me, I'm, I'm not there. Yeah. So it was cool. That was yeah. appreciative they did all that. But in a way, too, you get to kind of use your own stuff a little bit. You call your own stuff. shots, right? Yep. So... Like you get some benefits because they take your bike around, and you get then you get the side benefits of being totally hump, comfy. Because we, as we know, you and I know, when you ride for some of these privateer teams, you take sponsorship money from products that aren't yeah. the greatest sometimes. Yeah, yeah, so. like that's the thing with these privateer teams, and it's understandable because they don't have a lot of money, right? And because it's all in the top, so they'll yeah. take like let's say this brand because they gave them money, and then the rider doesn't like it. Yeah, well, we had a lot of that with the even the Mad Tarts team; they were swapping suspension a lot, yeah. they were swapping different things. Um, but for this year, if yeah. I didn't want to run something, I just swapped it. Yeah. And it yeah. didn't matter. Right. Uh, and yeah, you got a lot of press this year, right? A lot yep. of, a lot of, uh, attention, a lot of results. So yeah, yeah it was a good step up for you for yeah. this year. Yeah. You, you know, made some money. So quite a bit, uh, LCQ, pulp, pulp LCQ, 30 grand, right? 30,400. Wow. 
It was a good payday. What'd so you do with the money? That. What'd you do with the cash? I man, I actually haven't spent much of it. Really? I, yeah, right, right away. I bought, or I'm getting my, I got my floor done, or getting my floor done now. Yeah. Uh, in my garage, getting it like flaked, and yeah. then we got my walls painted, and I've got like really nice uh, new era, I think, uh, cabinets. Uh-huh. So I just want to make my garage all nice. Yeah. But other than that, I'm kind of, I'm buying a two-stroke next week. Yeah. So just kind of right. he- dabbling here and there with it. Nice. Um. What was that race like for you? Now looking back on it, like you were stoked at that, that. Oh yeah. Like honestly, you you threw your bike down, set it down. I didn't <laughs> yeah, like that. I know. I know you, you right. don't like that. Uh, uh, you know, you you were you you seemed really happy, right? Uh, oh. You rode great. Uh, what, looking back on it, how was it? It man, it, when I crossed that finish line, I was because you all know I did a big no footer and yeah. <laughs> a couple of times thinking I'm like, what should I do for this? But I was too excited. I just like was so in awe that I just you, won. Yeah, that. you were. Because like once Freddie crashed, yep. I was like, "Don't mess up." Yeah. Because I one I I looked behind me, see who's behind me. I'm like, I'm good. Like no one's gonna catch me. Yeah. Cade, Cade is ripping. I yeah. saw. Well, yeah. I, that's the thing. I saw Cade, but I'm like, dude, he's in like tenth. Like yeah. there's no way he's catching me. Just do your laps, hit your marks, breathe. Because like once I got done with yeah. that race, I almost passed out. Everyone was. <laughs> it's so hard to breathe there. Like it was gnarly. Yeah. So and then I did. Um, where I, I think you saw a video of me like slapping my head against the bar, yeah, yeah, over jumping. Yeah. So that kind of scared me a little bit. Yeah. So I was first happy. person to show me that was Cade. Yeah, Cade sent me the video. He, he yeah. sent it in the group chat. Yeah. He's like, "You're winner, ladies and gentlemen." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. screw you, Cade. Um, no, he was ripping too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had a couple guys tell me they were more nervous for that race than maybe like their oh, yeah. race. You know, because yeah, the AMA race. They pretty much know what they're gonna get. Yeah, like that. We all know where we're gonna be, how much money we're gonna get yeah. for that one. They're like, dude, they could win seven, eight thousand dollars right. by just having a normal race. So then we had a gate pick draw. We were gonna invert the gate. We were gonna do all these things. That, but the draw, the close pin that was draw was the normal. Pick. Yeah. So you had 18th pick, or I don't. You know, so yeah, like last 19th pick yeah, or yeah, whatever. Like so and you still pulled out a decent start. Yeah. And I don't know how. Yeah. I think I told you this at the show. Yeah. I started, I went out the gate, shifted into first on accident. That's right, yes. And then shifted back into second and somehow came out. But that start, if you're on the outside, yeah. it really helped. Yeah, yeah. And, and I got around a couple people right away. Uh, it helped, though, like with that, like I had confidence. Yeah. Like for the first couple, like first lap. But I, I felt like Anderson against me or something sure. like that where yeah, I could yeah. just push those guys out of the way because yep. I'm used to it. Yeah. Um, so I got it up to the front pretty quick. And then me and Freddie got, and then he ended up going left. Yeah. Freddie pu- Freddie went Freddie. Freddie went Freddie. Freddie went Freddie. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it was cool, man. Um, so who won last year? Chiz. Oh, yeah, you Chiz, let him right. in. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I was going to totally mind blanked on that one. So two wild cards yeah. win this thing and i'm getting flack from people about you know the wild these guys are too good like i you know like i didn't let morans in i didn't let starling in cuz they were top 20 in the points and yeah. you know they were having great seasons and but you were you know i could i could see people bitching about you but you were 25th in points or whatever like it was you know like whatever you were yeah um you were riding really well but you had been inconsistent so i felt like hey here's a guy who works full time real privateer you know, let's give a wild card spot, but like, yeah, you and Chiz aren't helping things when you guys just go out and like crush it from. He starts in the back row, you start on the 19th gate pick or whatever. Chiz, so, fuck off. What, what, <laughs> like, what should I do? Should I keep allowing wild cards in? Like, oh, what? man, I, I mean, it's now that I'm out that I'm probably not allowed in it anymore as a wild card. No, you. If you're having a shitty year, I was at the top. Well, 20, yeah, something I'd like that. Yeah, in, but yeah. like, let's say like I have yeah. a normal whatever year. Right. I would say no wild cards at all. And, or if you did a wild card, it has to be either a 250 rider 
mm-hmm. or a non kind of me or Chiz. Yeah. Like you can't. Or Brees. Like, yeah. Brees. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah, if you, yeah. Last year, what was your top three? It was Morans, Brees, and Chiz. Yeah. Three wild cards. Yeah. This year, it was me, uh, Cade, and Chase. Would have been me, Cade, and Freddie if Probably. he went to crash. Yeah. Three wild, wild cards. cards. Yeah. So the three top three has taken the money from the privateers that should yeah. be getting it. Yeah. I loved it because I yeah. got the money. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, you are a privateer. Chase was selling me on a, his exactly. privateerness, and I believe yeah. him. You know, and I believe him. Like that is the other. That's the kind of argument because Benny he was right. b- bitching about it yeah. a lot. Harlan. Like, oh yeah. 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 They were, and we. Been, Benny, you're not a privateer. Like you'll never be a privateer. I don't even care if you're paying yeah. for the stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I think it should be just either go down to nineteen, twenty, yeah. twenty-one, or get a two fifty. I liked how you put the two fifty riders. Yeah. Two fifty guys. In grab there. a couple like kind of hundred. But then uh, make them ride two fifties though. If they're yeah, good. Yoda jumped on a two four fifty or somebody uh, uh, who did. Devin. Uh, yeah. Simonson. Simonson jumped on a four fifty for that. You know. I would make them ride two um, fifties. Giving him a haircut to get entry though. That was gold. That was awesome. Um. Or, you know what I was thinking, too, and we've, we've kicked this idea around a little bit. Uh, if Feld would let me do it, of course. I still got to talk to those guys and everything else. But, like, gate drop, normal. St- you know, have your car, have your guys, whatever. Yep. Five minutes, wave the checkers, and then stagger them. So the last place guy is now first. And then throw the flag, do a stagger start, and, now you, and then you combine the two motos. I like that idea. So you have the first moto where you have five minutes to get up to front or whatever yeah. you're doing. And then, and then, so then, and then, if you're first after five minutes, you get last on the on the stagger start. Yeah. And and then we're off. Last gets first. Right. I and like, then we're off for another five minutes, and we combine the two scores. I think that's a great idea. Cause yeah. I, I heard y'all talking about that on yeah. the podcast, right. and I was like, that's a because it, it it puts drama into it. Yeah. It's fair drama. Yeah. It's not like you're putting in anything crazy. So I think that's a good idea. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll switch it up a little bit because honestly, there's so much money at stake. 140 grand last year. 130 the year before. There's so much drama that like a lot of you guys are like, hey man, I don't like I'm not. I just want to. Finish. I just want to finish. Yeah, second, third, fourth, right. we'll stay. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not that worried about it, you know, yeah. as far as the money-wise. So, yeah. Yeah, because I was even that like that. When I was behind Freddie, I didn't care if I passed him. You're right. I was like, if the pass comes, yeah, yeah but, sure. like, I'm just going to stick behind right. him and make And I want, I want chaos, Carl. Yeah, right? you want – well, you need to take out – you need to put in, like – Hey, if you take out this person on this lab, you can get an extra thousand yeah, or something yeah. like that. I don't think Feld would be okay with that, but nah, you know. it'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Trevor for the nine ninety nine for on YouTube. Um, hey, so again, we've talked about your your, your we've done privateer pods and, and the, the guys on TV have brought it up, but uh, you, your college degree, um, you're an IT in Dallas. I mean, you, maybe you and Marks can talk. Yeah. Computers. We'll, we'll, ner- we'll nerd out. We'll nerd out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. Um, but like, so, you know, you, you, your story's cool. Like you, yeah, you've, you've taken a path unlike a lot of racers. Uh, I'm sure you're tired of talking about it, but yes. What's it like having a full-time job and trying to race? Yeah, it's, um, honestly, it's actually easier than going to college. Yeah. Um, and one of my dad's friends actually told me that he said, when you get your job, you Mm -hmm. will realize it's easier. And it is because you're on a set schedule. Like I know exactly when my meetings are going to be all week. I know exactly what I'm doing. It's remote. Um, where college, it was just like throwing crap at you 24 yeah. seven, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty good right now. Just right. luckily it's uh remote, like 90% of it. I have to go in the office one day a week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully in September, they said they might go full remote. That'll help out a lot. That yeah. way I can go to like anywhere and go train. But, um, but yeah, right now yeah. it's, it's pretty good. My yeah. boss's boss, my boss, my boss's boss is a big Supercross fan. Yeah. That's how he found me. Right. 
And so that so works out. A little out. bit of latitude there with your stuff. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So it works out. Yeah, yeah. Are you tired of talking about it at this point, right? I mean, no, not really. No, um, okay. it's kind of like a new thing because, like, when I was in college, I was the college kid. Yeah. And when you're a privateer, like around my speed, you kind of need a niche to put your name yeah. out there because yeah. you're not always getting you can, talked you about. You can sell sketchy merch or you can go to college. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, or have OnlyFans yeah, chicks on your bike. OnlyFans, yeah. So you need to have that little thing because if you don't, they're not going to talk about you. Your yeah. name's not going to be out there. So, right. And now that the job thing, it's really cool just to kind of be back in that little light and uh, just right. showing that, also showing the kids in the future that you don't have to do that path. You can do a different path and still be, at yeah. least, obviously I'm not, you can't be a Tomac and be, doing what i am but right. you can still make mains and still yeah. go to college and still go to school so, and, and not waste your money education. And, yeah be a professional athlete and all exactly that. so on twitter uh i got into a big twitter fight a few weeks ago because they showed on the broadcast hayden deegan graduating with his ged yeah. from on track schooling and i got nothing against on track and i got nothing against hayden deegan but i said on twitter like man i don't know if we should be promoting this like i feel like one of the dirty secrets of our sport and it sucks is that you basically can't go to school and be good at motocross. Yeah. Like, you just can't. You cannot go to public school. And and nowadays, with the way it is now, and we used to have Loretta's and Ponca in the summer when kids are on holidays, and that's how you became someone known. Well, now they got all these, they got five or six mini majors. Yeah. They got facilities. All the things, if you're trying to go to school and compete against kids who don't go to school and do homeschooling and live at facilities, you're screwed. So you basically can't go to school as a child to be really good. You can, but it's tough. Yeah. Uh, you got, I mean, your public school will kick you out for so many days missed. Pretty right? much, yeah. So, again, I feel like that's a little bit of a dirty secret of our industry. I'm not saying it's it, – I don't know how it can be avoided. I don't know. Okay, so I'm not trying to, like, come down on it. But here they are promoting Hayden graduating. And, again, nothing against Hayden and nothing against Entree. Yeah. But they're basically saying, like – Hey, one of the up-and-coming stars of our sport doesn't go to school, which we all know that. Yeah. But showing people that is maybe, to me, a little bit of like, a, I don't know. Well, isn't it so like, wanna, aren't wanna, they trying to show that that it is a school or something like that? Like, well, they're saying, it, yeah, they're saying, you know. Is you, it a GED or what is it? I, I would guess it's a GED. Yeah. yeah. I, I would mean, guess I, it is, right? I, but I think a GED is different than like a high school diploma. I think you get a high school diploma through on track. But I have no idea. I okay. haven't looked into it. So, but. I, 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 what's the difference? Isn't a GED saying you just didn't the, 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 you didn't so graduate a, high school? I like so a it's GED, the equivalent. It's the equivalent. It's the equivalent, right. but it's like I, what I know. I don't know yeah. much about it, but I'm pretty sure the GED is like saying, "Hey, yeah, you didn't finish high school, right. but you took a test to get your credit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like in high school diploma is showing, "Hey, yeah, right. you did the four years." Okay, so. They show Hayden get his GED. Yeah, whatever that and, thing. And 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 through on track schooling. And I just don't know. Like again, like I I I know that you don't you can't go to school and be Hayden Deegan. I know yeah. this, and I and you know we, none of these kids go to school. Like I, do you know anybody who goes to school that's top? <sighs> Not right now. No. The only people I've known to do it and do it as well. Like let's say like, like I did it well. Um, Justin, I was going to talk to him about it. Yeah, was, Justin Cooper. Justin graduated. Cooper wasn't. He didn't yeah. graduate. He did what I remember. He did one year of college, okay, and then got his star ride and then yeah. left. Yeah. But still, like he was yeah. on that. He did high school. He's on well, that yeah, path. I guess I meant high school. He graduated. Yeah, high school. He, yeah. he graduated high school. So it was cool that he did that. Gavin Faith graduated high school. Um, but yeah, when it gets to the college, it kind of gets hard right. to balance. So but I guess my point, my question, long about point is, how do you feel about the on track, on track stuff, or homeschooling in general, or all of that? 
Um, for on track, I actually kind of like it. Um, at least it just gives a platform to at least the kids that they've already decided. They're like, yo, we're not going to school. Like yeah. the parents are like, we're not doing school. We're doing yeah. moto. At least it gives them a platform to do school instead of, cause when I was in, uh, like at training facilities, well, I never was, but once I got there, once I was in school, yeah. I noticed the kids, they're not doing their school. They no. just go and they go click, 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 click. Dude, I have, buddies, I have buddies that ride at facilities that tell me it is a complete joke. Oh, it is. I've yeah. seen it. Like right. you can look, It's all online. All the answers are online. So at least that they're getting a platform to kind of do some school. They're probably using Deegan and Ricky like to promote it and yeah. to say, oh, yeah, they do this. But at least they're getting a platform. I kind of like it because I wish there was more education in our sport. Right. But it I is agree. hard, though. Like there will always be like if – the first one through 10 kids are not going to school or they're going to school. That 11th kid's going to be like, Oh, I'm going to get homeschooled so I can pass them. Yeah. No. I, and at this point, from what I understand and talking to amateur people, no one goes to school anymore before it was like 50, 50 or, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's there, not anymore. It, it, it sounds like now in 2023, as soon as your speed yeah. training facility. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know if we should. I don't, I don't. Again, I think it's a dirty little secret in our sport that you gotta. You can't go to public school. Yeah. And I think public school for kids is great. You get. You get. You get uh, social interaction. You maybe join sports teams. Maybe you get picked on. Maybe you know what I mean. Maybe you get a crush on a girl. Like yeah. all the things that happen to uh, a kid, you know, kids, right? To make you a kid to make you a kid to make you a human and to make you what you are. Instead, like I have buddies of mine, and you you know the same people that I do that tell me that these uh, kids. Never finish their schooling. They're in a motorhome all day. They're doing motos. Yeah. Whatever. No social, like no social skills. Yeah. Like when I when I finally got to a facility and we would all go hang out with the ones that have lived there right. forever. Like at, we were at a we were at a movie theater. A couple of our friends. We were like kind of eighteen, seventeen years old. And there's like a group of girls. I was like, yo, there's some group of girls. Let's yeah. go talk to them. And like me and like a couple other walked over, but there's another guy. I'm not gonna say his name. Yeah. He's not in the sport anymore, but he just sat over there. Yeah. Like just would not come talk to <laughs> to the girls, and because he was so nervous, he had no social skills. Yeah. And I see that a lot. And yeah. High school gives that to you. So I wish they would allow you or make you have a make you go to school for the racing. It'll never happen because no. it would destroy the training facility yeah. businesses. But like, yeah. I wish they would be like, nope, you got to be in school to race. But or even like if a training facility said, hey man, for for three hours in the morning. It's school. It's cool. You know? And yeah. then we'll go ride. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... And uh, that's so. thing I think On Track is trying to do, because they're at GPF a lot, Yeah, I noticed. Um, they, they're, every single yeah, time Woodrow I Yeah, has there. some sort of uh, On Track uh, the, yeah, the so like, graduation thing or whatever. If yeah. you can, at least uh, On Track's trying to get to where, like, hey, let's make this the school of motocross. Yeah. And hopefully yep. it's like an actual diploma. And yeah. Good, yeah, good I mean, teacher. something. I'd be interested to get your take on it being yeah. a you know, college, college more, graduate that you more are. More school yeah. is, be, is is always good for me. Yeah. I, I always want people to have education because this sport, it sucks to say there's not enough money in right. it. There's, we don't have well, enough people in the sport to or watching the sport to have. Like, to be honest, the guys getting 40th in the Supercross should be making 100 grand. Uh, like, just. Mm, I don't know if I agree with you on that. I mean, do the sport that we do. They're the top, even though nah. they're top forty in the country. Yeah. I mean, they gotta live. No, they don't. They don't know. No, if you make the main event, you could, you need to live. Yeah. That's the show. That's the sport. But if you're twelfth uh, in the LCQ, we can go to McDonald's and get a twelfth <laughs> in the LCQ guy. It's true. I, I'm sorry, but that's how I it's feel. It's true. It's like, true. Like that's. That's not a real talented racer, 12th in the LCQ. That's a guy that just never hung it up. Yeah. That's a guy that never quit, you know, ahead of the guys that were like, holy shit, I'm 12th in the LCQ. Like Randy Valade, my buddy Randy yeah. Valade. 
I'm like, oh, I got to get on with my life. Paul Parabinos, I got to get on with my life. Dan Truman, we're not going to make it. Yeah. We got to get on with our lives. The 12th place in the LCQ guy now, he just doesn't realize that he needs to quit. True. So that's where I'm at. Now, main event, guys, um, HB, mate, yeah. I'm with you. That's, that's, that's professional, the tip of the spear, <laughs> professional guys. But, you know, you see these guys show up every weekend in Supercross, and they got no hope in hell of making the main event. Yeah, they're, they're, they're there for the, for the $1,000, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, those guys should quit. Yeah. Go get a job. Go get a schooling. Anyway, yeah. but back to my point. Um, I meet, you meet these riders who don't have any social interaction, like you said, who aren't really smart. You can tell that. And then you meet the parents, and they're not any better. <laughs> and they're the ones teaching the kids the homeschool, apparently, over the years. Yeah. And it's just like this fucking circle of fuckery. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're just all fucked. Like, nobody's... No, there's not going to go past. No. There's, you're not going to yeah, go to the next yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not going to get smarter. You're just going to race your dirt bike. And if you're Justin Barsher or Eli Tomac and you make millions of dollars, well, who cares? But I'm talking guys who don't. You yeah, know? And the so. thing is, what they don't see, and this is, we... Uh, me and my dad constantly talk about it. Like they don't see that point oh 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 one percent of the racers make it. Yeah. Like Dude, yeah. <laughs> like the there's a meme of like it says of like of uh, the MTF racers. They had a sign saying point oh one percent of y'all will not make it, and it said, "Oh, if they could read, they'd be really offended right now." <laughs> <laughs> like I just laughed so hard about that. Yeah. But it's yeah. just there's no. no there's no money no. in the sport. No, there's not. We're a niche sport, man. Yeah. It's just it's our it's our what we are. Like you, not counting pulp money, you probably made fifty k last year. Seventy five k, yeah, seventy five. Yeah, okay. So, and if you add the pulp money, which is a bonus, you're six figures. Yeah, you got your regular job, you're making it. You're doing great. You know what I mean? Like you're a professional athlete traveling around the country, racing your dirt bike. That's great. But yeah, there's too many guys that are making twenty k a year, ten k a year. You know, and, and yeah. Um, so it's interesting stuff to talk about for sure. Um, Woodrow's on one. Woodrow, what's up, man? I'm back to harass you about vintage. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. By the way, having Josh on, great to hear. Great to hear from him and all that other stuff. Thanks, um, but back to you, Steve, and vintage. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Uh, I think you should race it. I really do. So uh, last time I was on, I talked about Washougal and whatnot, but two years ago we raced the, the actual track, and Ryan Huffman was out there racing a 74 Husky with like four inches of travel and drum brakes mm -hmm. and did just fine clearing everything because you were talking about drum brakes and technology yeah, from the old days and I'm whatnot. Not, I'm not as good as Ryan Huffman as a rider, dude, but those bikes suck to ride. Like, they just suck. Oh, they're fun. I mean, Steve, what, fun. what year is this? What well, year he's bike? talking about a 74. Jeez, I've... 74? You're talking 80s, right? No, Well, I got a 91 CR500, and it's not that fun to ride. Really? No. Um. all right. Well, Two strokes are hard I'm to keep give... on the pipe. Like, the brakes aren't that good. You know? Yeah. Like, it takes a lot of work to ride one of those things. I've never ridden a vintage a, bike. No. Yeah. It, it it is. I mean, Steve, it is a challenge, but you you already know that, right? Because you've rode you've rode that bike. You know it's a challenge. Woodrow, what do you want me to do? Like drive around and race vintage stuff? Like I, I don't like I got a job. All right, all right, that's fine. I'll I'll leave it alone. I really think you would enjoy the atmosphere I, and everything I, else. I and, I love old bikes. Right, I'm building an old bike yeah. right now. I'm building this piece of shit dark side bike right now. Yes, and I yes. built a Yamaha, and I built a Cowie, and I built a Honda, and I built yeah. my 500. So I enjoy going in the garage and tinkering with that stuff, and finding parts for it, and cleaning parts, and you know I enjoy that part of it. But 
like the vintage stuff seems to me, and and I think I would enjoy the vintage crowd. Like RV went up, RV and Weimer went up to that Idaho thing, and they had a blast, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But dude, like, what am I doing? Driving up to Idaho to race my vintage bike? Like, I'm driving to Washington. Like, how am I doing all this? You know, I uh, well, no, obviously you don't have the time right now. I'm, right. Like, man, what are you? I'm, are you retired? To... Are you loaded? Like, how do you do this? <laughs> no, I no, I just do it for fun on the side. Yeah, I know. I'm a fully working man that has a full time job and everything else. But well, on the weekend, how weekends, do you go to I these go... places? And how, where do you go to ride your vintage bike? Throughout Washington, oh. I just I have a trailer and I load up and I go and it's a fun weekend. The family comes out. And all that, and and you, you, it's, it's more of a camping trip, right? Yeah, camping you, trip with dirt bikes. Yeah, do you have like a nice trailer? No, I don't. You stay in hotels. Small trailer. Oh, I have a small trailer, and I bring my my dogs, my basset dogs, with me to the trip. Well, now I'm into it. And <laughs> bringing bassets is cool. And yeah, no, they enjoy it too because they they get the attention, of course. And, yeah. You know they want to run away because they're bassets and they don't listen. But like it's it's more of like a camping trip with dirt bikes yeah. and people barbecuing and beer and, and all that stuff. It's really laid back. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I, 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 I know I, Steve, you're yeah. you're you're how you are about it. But I really think if you were to do uh, like a, a trailer camping trip kind of thing on that. You probably have a really good time. Well, now I got to get a trailer though, and I don't have a trailer. I'm not sleeping in a tent. You know, like, I'm not doing any of that. So I don't know. Yeah. I, did I it, tell it, you I'm going to ever... vet, I'm going to the vet destinations. I'm in. Okay. All right. I'm going so, to Fox it, Hill, England. I'm flying a so fucking. It, oh no! So it's oh, so it that... is Fox Hill. It's Fox Hill. I'm flying a fucking to fucking England to ride a piece of shit vintage bike, Woodrow. You're you're what 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 kind of what what is the vintage bike? Do you know what it is yet? I think is it's it a, vintage uh, or is it a 2003 wide? No, 250 like no, Rhino. No, no, no. Like Ryan did. Yeah, no, no. I'm I think I'm riding a. Uh, ironically, I think I'm I'm building a 90 125 right now, and I think I'm riding an 89 yeah. 250 over there. Oh shit! Yeah, an eighty-nine <laughs> YZ two hundred and fifty is what I, I think yes. I've been told. So I'm in. So, but you're so you're doing it over there, but you know why not over here? Like my quest continues to give you a hard time about vintage, and I really think that if you were to do a local one, like maybe there's no there's no race. There's nothing around trail. here. There's nothing around Vegas. There's nothing. Oh, oh well, I'm sorry to hear that. No, there is. Sorry to hear that. Uh, uh, Marks, do you know of any vintage racing around here? I don't think there's anything. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't. Okay, maybe ask uh, Talon. What about Lone Wolf? I can't remember the name of it, but um, there's this guy that. There's this guy. No, uh, <laughs> they're a sponsor of Kiefer Show. <laughs> they're a sponsor of Kiefer Show, and they do vet races. I think they have some at Mesquite. I don't know if they're vintage, but I know they, it's like a vet oh. series. But they probably have a vintage oh. class. The bikes aren't oh. vintage. The riders are. Oh, boy. The, okay. the riders are No, vintage. listen. But, uh, Woodrow, the Pacific Northwest yeah. is huge vintage racing area. I know this from over the years. Like, it's big. So, you guys, because uh, I used to live in Victoria, and oh, yeah. there was yep, a huge yep. vintage race in Duncan every year, Duncan, B.C., um, oh yeah, back in the day, and I know that the Pacific Northwest vintage guys would invade Canada, the the, the island, um, every oh, yeah. year. So, I I yeah. just think it's a stronger area for vintage than it is here. You know, and I'm sorry to hear that, Steve. I really think that, and right. I'll keep trying, but I'll stop calling. But what, listen, <laughs> Woodrow, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go in August to this fucking Good. 
England place and ride a vintage Good. bike. So call back after that, and okay. we, maybe the bug will have bit me. Maybe I'll just be fucking all in on vintage bikes. I don't know. Oh, that'd be rad. Okay. I, yes, I will do. I will do that. Great okay. to hear it, Steve. All right, thank you, man. Yep, thank you. See ya. Vintage bikes. Dude. You're going full vintage. I see it. I see it in the future. You're yeah, full, full vintage. Full vintage. Fuck. Let's make Pulpamex vintage team. Things gonna fall apart on me. <laughs> uh, Pulp twenties go to save at Maxima USA. Check those guys out. MaximaUSA.com. Thank you to those guys as well as Pro Filter. Uh, if you haven't heard of Pro Filter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. They make air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side by sides, and everything in between. Pulp20 is the code to save at profilter.com as well as Maxima USA. Uh, love the Maxima stuff, whether it's a 927, whether it's a SC1, MPPL. It's got it all over there uh, at, uh, at Maxima USA and Profilter. Thank you to those guys for coming on board tonight. Um, we talked about WebKTM, unless you have any other thoughts on that. Um, I think we talked about it quite a bit. Uh, thanks. To, well, Phil knew nothing about it, so imagine that. <laughs> I thought uh, he was all your source. Yeah. Uh, Tom Vial. We didn't even talk about Tom Vial. He won. Good he, job, Tom Vial. He did a really yep. good job. Uh, he was great. Um, I've been waiting for that, too. Yeah, he's been slowly getting better, right? Yeah. do you feel like? Yeah. I, it's It sucks because I feel like next year he'll be good. I do, too. Because, I mean, dude, he's learning the tracks. Yep. He can't, all these guys have already rode the tra- ridden the track. So, like, yep. he has no clue what he's coming into. And then this weekend, kind of, because I feel like a sand track's easier to learn. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like all sand tracks are the same. Sure, it's just whoops and turns. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's a good point. He uh, so he really shined, and I'm because I want to see Tom Vial. I want to see the world yeah. champion. I want to see him. I think he's going to be just like Marv, where it's going to take him a year, and then Marv started winning in his second year, yep. and he was on. You yeah. Know, and I, I, he needs um, a little supercross work. Yeah. But that's that's as, understandable. He's not as good indoors as Marv was, you know. No. But um, but good job to Tom Vial for sure for yep. winning winning his first national, and um, yeah, it's great great to see for sure. Uh, also great to see, as we were talking about in our review pod, you got Boutron, yep. you got Van Berkel, you got uh, Gert Krestenoff, Estonian guy, 1212, yeah. I think he went. Um, yeah, it's all, the 450 class is all over the map. A lot of new it's, people it's this great. weekend. It's fantastic. It's cr- a lot of yeah, new people. I know. It was great. There's so many guys from all over the world. Uh, Talviku in the 250 class, too, another Estonian guy. Yeah, so. Dude, I put him on my fantasy and, like after he practice. Crushed it, yeah. But then I took him off. Why? I I don't. I was. I went to his Instagram and I didn't do a quick look. I I had, I had like five minutes to put my shit in. Okay. So like I went to his Instagram hoping to see like oh four time British champion or four time <laughs> Estonian tra- whatever that something. Yep. And it just looked like a normal privateer. And I was like oh no I got to take him off real quick. And but he's raced just, nationals before here. Oh he has. Yeah. So that's thing I didn't know anything yeah, about okay, him. Yeah. And then he kills it. Right. Like I was like and my point system was just down. Oh. Benny was doing the same thing. He told me, he's like, I kept him. I was like. Benny Benny was texting with me, and I said, do not put Jimmy D on your team. No. I said, Benny, do not do that. He's like, dude, he's P1. I'm like, dude, when Jimmy D was a real racer, his best ever finish was 15th. In outdoors? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm like, you think he's going to do 15th today? <laughs> he fucking got 15th. That's pretty damn yeah, good. Fuck for your coming. game, Marks. <laughs> Yeah, I I agree. Did he did he get like did he, is that max it's, points for him? Yeah, Wait, I think yeah, I, Jimmy D got max yeah, points. Josh, Josh had him, by the way. Oh, Josh was, had him. I was yeah. about to say, I think I put yeah, him on my. Yeah, you did. You skipped Salviku and you put. I think I put Jimmy. Whatever, dude. Yeah, because I liked him because of his handicap. Because I was thinking, I'm like, okay, dude, he's got to be able to get that. top twenty. I I would not have said Jimmy D got top twenty at all. <laughs> I would not. He just I, how it's Jimmy D though, like dude, but he's not that good outdoors. Jimmy D indoors good. 
Jimmy D Outdoors, go look at his results. That's that's, Not that good. I didn't know he was. I didn't know he was. That and bad. then he took five years off. So I mean, great job for him. I'm not talking shit on him. Yeah, he no, did, no, no. He did really well, but fuck him, <laughs> because I was. <laughs> you were so adamant about I, not I, having I, him. So adamant, and I told Benny, do not pick Jimmy D. And then after the first moto, Benny just sends me the emojis of death, like so not happy with me. I can't remember. I can't remember if it was in our group chat or if it was somewhere else, but somewhere said, um, "That's right." I would have had like 200 extra points if I wouldn't have listened to Steve Mathis for my pulp. That Benny. was probably Benny. <laughs> it was probably, yeah. Probably Benny. But look, I, I did well. I got, uh, what did I get, Marks? Hunter screwed me. Uh, I had 600, didn't I? You got like 648 or Six, something. Yeah. Damn, really? I was like, I did really well. Yeah, I, Hunter, I had zero points for Hunter. Yeah. Like when he did screw right. And my, I still haven't figured it out too, too much. I had like three wild cards. And like, Benny's like, why do you have three wild all-stars. cards? All-stars. Yeah, all-stars. Yeah. He's like, why do you have three all-stars? And I'm like, oh, they just seem, he's like, you can't get more than 25 <laughs> points. And I'm like, I got to learn this game Come more. on, Cartwright. <laughs> it's round five of the outdoors. Like, you got to know it. I know. I, I missed a round right. when, I was in, when I was in England. Yeah. I missed that. So I got zero points for that. I, I thought y'all gave me like a, just the shittiest points you can have, like 200 or something. But no, no it's zero. Zero. You gotta get gotta hold, gotta figure this out. Yeah, I'll get um, I'll get I'll I'll win a couple at the end of the season. Listen again, <laughs> I I'm giving you shit about fantasy, but like, <coughs> that race I picked you where you went over the bars in the heat race and then you came back for the LCQ win. Exactly. And I was like, he's fucking dead. Like he's not <laughs> like I'm getting zero from Cartwright. Thanks, Cartwright. Oh man. And I was like giving you the double middle finger from the press <laughs> box, and then you showed up on the line on the LCQ. <laughs> got it done for me so yeah that crash actually it didn't hurt at yeah, all yeah i was just like so flabbergasted about i was i was golden like i had mm-hmm. plenty of time or plenty of room for chisholm not to pass me yeah. in the corner i'm like just finish yeah. and then i'm on the ground yeah i'm just upside down i'm like just sitting there like did that just happen <laughs> now i gotta go freaking to the lcq uh sponsored by uh the nine o'clock hour sponsored by ogeo thanks to the folks at ogeo you use ogeo Yep. Uh, yeah, Pilo. Pilo. Yeah, yeah, I've known him for years. Pilo's awesome. Uh, thank you to the folks at OGO Power Sports. There's a code to save on PopoMexShow.com. And you got to go to OGO Power Sports site, though, people. And whether it's a layover bag, which is all new, the 9800. Do you have that new one? Uh, new, I don't think one? so. I think it, the, no. the, the, the Is it like a bigger one or something? Yeah, dude. It's got three wheels. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. All right, Pilo, send me one. Uh, the rig bag as well. Thank you to the folks at, at uh, OGO for making things happen. Great company, great bags, and uh, they support the sport mm-hmm. in a number of ways. <laughs> There's Cartwright. Yeah, you got a you got a you got a like a dancing Cartwright on it. Josh, a little little Josh going to school Cartwright. Yeah. Wow, look at you. <laughs> I gotta get a custom one. What the, what the fuck, Pilo? Nah, he didn't do that. My mom oh, did that. Okay, all right. Uh, Old timers MX. That's that's not a vintage stuff, Talon. That's what I said. The riders are vintage. Yeah, but you can't. <laughs> I thought they had a vintage class, but I looked on their site and it just the uh, they have like. I mean, you can go ride a. 1990 yeah, that, YZ1. That sounds fun against, against 450. You're racing against like 50-year-olds. You can ride yeah. a 50-year-old bike. Yeah, I'm almost 50, bro, so thanks. He's close to that 5-0. Thanks a lot. Okay, well, uh, there's a master's class if you want to feel young. Uh, motorsport.com, tweet at talent segment. Uh, let's do this. <laughs> no, that's my mom. It's the motorsport.com tweets at talent segment. Motorsport.com, great guys. Uh, free shipping and everything over 79 bucks. Great return policy as well. OEM on aftermarket parts. If you don't order from Motorsport.com for your aftermarket online needs, I don't know what's wrong with you. I just I don't really know what's happening. Fuck my ass. Definitely got to do it. Motorsport.com. Thank you to those guys. These questions are submitted at Talon Taylor or at Pulp Show and Talon Taylor over there. Go through the best ones and uh, 
I didn't even look at them tonight, Talon, so I don't know if you're picking the best ones or not, but sometimes I look through them. Tonight I did not. We only have like five, but they're pretty good. Wow. Okay. No, we got a lot. We got a good amount tonight. Uh, first one from Cade Clayson, mm. 52. I don't Gosh. know if you guys have heard of him. Ah, sounds like a douche. If the Supercross Championship battle begins in Daytona, where does the outdoor title start? Southwick. Uh, from Keelan Wright. Josh, how was it growing up in the cold streets of Memphis? Whew, I was in the suburbs, so luckily I did not have to go downtown in the sketchy parts of Memphis. Do <laughs> uh, you ever go to Elvis's place much? I've actually never been. I think I asked you this before. Yeah. You never went to Elvis's Never place. went. I don't know why. I've just never Is been. Is it in a bad part of Memphis? Um, I don't think it's in a very great part of Memphis. I remember going to it years ago. Yeah. And it seemed like there was like rundown restaurants across the street. Yeah. I, I've never, I've only dr- even driven next to it uh, like twice or something like really? that. Yeah. I've just never gone over. It's a completely different side of Memphis that I was at. Okay. Memphis is huge. Okay. So it's, um, so it, I, I just never went. Pretty crazy. Never. I mean, you grew up in Memphis. I know. Weird. Um, this one's from a I'm Alex walking Ray. in Memphis. Remember that song? <laughs> I don't know that song. What? No. Who's it by? You don't know walking in Memphis? Uh-uh. Maybe if I heard it. Fuck. You're not a very good singer. <laughs> it was like a number one hit. <laughs> when? 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 Like 96? I was one, dude. Yeah, but you're from Memphis. <laughs> you figure it would be like the national anthem there. I don't know. Key that. Well, I don't want anybody shit talking my man. Can, so. you, can we key that up? Can we, we get that song? What do we, no, we can't. Yeah, We're going to get kicked just, off YouTube. Just play it. Uh, I got. I'll have to do it from my phone into the. Oh, into really? The I don't have. I'm not logging into my Spotify on the what? the work Mac here. God damn it, Marks! You've never heard "Walking in Memphis." <laughs> I got to look it up now, like just to see if I'm not that I know. Of. If I said "OK Boomer," I would say it right now. It, it, I don't really say it. I, I feel like. <laughs> hold on. What's it called? Walking in Memphis. Apparently, I said "Walking in Memphis" 14 times. Ugh. Mark Cohen. This? Yeah! Uh, Great radio, bros. Never yeah. never heard of it. Oh, it's re- released in 91. <laughs> 92, yeah. I wasn't even born yet. It's about Elvis and stuff. It's really great. The, the, pre- the free preview is over. That's all we can listen to. Sorry. The free preview. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Alex Ray, 83. Oh, boy. He right. just says his loop out in Glendale was all time. Yeah. Yep. That was going to be my first 450 main event. I had It was the last lap in the LCQ. Yep. I had Jerry Robbins was like four seconds behind me. I was good and just over jumped. And I think I had Jerry that night. Really? Yeah. So you're probably happy. Very happy. Yeah. That was a scary crash because I, fl- I was literally just flying through the air, and I got lucky on the landing. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, but. I remember that. Uh, what about when Max Miller and you came together in... in I in, knew in, that uh, was coming. It was bad. God. That was bad. That was probably the worst racecraft I have ever done. <laughs> Actually, in the words of Phil, I think Phil said it, or one or Jason or something like that, they said that was probably the worst fi- racecraft ever. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. It we, we were breaking that down on our shows for like a week. Oh, I'm sh- did you at least see the, the lap before? I, I remember. So when yeah. I passed him, yeah. the lap four, it yeah. worked. What I did, like I kind of stop, go, stop, go, it worked. So that's what I was trying to do, and I thought he was a lot closer than he was. Yes, you did. Because <laughs> when we went through the whoops, I swore I heard him like right here. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, he's right next to me. Let's do that again. And then he told me, he's like, dude, you could have hit the berm easily. Yeah. Because that corner, <laughs> I was, I thought he was just, I I was literally – 
taking a piss at the club that night. Yeah. And I, I look up, and the guy looks over and he goes, Cartwright? I was like, yeah. He's like, what the hell were you doing tonight? I'm like, <laughs> like I can't even take a piss without someone freaking talking to me oh. about this crap. I'm the live like, show we brought, we spent about ten minutes on live show on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we just it was bad, yeah. but yeah, made the main. Just dick loose. Pretty- <laughs> made the main, so we we're that. If I wouldn't have made the main, that it would have been yeah, bad. Like yeah. I would have went jumped off a cliff. Like it was bad. Um, I think I had you that night. You did. Yeah, you did. I, think, I yeah, did. Because you, you were, made, yeah, you made yeah. The LCQ. And I did not, so I was happy when he did that. <laughs> and then he still made it in LCQ. So it was, I said, I remember in the press box, the, the, you're just like, "What is he doing? Yeah, what the <laughs> well, hell?" Matt just goes right around you. I also because a lot of people were like, "Why didn't you just floor it into him?" Yeah. I had such bad arm pump because I came from I crashed yeah. on the first lap, yeah. so I came from like 16th and. I had no energy left. I was just, I'm like, if I run into him, we're both just dying. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting, I don't know. I tried. It was bad. I know. I've seen God way too many times that day. Uh, all right, next question. Ranham84, will anyone else in the 250MX hold the red plate this season? Other than Hayden and Hunter? Hunter? Oh. Um, maybe I'm, maybe I got recency bias because Justin Cooper's on the show tonight, but I don't, I don't it, there's Justin a possibility. Cooper. Yeah. I don't know if it's it's a possibility. For sure. Uh, Todd Krieg, 531. Is MX Sports the biggest winner in the SMX Feld Alliance? Even though SX reigns supreme, the playoffs has all these guys coming back to race outdoors. Webb, Kenny, Nichols, Craig, uh, plus all the privateers. Super high entries for the series. Well, Webb didn't. I mean, I guess he came back for SMX a little bit. Yeah, the entries are there. Uh, I would say only Roxon is only coming back when he doesn't have to. The, for you know? the SMX, I didn't. I haven't really paid attention too much on like the taller guy or the bigger guys. The more, the farther they're up in the SMX points, do they get more yeah, points you, towards something? Yeah, you. The number one guy is going to get a five point lead on second place and gotcha. so on and so forth down okay. the line. So there is a little bit of incentive to actually win the thing. I was yeah. curious about that. Yeah. From Heather's stopwatch, Josh. What location are you most excited to visit with World Supercross, and what are some of your goals in the series? Um, if I'm able to do it, um, Abu Dhabi will be really cool. Yeah. Um, but honestly, also Australia. I will marry an Australian chick right now. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> like, just their accent's amazing. So, like, I've always wanted to go to Australia and check it all out. It's going to be cool. I'd fly the girls in from L.A., boy. <laughs> uh, Charlie Worley, Worthy, if Eli was racing, how many wins would he have and how many wins would Jet have? I don't know, man. Fifty fifty. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they're so. Yeah. It's such a good. It'd be such a good battle. It, it would be great to see. Yeah. It'd yeah. be. Oh, it'd be such impossible a fun to, to say though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lehman MX for both of you. Should there be more sand tracks throughout the series? If so, where? Um. I mean, honestly, Southwick isn't a true sand track. I mean, you heard. Yeah, Vern it's a hard base. Right. Uh, Gopher is a true sand track. That'd be right? awesome if they put Gopher um, on the series. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of what what are there what sand tracks are there in America. I'm trying to think of any. I don't really know. I can't um, think of any. There was one in you know Cocoa Beach, Florida, back in the day, and I don't know of any. I no, I think one sand track is good. Yeah. You know, eleven race series. You know, you don't want to have. Yeah, again, I think yeah. a lot of the tracks like Millville's got got sand. Yeah. Like a lot of them have sand. Yeah, I mean the GPs went to Vulcanswad, Learup, and Lomol in a year. You know, and you're it's like too That's too many. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I think one's fine. Yeah. From Dagan official. Uh, with Cooper being out and possibly relinquishing fifth place in points to Ty, do you think Ty has the riding ability to hold out fifth in points, or is Sexton 
uh, going to race well enough to catch and po- catch and pass him. Uh, let me look at the points yep. here. Yep, that's what I'm doing. <clears throat> Uh, Sexton. Ty has 134 and Sexton has 130. Uh, yeah, I like Sexton <laughs> to get him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Sexton will pass Ty Masterpool. I think he'll gain five points next on him. round. Yeah. But, but Ty will do well. Yeah, Ty's, Ty's crushing it. Yeah. From Jimmy G, we might have touched on this with Phil. Uh, do you have any update on how Jeremy Martin's recovery is going? I'm concerned he might retire. He might retire. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Might. Never know. It's, that's a, that was a brutal mm-hmm. crash. Not crash, but run over. From Adam's Elbow, does SMX need to change the point structure to only pay points for outdoors overall rather than per moto? SX riders get screwed in the cor- current format. Yeah, I tweeted about this today. Um, you know, like there's 22 races uh, in outdoors and 17 indoors, right? But then you'd have to have the same thing. If they did overall, there would only be 11 rounds to get points. Yeah, no, that's why 17. I wonder if down the road they just take your top 17 outdoors top 17 supercross yeah. top 17 outdoors you know to, to make it a little even. more even um but then the 250 guys are racing against half the competition yep so they're getting an advantage in points in supercross versus but then they're only racing eight races to 11 so then they're losing three races the 250, you know like fuck i don't know it's all over the place yeah. kind of like you know yeah because um, like i'm like i'm a lot of these guys that normally wouldn't be passing me or whatever yeah are passing me in, in outdoors because they have so many yeah, points opportunities. Yeah, yeah. I, and I said this today on Twitter, like, okay, so to me there was three things. They they either said, look, we hate World Supercross and we want to keep our guys here, yeah. so let's make Supercross or let's make Motocross have more races and count, and count right? That's the, the way to get guys so that they knew there'd be all these privateer guys getting into SMX. So they, they knew that because there's more races outdoors. And they want to promote MX series, and that helps keep the riders here. There's that. B, they never thought about it. They never were. They just never because it's the AMA we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. They never, never thought about it. They never realized that 22 motos is more than 17, and they didn't realize what was going to happen. Yeah. Or C, they didn't think that um, they did the math on years past, and they didn't think there'd be the lack of depth that we have, and yeah. that's what's happening. I think that's a. I think that's a big part of it is okay. that just like there's a lot more riders that normally would be getting 15th to 20th yeah. that are getting 8th yeah. and stuff like right. that. And so, then there's more people getting 20th. Yeah, because right now, let's say let's say halfway through the series, uh, there's 12 factory riders, right? Whatever, yeah. in the 450 class. They would just assume those 12 guys are taking up all these points outdoors and they're just you know compounding their points that they already have. But they didn't realize that Marchbanks and Masterpool and Lucrucio and Boutron and, you know. All these guys. Because c- of so much lack of depth. Yep, pretty yeah. much. So, From MotoFan92. Uh, Baja Acres in Michigan is a good one. Somebody threw that out on that YouTube. Would be yeah. sick. That would be sick. I don't sick. think that's a national track, but it's not wide enough. They, would, it, ha- they would have yeah. to change it. Yeah. MotoFan92. Steve, would you consider making your Supercross track for next year more death-defying by putting in Enduro cross sections like a pond, tire jumps? Yeah. That would be great. Straightaways. I do not think Feld would let me do that. No, but that, that would, would be, be that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm, how I about like... dragon to dragon, to to onto the finish line tunnel, and off. Wait, what? he wants to on off the dragon tunnel, the tunnel to dragon. So you got well, we got one dragon's back. Yeah, yeah. To a back dragon. To a back dragon. Okay. To another dragon, up on top of the bridge, and off. Do you know how tall that dragon? That's, I know that's awesome. <laughs> How tall would that That'd dragon be? Awesome. 
<laughs> I mean, we have fantastic. We have had that before in Vegas where they had remember the dragons, yeah. dragons, yeah. dragons. Yeah, that was. And it wasn't. It were the guys muddy. going all the way over? Yeah, they were like they were doing something weird, but yeah. then it got muddy or something like that. But right. that would be a gnarly. Yeah. Hey, I wouldn't be opposed to like enduro stuff. I'm. I got a GNCC championship, so okay. There we go on eighty yeah. fives. From Doctor Three Thirteen MX. Steve, if Jet goes 22-0, and 0, that means you go 0 for 22 for having a 450 Moto winner on your janky radio show. Do you rest yes. and rebuild in the offseason or sell pulp and enjoy those high season, high ceilings? I wish I could sell pulp. I'd sell pulp tomorrow. Anybody want to buy it? I'll buy it. Okay. If, well, what's in my wallet? Uh, I think I'm going to cut it. <laughs> but it'd be great to sell pulp and then never have to work again. It'd be fantastic. It'd be pretty nice. The problem with selling pulp is I am I was show. about to say, it's, it's kind of hard to make right. pulp because you are pulp. Right. I mean, honestly, like that guy said earlier, like I don't feel like this show is struggling without having Hunter or Jet on it. Like, Phil could take over. Phil could take over. Phil could take over. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that would be fantastic. Are you kidding me? <laughs> From Ratzilla, how much will Chase struggle with bike setup at KTM? Seems like that has been a theme for their riders as yeah, of late. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to go from aluminum frame to steel frame and, yeah, all of that. Yeah. I've been curious on why he's doing that, honestly. But like I get like it's KTM, it's factory KTM, and all yeah. that. It's, it's it is amazing, and he's probably getting a buttload of money. But he's so good on the Honda. The Honda is so good, and the KTM is such junk right now. Yeah, but none of these guys think they're like it's not junk. That's it, too harsh. Okay, yes. But yeah. as a champion, you don't think like that. Yeah, you think you can. You have so much confidence. You have so much ego, rightfully so, that you think you can. It's you do it on anything. Yeah, you can do it on anything. And I think he's left. I think he's leaving for exactly the, what's happening right now. Jet, he knows Jet is the guy. Yeah. Uh, he does not want to share. Not that Jet's going to overtake him, but these guys don't want. They want to be the guy. It's they like the love Her- it. It's like Hurlings yep. and Antonio. They had different yeah. rigs for right. Now these these elite guys. They don't want to be on teams anymore. Factory Honda in '84. Hannah Lachine, uh, um, um, uh, O'Mara Bailey. Like, these were all alpha dogs, and they didn't care. They were all on factory Honda. Yeah. Those days are long gone now, man. These guys want to be the guy on their team. They can have a B guy like a Jake Weimer or Aaron Plessinger or whatever. They can have that. That's not a threat to them. But they don't want another guy alongside them. Nope. Not not anymore. Nope. Uh, from Corn on the Cob, is Enzo committing career suicide in World Supercross? All it takes is a legit factory ride at his level in the U.S. as a whole shot and a few laps led. A third and and an injury with a non-existent field in WSX doesn't seem good. He's got a contract. He's got he's dialed. He got to sign a new contract for the club, yeah. so he's fine. Yeah, and like he discutted his shoulder that day, and he's got more in him. From Sugar Shane seventy nine, uh, Josh, what's the best and worst thing about being a privateer? Best thing is being able to do your own thing. Don't have to worry about a team or anything. Worst thing is obviously just having to pay for it all and do it all on your own. From Brad Street Racing, with not a lot of chatter about an SX-only deal for anyone on a Honda for the 450 class next year, is that a clear sign that Hunter is going to jump up to 450s full-time? I mean, we've been saying this for months. Yeah, you can tell it's going to be Hunter. They signed Joe Schmoda. They're not going to have 350 guys in Jet Lawrence. It's not. No. So. From LL Cool James 425, was Moto2 a turning point in Shimoda's season, or was it a one-off race? Does he build off this momentum? Well, we don't know for sure. I'm leaning towards one-off because it was sand and all of that. Yeah, it's just you never know. 
Well, no, you, you, he wants an opinion, Josh. He wants. You can't say you never know. You don't be like JT and just <laughs> waffle, waffle, yeah. waffle. No, I agree with you pretty much. Yeah, I mean, we could be wrong for sure. Yeah, but I think it's one off. Uh, Lax defense coach Josh, what's your favorite Tallahassee story? Oh boy. Oh man, just Fly white girls in from Tallahassee, boy. White trash Wednesdays at the strip is always a what's fun the time. Strip? Uh, it's kind of like it's just a strip, a strip of bars, of, of okay. bars yeah, and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it's the college town. And there's a on the summer it's called White Trash Wednesday, and okay. you trash white trash. And some of the girls are in yeah. pretty skimpy stuff. Nice. Hopefully, one will right. whip up a titty. Uh, from Thirsty, Josh, would you be open to taking a spot on one of the incoming factories such as Beta, Triumph, Ducati, or are you more comfortable with the proven brand? I've thought about that. It. <sighs> kind of have to maybe pay me a little bit quite a bit just to do it just because you never know how those bikes are going to work on a supercross track compared to a, a one that's already good how about benny just grabbing a two-year deal without even riding one? Oh, i know <laughs> it's like two years only supercross yes yep and yep. paying me yep yep, yep. Uh, deal he central, said the bike was pretty good central trucking doesn't have to uh yeah. doesn't have to pay anything yep. yeah he's in captain jack narrow did pc cut mumphy Nope, he's riding a 450 for Mitch, and if there's an injury, he'll fill in. Is he kind of like their new Phil? Yeah. Fill in. Uh, from Discord, need a girlfriend for Charlotte SMX. Uh, for Josh, hypothetically, if you had to cage fight another privateer for a spot in the SMX finals, who are you taking on? Let's see. Who's like the smallest Cade. one? You can beat Cade. Cade would probably kick my ass. You think? I'm, Cade's wife would kick your ass. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, someone smaller. Whoever. Who's like? Who's a smaller dude? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I wouldn't want to fight Butron. No. Because like apparently, like according to animal, yeah. according to Phil, he's doing something in the middle of the motos. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Carno. <clears throat> Carno, yeah. Carno, or take Battle Cage Logan. There's nothing to Carno. He's like 150 pounds. <laughs> Skinny, yeah. that's it. Uh, from Smoke BZ, he says, Steve, it's impossible to find an in-stock FMF systems. I'm looking for a complete system for an 18YZ450. Seeing that you work with them and they sponsor the show, do you have any advice? Everything is out of stock on their site. No, but, I, I, yeah, I understand that. They've been struggling FMF for, with inventory for a lot of things. So, no, I don't really have an in... A hookup, sorry. Yeah. I looked it up. We have the... silencers and the stainless and the titanium, but the headers, we're out of stock. But you can at least get a muffler. He just looks like a shameless plug. If you're you're in Texas, you can always go to the FMF rig with Kyle Dangler. He's at racing. Yeah, just just get the muffler for now and put the header on back order, and there you go. Right, right, your head? Yeah, just get get what you can for now because FMF, yeah, they're pretty delayed. Oh, well, a lot of the exhaust manufacturers, not just FMF. Uh, from Calf Dog, right now, who is your pick to win SMX, and why is it probably Jet? Yeah, yeah Jet, sure. Yeah. yeah. From Atwood94, future headline, Sexton sails to the top of Supercross aboard his KTM, or Coop crushes the 450 class with Star? You got to go either or. Yep. I'll go Jet. I think Coop. Okay. No, it was Sexton. No, or Sexton. Oh, sorry. I'll take, Jet. I'm sorry, I'll take Sexton. I'll take Sexton. I'll take I'll take Coop because I like him on Yamaha. Okay. Um, let me see. What did we not go over? I don't know. Mark just sent me one. Uh, has a triple digit guy ever run the red plate or lead points before there was a red plate till now with Deegan? Maybe Tomac his rookie year from Monica Colvin. 
Um, when he was 243 on the Geico Honda? Yeah, or Roxanne 194. Maybe. Um, James 259? Possibly. Were they even doing like. They weren't doing red plates. I don't even think they were doing red plates. Okay. So, yeah. Roxanne, maybe. Tomac, yeah. All right, two more. Charlie Worthy, where is Marv? What's he doing for 24? I don't know what Marv's doing for 24. I bet he's done. You think he's done? Yeah, just because he wanted to only do this year. Right. And Supercross, and it just didn't work out. And He's had a great career. Yeah, he has. Yep. All right, last one. Voice of the drunken people. Rate the championships in terms of prestige. U.S. Supercross, U.S. Outdoors, World Supercross, MXGP, SMX, Australia, uh, uh, sorry, Australian Supercross or Canadian MX? Mm, well, SMX. A- AMA Supercross 1. Yep. GMX GP 2. You think? Over, okay. don't you think? Over at US? People are going to get mad at me, but where are the riders leaving America to go to MXGP? There, there isn't any. That's true. Who's coming from MXGP to America? A lot of guys. So I'm going to AMA Motocross. It kind of depends on like what they're asking. You know, like, think about Roxon and Marvin and yeah. you know Tortelli and I mean our our Vial. Our outdoors are a lot of your or a lot of your or a lot of yeah. foreign people. I just think you look at the riders leaving, and outside of Hurlings, Geyser, and Caroli, they're almost all coming over. Yeah, you know. So I'll go AMA Supercross, AMA Motocross, MXGP, SMX will be under that. Yeah, because who cares about a three race series with funky points? Uh, Aussie, Aussie Supercross. No. World Supercross. Aussie Supercross. Canadian Moto. Yeah. We're good? Yep. That sounds about right. right. I'm trying to get there. No! That's horrible. Oh, wow. I'm slacking that on was that delayed. Time. Yeah. <laughs> just just trying to find I have there. an extra page for drops now, and just... it takes a second to get back to the to the main page. I mean, I know it's new. The drop, the exit is new. So the exit. Yeah, it's only is, been a few years. Right. I, yeah. I get it. So, uh, all right. Thanks for, for folks at motorsport.com. Please use motorsport.com for all of your online needs. There's a pulp show section underneath on motorsport.com as well. Uh, that we have some sponsored deals on there from our partners as well. So, yeah, go do that. Uh, thank you to the folks at motorsport for, um, for all that they do. Uh, Justin Cooper, Phil Nicoletti, Seth Hamaker, or Lars Van Berkel. Best interview tonight, Cartwright. Lars. I liked Lars. Yeah, I'll go Lars too. He was just fun. Yeah, he was just cool. Marks. Yeah, Lars. All right, Lone Wolf. I like Phil. Yeah. Just as a human. Yeah. No, Phil's, Phil. Phil's just always funny. I just don't count Phil because he's like a almost true. A and then, well, but was Phil's funniest moment tonight was checking what Butron is on. Yeah. Wondering what Butron was doing between motos or whatever. Watch Butron get tested next week. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, thanks to, thanks to those guys for giving us some of their time tonight. Uh, really appreciate it. Josh, thanks for coming in. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, you have fun? Yeah, oh, so much yeah. fun. This is so much serious. It's yeah. cool being in the studio yeah. where I've actually seen a lot and I've always been curious. Right. It's cool. Cool. Thank you for coming in, flying all the way in. I appreciate it. Uh, good job this past year. Congrats on the LCQ money. Congrats on the privateer success. Uh, yeah, man, it, it's it, it's been really cool. And hopefully you get in the SMX. Hopefully. I mean, we are... We're, we're hanging on. We're hanging on. We're at 30th right now. As long as 
Phil don't catch me, it should be good, but I'm pretty sure he's going to catch me. Pretty sure Phil's going to get you. Yeah, yeah so. he'll probably catch me in the next couple rounds. Right. But we'll see. Yeah. Hey, uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll, she'll see me at an outdoor. And, oh, there hey, we if go. anyone wants to help me out doing outdoor, go buy some merch. Yep. I mean. Uh, and then for next year, more than likely doing the same thing. More that's than the plan. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. On Cowie's, off to the side with the Mad Parts guys. Yeah, yeah, that's my original plan unless someone, like a bigger <clears throat> team, offers me something. Right, right. Um, well, certainly certainly did pretty well this year, so um, good job. And, uh, yeah, you did a good job co-hosting tonight, too, as well. Yeah, we so. brought you some jerseys, so. Nice. Look, do, you, yeah. do you like camo or do you like fluorescent? Well, that's a good point. Um, let's see. Okay, that one. And then, no, I think I like that one. Yeah, I like fluorescent. that one. Yeah, you got to sign it, too. All right. Um, and we, and we brought and Nice. And we got we brought the merch brought for merch us too. Oh yeah, brought you a merch. Oh nice, I like that. Look at that on a, on a desk. Yeah, we got with a dirt bike. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And it's in my merch is in my Instagram bio. Okay, go buy that. Fantastic, thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, it's good to, good for studio here. Yeah, appreciate um, coming or uh, having me on. It's I appreciate it. Great radio, Marks. Good job, thank you. Uh, you don't always tell me good job, so thanks. Okay, damn it, uh, talent. Good really good, good job. Good job. Thank you. Really oh, good you job. Ooh, okay. He gets a really. The producer. Well, yeah, really good job. Let's wrap you. this up. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks to Roto. Thanks to Swiss Corps. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie, of course. Uh, happy birthday to my wife, Pookie Mathis. Tomorrow is her official birthday. Happy She's birthday. 29. Never looked better. Uh, it's fantastic to be married to her. And I just want to thank her for the green card. All those years, all those years ago, and uh, and staying married to me throughout the uh, the long time. So. That's a that's F a you, dude. yeah, yeah. So uh, or if you're a little bitch, happy birthday to Pookie Mathis tomorrow. Is the day, uh, and well, I don't uh, anybody shit talking my man. So uh, and again, thank you, Josh Cartwright, for coming in. Thank you to Justin Cooper, Phil Nicoletti, Seth Hamaker, JT, Lars Van Berkel, and uh, and great to have you guys here next week. David Villeman in studio. Oh, yeah, that'll be a good one. So I can't have anybody on the phone that's going to upset him. Wait, wait. So Phil can't come in? Uh, I feel I think he, Phil and him would have good respect, I think. Right. Fuck but you, you're fired. We, yeah, but they don't know shit. We had, uh, he was yelling with um, Rutledge Wood. He was yelling with Lucas Myrtle, and then he told Ronnie Stewart that he should quit. So we got to figure out someone who's not going to upset DV to call into the show. <laughs> so I don't know how that's going to go. We'll see. Uh, but love having love having DV and it's gonna be fantastic for next week. Uh, thanks for listening to Pulp Mech Show. Use the sponsor deals. Use the codes. Thank you, people. See you next week. If I had a car, I'd leave, but I don't. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Destroy me, defeat